Welcome to the PropMX.com show. Brought to you by BTOSports.com. Broadcasting live around the world from the Vegas Strip in a room where the term action could refer only to the classic Supercross playing on the VCR. And now, introducing your hosts, Steve Mathis, VOGKW Kenny Watson, and the Tweet at Tits Legendary Q&A segment brought to you by BTOSports.com. There's no possible way I'll ever do math this stuff. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, welcome to the show, the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOSports.com. Thank you, everybody, for listening on this Monday night. Here we are live in Las Vegas, not far from the Lions Den, and uh, we've got a hell of a show for you guys tonight. We've got Kerry Hart in studio, Michael Lieb, Forrest Butler. We're going to check in with Justin Brayton probably at some point. And uh, don't forget uh, to support our show sponsors. Thanks, everybody, for, for listening. What a race in San Diego. Uh, I'm your host, Steve Mathis. With me, with me, as usual, my friend, my life partner, my buddy, Kenny Watson. <laughs> Slow that down a little bit. What's Slow up, Kenny? Down. How are you? I'm good. Congratulations good. on the fifth place finish by Josh Hansen. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, in studio for checking us out, hopefully for a while, but uh, he's a very busy man, and I'm always pumped to have him here for the second or third time. Uh, the original freestyle master. Kerry Hart, what's up? <laughs> what's up? How are you? I'm good. A little tired, but I'm good. Yeah. You're in town, Vegas, doing the magic show? Magic trade show. Trying to hustle some t-shirts. Uh-huh. Checking on the boys. <laughs> hustle some t-shirts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet you're out there just hustling. Um, no, it's good to have you here. Uh, Vegas local. Um, who doesn't live here anymore and probably misses it, right? It's definitely a love-hate thing. I, yeah. I mean, there are times when I miss it. Every time I come here, I miss it. Right. But, uh, I mean, it's a good town. I just get cabin fever here. Right, right. Uh, and joining us in studio, uh, the man who won the uh, the $1,500 cooler for Ryan Morris, hanging out with us, went to San Diego, Andrew Short's number one fan, Moser. Moser, what's up? Let me turn your mic on there. Oops. Living the dream. Thanks for coming. Yes, Thanks for having me. Moser, you just can't get creeped out tonight, okay? I'll try. <laughs> No promises. <laughs> okay, we'll do our best. Uh, well, Shorty's not on the show, and there's a reason why. So, uh, How was your San Diego with your hero collapsing 100 feet from the gate and getting run over? It was a magical day until the first 100 yards. of. Yeah. At least uh, you were the there hero. to support him. Right. It could have been way worse if you were sitting at home not knowing. Yeah, and you don't want to be one of those podium guys that's only there when he does well, so you were there in his darkest hour. Sounds good. Yeah. Hey, did you work for Corey Keeney right here? No, the bike's still together. No, take care. Okay. Uh, yeah, we got some old school Supercross Look going at on here. Out of shape. Um, yeah, gnarly. I don't know what race this is, but uh, old San school Diego. 96. 80, yeah, hey, 96, taking your 80. calls, dealing with everything, producing the show, the man behind the mic, the, 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 the wizard behind the curtain, the Tits Legendary Tits. What's up? Hello. What's going on? Good. How's the producing going? Oh, fabulous. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Hard at work back here. Yeah, seems like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, and we're going to take your calls as well, so feel free to call in. BTOsports.com, X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Worst Connection, Vivint Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, and Free Gun Underwear all on board with us. Uh, before we get too much hard, i got a ton of questions for you, but let's talk a little bit about San Diego first. Uh, um, and, and I guess the, the deal was RV1 for the uh, uh, third, second time in a row, third time on the oh, year. Oh, he did? Yeah. Oh, okay. And Reedy, Reedy gave him a hell of a battle. What did you think of that, Kenny? I, good, good. I don't even know. Like, I wasn't even paying attention Tell you the truth with those guys. Because of your guy? I was watching. Yeah, I was watching my guys. I don't, I'm not paid to watch anybody else, so you didn't I really <laughs> don't give a shit. Are you saying that just because the team owner is sitting right next to you? No. Okay. No, no, no. Uh, uh, what happened to Partridge? Your guy, Par- Kyle Partridge. Um, I got varying reports. Um, what was the deal? Uh, 
I think he's stacked up in the whoops, didn't he? Yeah, he just has problems staying on the bike in the main event. I mean, he rode good in the heat race. He, yeah. he had decent times in qualifying yeah. and just struggling right now, just putting it together racing. I mean, it seems like he's rides good during the week. He qualifies uh -huh. well. He practices well. And then he just blows chunks in the main. I, I, that's all I can say. Uh, killing it in the whoops in the heat race and in practice. and no. I mean, just Well, I think it came back to bite him in the, in the main event. He yeah. should have. Everyone started doubling, so he probably thought, hey, everyone's uh, doubling. I can make up ground here. He was in 11th. Hey, and it was actually it was gnarly because, like, those whoops were gnarly, and the guys were skimming them. But, yeah, three-quarters of the field were, were jumping through them, which I guess that's how gnarly they were, huh, Hart? Yeah. I mean, well, they, got, they look like they got all cupped out. Yeah. So that's when they'll bite you. you and know, when they're smooth, right. it's not as bad. But those things get cupped out. They just suck up your front end. Which sucks that they get beat up so much. It's just the course of what happens in Supercross. But it almost takes away the advantage that someone like Kyle has or James Villo. Read, you know what I mean? Like they're still skimming them, but it's it's definitely. I, I think it's good. I mean, I think they should just. It's it's yeah. it's an obstacle on the track that you have to, you know, yeah. work at. I mean, it's not like at a practice track they don't get cupped out. They yeah. still go through them. You I'm know, I'm super happy they didn't knock them down. Like, uh, well, like you know Crossway. what they did? They went before the heat races. You know, after they they went out and just rolled them still, but the yeah. dirt was so hard and the whoops were so hard. They did the best they could, but after the the lights, I mean, even yeah. after the heat races were done, the last chance and the both last chances and the yeah and the you see them deteriorating in the lights. Yeah. Main, you know. Um. Well, what about the lappers? Uh, heart, take away those lappers, and maybe RV has a little heart easier time of it. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I don't know, I, I don't, I don't want to get too into it with all the politics because <laughs> we're already having issues with certain people. But uh, I mean, it's just a. I mean, look, what do you mean you're having issues? Like your team, or you mean with riders, or yeah, with we, the we, AMA? We, no, we, we've had a couple oh, of okay. altercations this year. But right. No, you know, I mean, the unfortunate thing is, is like, look. There's a championship to be had. There's racing going on. I get it. Everyone has to race for their position. Yeah. You know, but in certain situations, like, you can't forget that there is a race going on. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, it's high stakes, championship, and just it's just not supposed to go down that way. Right, right. Um, you being an ex-racer, too, you can understand it. You know what I mean? Like, you've seen both sides of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, you kind of understand what's going through those guys' mind. Um, it is a tough situation, and, and I wouldn't be surprised if some of those guys, like, they, it was pretty bad. It was yeah. pretty bad. Like, well, look, I mean, it's a different situation if, like, the old days, like, when MC used to lap up to fifth place. Okay, right. you're battling for fifth, sixth, top ten, whatever. But yeah. you're rolling around in 12th, 13th, 14th place battling for position back there. Yeah. Dude, be conscious of what's going on in the race. And the track. crazy thing is, I think when those guys were getting lapped, which I did see that part of it because Kyle Partridge was one getting lapped. Right. He got out of the way, and he was – I think he was, like, in 12th at that point. And, you know, the guys, when he came up on the people that there were the problems – they weren't in in a pack. Yeah. They were by themselves. So they weren't. There wasn't like the guy that he was racing with right behind him. They could have just moved over and got behind those guys yeah. and then picked up more ground. But you know, some and, and people are hard headed, and that's what they want to do. Uh, the the in, in the grand scheme of things, a fourteenth or say you lose a spot because you pull over and do the right thing, you get a fifteenth. It's one point exactly, and fifty bucks, well, hundred yeah, bucks. Mean, that's exactly <laughs> it, man. Look, I, I get it. You're inside right. the top ten, banging bars. You yeah. gotta do what you got to do. But yeah. <clears throat> I mean, especially in a position. For where, you know, the one dude that got in the situation, I mean, he is usually, like, in that top ten thing. So, it's not like – Yeah. I mean, you're talking about 1.50 bucks. Yeah. Maybe right. a little more now, but, yeah, not much. But, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just, yeah. yeah it's, I got it. It's frustrating. Um, hey, Hanson, so, uh, talking about you didn't see the Reed-RV battle that much. I didn't really pay attention to Hanson that much. He's, But at the end of the race, he's in fifth, and what a ride. Yeah, he started. I mean, I mean, he, of course, I'm going to talk about him because he's my guy, and he did awesome. He did great. He's, he started. Hart and Huntington Ryder started 
19th and well, 19th and 20th. They were the last ones. Oh, yeah? And Haney was way, way, way back. And he made some moves the first lap. He got into, like, 14th on the first lap. And then, uh, you know, we all talked about it before the race. He, he, he struggled in the heat race in the whoops. Hands down, he's, you know, Carrie and I watched the race together, and we were like, man, you know, he needs to figure this out. Something's wrong with his bike. And I was like, dude, you know, talking to the guys, like, we need to figure something out. And, you know, we all came to the conclusion that his best bet um, is from the first lap to the last lap is to get in a good, you know, double, triple, whatever you got to do through the whoops, and just do that consistently. Mm-hmm. Don't try to blitz a lap and then don't try to jump. If you're going to jump them, jump them the whole way through. Right. And you know what? He did. His lap times were consistent. And people are saying, oh, people fell. This happened. That happened. Why he got fifth? What's racing? It's Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. People are yeah. always going to say, oh, this happened or that happened. Yeah. Whatever. He got fifth. And that's in the record books forever. That's in five years from now, they're not going to say Josh Hansen got fifth at San Diego because mm-hmm. Wyndham fell, you know, with two laps to go or, you know. Hey, he rode good. Give good props. He's Absolutely. putting his head down. Everyone said, "Oh, I don't even know if he's going to make a main. I don't even know." If I he don't know who said that. But. Or he's not. If he's, you know, a lot of people yeah, talk yeah. shit all the yeah. time, and Mo- people still can, and that's awesome. Moser was one of the biggest ones. Um, uh, Fuck you, Moser. You better not be. I never said that. All right. <laughs> Last week you said you were going to change the set the bike up for the heat races, and then change it for the main. Did you guys do that this week, or? Uh, that was more with tires. Mm-hmm. Um, we we were kind of it was. It was questionable, and he decided he didn't want to switch tires because he was comfortable with what he had. We tried some different stuff throughout the day, but uh, we pretty much went back to our normal setup. Um, we were using some stuff that you know we, we figured um, it's kind of an advantage, um, and it has something to do with uh, the traction control, and that definitely is working for us. And it's not the production traction control. You know, the, the starting switch. I saw that Jeff Emig talk all about it in a commercial. Well, he, yeah. Bro knows. <laughs> bro knows leather pants and... Launch controls. <laughs> um, hey, last week too, you said you said at the end of the show, and I was listening to the audio because I was cutting some stuff out. Wait, oh, could you listen to the show last week? No, I had to cut some audio out. You're for, a fag. You listen to the show because you want to hear yourself. Yeah, that's it. Uh, you said last week you're going to change the game. You're going to have people come up to you in the pits and go, "What the f is going on with you guys?" And you're raising the bar. Those are all your quotes. Did we? Well, it was pretty cool. You had a Johnny Cash tribute band for people who weren't there. That's <laughs> raising the bar. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. When was the last time you went to a Supercross race and seen people dancing to Johnny Cash in front of the pit, in front of their pit? I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah. Is that changing the game? Well, we'll see if anybody else has Johnny Cash tribute bands here from. I doubt anybody will because we won't. Let Whose them. idea was that? It was uh, mine and uh, Mike uh, Dan Mahoney's, All right. our marketing guy. What do you think, Hart? You liked it? That was cool. I <clears throat> I love Johnny Cash and I love uh, but, Cashed Out. But I I'll be honest, <laughs> he wasn't I, into it. I I no, it wasn't. I wasn't into it. I just wasn't sold on. I, I just didn't think that crowd would get <laughs> yeah the Johnny Cash cover band. Not to say I didn't love seeing right, them there. Right. I love those guys. I've seen those yeah. guys hundreds of times. Uh-huh. But I didn't necessarily think it was like what a twelve-year-old kid would want to see. Yep. Yeah. But with that said, yeah. it was something cool and something different. Right. So you signed off on it, even though you're a little leery. No, yeah, yeah, I like totally. that. No, I like no. that. He didn't. He didn't. He, he goes. I, I. All right. We'll see what happens. But he believe me. He would. If no, I would. Hey, if I would have called him like two days before I mean, and said, I "Hey, we're clipping sh- the band," he wouldn't have been pissed. He no, but said, okay, I, yeah. I like the fact that Hart's the owner and he's not that down with the idea. Not sure about it, and he still says, "Okay, Mahoney and Watson." Well, go, go hey, ahead. it doesn't hurt to try stuff. I mean, the worst hey, thing right. that happens it doesn't work. You don't do it again. Yeah. yeah. Hey, his 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 uh, number one saying what he says. 
I'll give you enough rope to hang yourself one time and it won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think that we hung ourselves. If we would have hung ourselves, he just would have said, I told you, idiot. Right. Hey, do you remember last week when I said uh, I, was, I was living with Deegan uh, in 97 in Canyon Lake and there was porn shot in the house? There was. Yeah, you were denying it. Well, I was trying to make it sound cool like it, that doesn't happen. Oh, uh, no, because we got a caller that says uh, the porn movie was filmed in Deegan's house. It was called Pro Hose. <laughs> that wasn't. And it the... featured Donald Upton and Ronnie Feist. That was, you know, that's false. That's well, false. Okay. They didn't film that at, in Deegan's house. They, <laughs> they filmed, filmed that at a track. They filmed all the whole okay. r- rubber band man. Yeah. All right. Donald Upton. All I know is no, I was. Feist was rubber band man. <laughs> all I know is I had to leave Deegan's house because the porn was coming. That's all I know. So maybe it wasn't Moto Hose, but thanks, Chuck, for calling in. Uh, Kerry, um, after six rounds, got some injuries, but then, uh, there's, I, I say this every week on this show, who would have thought Hanson would have been your best guy, your steadiest guy? Maybe you did, but, uh, you have to be very excited with the way he's been riding. Take, and he, you know, he had a bit of a mechanical DNF. Give him back those points from, uh, say 10 points or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's right in the mix. You gotta no, be pumped. No, I mean, I mean, well, I mean, look, that's, that's why we invested in him. Yeah. I mean, we, I, you know, we didn't write that check as a team to, uh, not have him perform. Right. And, uh. You know, I, I, I've known Hanny a really long time, and, you know, people have opinions of him, but I have more of a, of a friend relationship with him yeah. and opinion of him, and I know that when he's in a good place, he's going to work his hardest and put his best foot forward, and that's what he's doing. Yeah. And as long as – he's the type of guy, as long as he's having a good time and he's having fun, he's going to put the work in. Yeah. And that's why, like, we don't, we don't put pressure on him. <clears throat> you know, I mean, we, we, we be constructive with him. Yeah. You know, we don't just criticize and beat people up. Yeah. And, Look, if I mean, look, we, we've all been there, you know. It's like there's nothing worse than as as an amateur rider, you do shitty, and your old man's beating up on you in the in the truck afterwards. Like yeah. no one's harder than you. Right. So like us harping and screaming, like look, if he, if something dumb happens or he's not trained during the week, that's mm-hmm. a whole different story. Yep. But he's putting the work in, and yeah, I mean the the kid is so talented. I mean yeah. we all know that, and he's putting the work in, so it's showing. Uh, above your expectations though, or right about where you thought he was. Or? I mean, that, that the, this, these this, were my expectations. This, okay, no, I, yeah. I wanted him to be. I mean, because of his talent level, and I mean, you watch what he did last year in the lights class. There's no reason why he shouldn't yeah. run top ten, and right. he's doing that. Okay, I always thought like when I'm thinking about it, just from an outsider's point of view, and obviously Hanny doesn't like me, and, and a hater, and I'm a hater or whatever. I thought you would see out of Hanny some flashes of brilliance, like a fifth and a sixth, a couple DNFs or a crash out, yeah. pull offs or whatever, then another six, and then, you know what. Instead, he's been just the rock, like hasn't crashed that much, been putting in steady laps, hasn't shown blazing speed, but over the 20, yeah. he's been totally. And, and it, I gotta say, I'm totally surprised, and I thought it would be the opposite. And yeah, I mean, good job know, for you guys. It's, you know, obviously, it's gonna take him a little bit of growing. I mean, <clears throat> I, I think my biggest concern, not necessarily concern, but what, what I'm, uh, I'm most focused on is. You know, he, he's a guy that's used to doing 15 lap main events and running eight races. Yeah. So I, I think the, the, the true test is getting him into well, – I think once he hits that 10, 11, 12, mm-hmm. 13 race, yeah. that's where it's just to make sure he stays focused. When he's we not get, burning out and he's getting through the season. When we get to the cold Indianapolis races or the St. Louis or – yeah. Exactly. Like, I mean, that, that's yeah. where this is a test, right. you know, and – uh. But, but but also too, I mean, in his defense, I mean, he's not the same kid that he was. I mean, he's grown up. Yeah. And I sat him down and told him, I go, look, we pay you enough money now. This isn't three years ago. Yeah. Where like you were kind of doing me a favor and like we had to constantly like bait you and right. work with you. Like <laughs> you're making big boy money right. now. It's not my job right. to babysit you. You're either gonna put the work in and do it, yeah. or you're not. And and he's been putting the work in, and it's been a great environment. I think it says something for him that he could have rode the lights class, probably would be right in the running for a title. I don't know what you're paying him, but I imagine he would have made a lot of money still. 
And he said, no, I'm, I'm going to 450s. I'm old enough, ready. And I think that says something for him because he could have just hung out in the 250s again. Yeah, yeah. you know, and, and he, he wanted to make that move. I, I think Mitch would have kept him, right? I mean, like. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah. yeah. Without a doubt, you know, and. I think he just he wanted to make that move and start you know yeah. kind of pr- progressing himself and get to the big boy class. Uh, Hill and Tedesco, bummer about those guys hurt and uh, and Partridge has has been up and down. And I was thinking about now obviously it's a it's a it's a motocross supercross is a dangerous sport, but is it just me or have you guys been hit hard with injuries like every year? Demuth before the season even started, Belos was riding with a jacked up ankle. I think uh, Troy Adams had problems. Hanny left your team halfway through. Um, and last year, Tedesco, again, injuries. Like, I was thinking about your team's history, short history, and it's like, am I right? Does um, it seem weird? You know what? I, I, I mean, I, I guess if you compare it to, like, Chad Reed or, you know, one of those guys who's yeah. a rock. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we've, we've kind of had our, you know, our shortcomings, but, I mean, look at Honda. Yeah. I mean, Honda over the years can't catch a break. Yeah. Well, you I'm know, thinking uh, that when you're away. You guys can't catch a – you, you know, I mean, I, I think we did catch a break because both, you know, both uh, Tedesco – I think uh, both, you know, both Tedesco and Hill, they got banged up, but thank God it was a short injury. Yeah. It's not a season ender. Yep. And, you know, both guys are going to be back and, you know, put in some good rides. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess I'm the type of guys like I'm, I take the punches and I'm used to it. I mean, yeah. I, I have a career riddled with injuries. <laughs> so it's like you got to take the good with the bad. And yeah. if, if there's any good in it, it's the fact that, you know, both guys aren't out for the season, especially, you know, I'm not, not especially, but, you know, with Hill, like it would have been a huge drag first start, yeah. first heat race. Yeah to be done for the season. Right. So they'll be back strong here in the next couple of weeks. And yeah. Yeah. So you, when are you, when are you thinking of getting back? I, I think uh, Hill's plan, um, as long as, you know, he's yeah. ready to go racing, we're not going to rush him, but uh, the plan is hopefully uh, Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And then I think Tedesco, if I'm not wrong, either St. Louis or Indy, somewhere in that yeah. neighborhood. Uh, I love catching up with you because you never know what you're up to and you never know what you're doing. You got a lot of stuff off the track away from the race team. What's up with you? What's going? What's what's new? What's exciting? Dude, grinding, uh, shooting commercials <laughs> or whatever, or doing yeah. this or. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, obviously, is uh, is my kid. Yeah. You know, the the wife and the kid. That's the that's the biggest kind of exciting change in my life, which yeah. has been so much fun. Right. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's been it's been a crazy year. I mean, it's been a good year for us. You know, I, a lot of my time is really focused on the Supercross team. I mean, even more more so, so than in the past. Yeah, yeah, just because I mean, with the growth, I don't think we really understood. The, the logics and how much the growth was going to be more work. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, I mean, and Kenny has just been yeah. like a savior. Uh, you get, know, that, get that drop. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and then, you know, and then with, as far as my clothing business goes, yeah. it's just, uh, you know, we did a huge deal this year with uh, JCPenney for yeah. distribution and that's a lot more work. Uh, and then, you know, I'm still trying to do the athlete thing. You know, I mean, I still ride two to three days a week and mm-hmm. I'm trying to gear up for due to our next games this summer. So I'm trying to balance that and, and then the cool thing is, like, with the Supercross team, like, with the partnerships that we started last year, yeah. we're now more in full steam with them. So doing a Dodge commercial, you know, that was yeah. pretty rad. And being able to – I just did, a, uh, a, a like, a, a webisode-based uh, commercial for JCPenney. So, yeah. like, you know, it's, it's cool to still be out there, still doing the thing. And then now I'm get also getting back into truck racing this year. So I'll be oh, doing, I'll yeah. be doing uh, five of the seven or eight Lucas series. Uh has other teams in the pits come up to you and seen if you could break them off a sponsor? <laughs> like I was just t- I was talking to, um, I was talking to uh, who was it? I think it was Forrest Butler or somebody, and they're just like, man, these guys are just pulling it in, like just lock lock tight now on board. Dodge to Quan. I mean, you and you got another semi this year. Your team has been nothing but growing and growing, and every team, just about every team, has been shrinking and shrinking. 
Well, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm sure Kenny's talked about it until he's blue in the face. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we work. B2B. We, yeah, B2B. We work equally hard off the bike and off yeah. the track as we do on the track because it's, you know, I, I think everyone's starting to understand it better now. But, you know, you, you have to produce for these guys. And it, and it can't just be trying to get a glimpse of a logo on a jersey yeah. or a helmet yeah. on the podium or a, a flash in a commercial. It's about, you know, we do a lot of viral stuff. We do a lot of our own marketing. We do... You know, we try to yeah. work really, really close with our sponsors, and that's what it takes. I mean, you go look at NASCAR. It's not about just trying to get your logo on the car going yeah. around a circle. It's about everything they do out of the car and, uh, and away from the racetrack and away from the race shop. Yeah, and, and everybody's been pumped. Everybody, everybody's been great, happy. man. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just every. You know, so far we have a great response from uh, you know Saquon being the new one and yeah. Loctite being the new one, and uh, you know, we, I think we got some pretty amazing irons in the fire for things we're already working on next year. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of funny. Like <laughs> we we show up to A one and. 9.30 in the morning at Anaheim 1, I got meetings for 13. Oh, yeah? You know, nice. so, yeah, which yeah. is good. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. got to hustle it. No, it's it's something else. Your team is just growing and growing. And uh, and I guess with that, uh, four guys and two trucks. And if anybody hasn't seen their spectacle at the pits, it's pretty good. It's a lot, right? It's pretty cool. Johnny Cash <laughs> tribute bands. Although I'm, a, I'm not a huge Johnny Cash fan. I have some stuff on, his, on my iPod, and I know about him. What, I, what happens if we had Sammy Hagar there doing an acoustic set? I mean, what would I do? I'd probably. Would you nut yourself? Yeah, I'd probably try to attack him on stage. <laughs> uh, uh, better Van Halen singer, Hagar or David Lee for you? Um, I, I think I think Van Halen is just not my bag in general. I'm not, I'm not a fan okay. either way. I, if I had to pick one, I'd have to go with Sammy because right. I, I became buddies with his family in, uh, down in Mexico. And Cabo? Yeah. Can I go with you when you're? Hanging out with him? Dude, you should see his setup in Cabo. Oh, I heard. Screw the music. His tequila is killing it. $100 million. Yeah, $100 million. Sold it, too. I read his, read, read his autobiography. That does not suck. He said, they came to him and said, uh, we want to buy it. And he said, uh, $100 million sounds good, just in his mind. And they were like, cool. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he probably should have got the evaluation right? for his probably short, I know. short scene uh, But the Johnny Cash band, his voice wasn't as deep as Johnny Cash's. Dude, nice. quit it. Jesus I'm Christ, just... it's a tribute band, dude. <laughs> Come yeah, on. It's hey, more what the was... visual. I mean, doesn't he he puts the yeah. he puts it on. What was Fell's reaction? Anybody know? You tell me. You talk to the guy. Yeah, but beforehand, did anybody know? Yeah, he knew. Okay. I I told like, well what happened was I went and got the rules for <laughs> I went and got the rules from I didn't have them printed out with me from the, the following year, but I did read last year's and it didn't say anything about it. So what I did was uh, I didn't went. Didn't say anything about Johnny Cash tribute bands. Yeah. <laughs> no, it didn't say anything about it, about any kind of music. And so yeah. I went in there. So I didn't. I've been straight up with Feld since day one, and <laughs> try to keep my relationship cool with them, day one from since we've been starting to do our activation. Because you know I don't want to go and have a sponsor or do yeah. something in the pits and have it shut down and and you know yeah, yeah. over promise and under deliver. Right. And so I went to them and I said, Hey Dave, listen. We're going to do this deal. We have a band playing. And he was like, a band? <laughs> he was like, well, what do you mean? And I said, well, we're going to do a band under our tent. He's like, what kind of band? And I said, it's a Johnny Cash cover band. And he's like, I love Johnny Cash. Text me before the first set. <laughs> so that's all you need to do is get a band that they like. Hey, listen, if Skull Candy can blast techno and drum and bass for 12 hours yeah. of the day, I no. think we can do a little bit of cash. Yeah, no, for sure. You're absolutely right. And even the Cowie guys are like, they asked me, what's going on over there? I'm like, oh, they got a Johnny Cash tribute band. And they're like, Ooh, Johnny Cash? Yeah. We right? like Johnny Cash. Boy stuff. <laughs> they're very excited about yeah, it. Those Cali, those Cali guys are really cool. <laughs> hey, you're, you're back on their track. We are? Yeah. 
As wise, okay, cool. Yeah, because uh, what's his, they, they went home, right? They, they went home. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I think we should have been back there if they didn't go home. After you know, get some results, well. you should be out there. Yeah, well. yeah. Hey, I mean, there's nothing to be too excited about a fifth. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, I agree. Uh, Damien's on the line. Damien, what's up? What's up? Hey, you got a question? What's going on? Yeah. Hey, what's up, Kenny? How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I, right. I never talked to you. I just talked to Mathis, so I want to say what's up. What's up to you, Carrie? Hey, how you doing? All right. Hey, um, I had a couple things. I know you guys were just talking about NASCAR, uh, and I know it's probably been brought up a time or two. We always look at NASCAR as the model and, and what we're kind of maybe, I say we, what they kind of are looking at for, for, you know, Supercross and Motocross. If I'm not mistaken, there is no factory teams in NASCAR, right? So is the H&H kind of model what it's going to be like to get Motocross and Supercross more closer to that NASCAR yeah. model? Well, I mean, I don't think it has anything to do with us. I mean, it's just it's just what ha what's happening. I mean, if you look at the early days of NASCAR, it was heavy on factories, much like how Supercross is, and then at a certain point, you can't maintain it. There's just not enough money to go around and keep teams going. And, I mean, the, the writing's on the wall. I mean, Yamaha already did it. They pulled out of having a factory team, and they allocate parts to, you know, two, three teams, or however many they have. And, you know, you, you see Honda already doing it. They've been doing it, and, you know, Cowie's doing it. So... I mean, it's, 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 it has nothing to do with us. It's just that the future of motocross racing in general is going to be just that. I think that the factories are going to allocate parts and budget to, you know, a handful of teams, and you go out and do your own deals because yeah. that's the only way there's any growth because the, the factories cannot maintain, especially the cost of racing now. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I think these guys kind of shot themselves in the foot in the years in the past because, you know, go back, you know, a handful of years ago, they're selling a title sponsorship for a million bucks, and it costs them $4 million to go racing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. how, how do you maintain that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you guys obviously didn't it's do your It's a lot of marketing. Right. Yeah, and then, and then how do you go back to that same sponsor two years later and be like, no, I need $2 million. Yeah. Well, I just paid you a million for the last two years. So, I mean, that's just, yeah. just, it's just the future of motocross. It's, it can't maintain I, itself. I think, too, those guys, and I know from being working at Yamaha, and I know sort of guys at Honda, I think they've done themselves a disservice in the fact that they're like, oh, the bike has to stay red. Yeah. we got to be Honda. We got to, you, you can have this small space. Yeah. Uh, Yamaha, like, when I was at Yamaha, apparently Boost Mobile, it was a Backers of Reed yep. came to came to Yamaha and said, "We want to buy your team." Nope. Yeah. Nope. And I just think guys like yourself and and, and the other teams in the pits, they're just yeah. All right, cool. We'll exactly. we'll do that and we'll do that. And you want a rear fender that's purple? Okay, we'll do that. Like the factory, I think they're just too rigid. They're yeah, just and too it's just it, it, you can't maintain, it, especially as bad as the economy is and bad as bike sales are and all the rest of it. It, yeah. it, it can't maintain itself. What's been the uh, reaction, Hart? Uh, to uh, have you had are other OEMs talk to you? Have they said, hey, we like what you're doing, keep us in mind? Um, uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think at one time or another, kind of everybody has come by. Yeah. You know, just, you know, if, nothing else, out. Yeah, if nothing else, just check it out or just be like, you know, you know, it's great what you're doing. It's, mm -hmm. you know, you're bring, I mean, you know, you, yeah. you're one of the few people bringing some out, outside sponsors uh, in. It's yeah. great for everything. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Honestly, f I think that we've kind of hit our ceiling as far as, I mean, not to say you, you, we have plenty of money, but we have money to go racing and yep. we have money to do what we can do. But until – we get that platform of a fact, a legitimate factory program with you know all yep. their support and their parts. We've hit a ceiling, so obviously that's the goal for next year. Yeah. All right, Damien. Thanks, man. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, question about a backflip. Imagine that. Ooh. Evan, what's up? Not much, guys. Marcus Watson. Hey, what's going on? Thanks for calling. Uh, you got a question for for Kerry? Yeah, um, Kerry. I've uh, always been a big fan, man. Uh, even. Remember you racing Supercross and stuff, and I'm like, "Wow, you got a good memory." <laughs> <laughs> I flash gear. Well, that was when I raced. Um, 
anyhow, uh, did you ever did you ever try another one? Did you get it down like Matt Scranton did? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, you know, after uh, you know, after kind of like all the hi the flip hype faded, you know, after uh, you know what is now due tour back then, Gravity Games and X Games and all that stuff. Like after it kind of settled in, um, yeah, you know, it, it got to a point where I was comfortable doing them and. You know, unfortunately enough, I had a good string of injuries, you know, which kind of started off with uh, back when I was doing Tony Hawk tour, the Boom Boom Huck Jam tour. And it, it, I mean, it pretty much sidelined me for a couple of years. And at that point, Remember, yeah. you know, it's just one of those things where I, I kind of got to a place where, you know, I have some pretty amazing sponsors always supported me and I stay busy off my bike, you know, so I, I try to play both sides of it. And, you know, and, I mean, now I'm in a point where dude, there's just no desire. I mean, the, the, the risk, right. the oh, risk is believe reward. Me, man. Believe me, I'd love to try one one day, but not unless I had a phone tip. Well, and, <laughs> uh, and the fact, I'll, just one more second. I wanted to ask about Mark Sinkmars. You guys were Mike close, Sinkmars, obviously. Yeah. And uh, I always heard he was a B rider. Was he a fast B rider? Was he? I mean, so, he looked he looked so fluid on the bike always. I don't, I don't know much about him on his race side. I mean, you know, he, he lived uh, in the high desert his whole life. Uh, you know, I know he grew up racing at Sunrise and all that kind of fun stuff. But uh, I, I don't really know. But I mean, yeah, but, I mean, he had awesome bike skills and he had like a super, you know, flowy style. and Jumped a house. Sure. Yeah. I mean, he and he was always not afraid to hit the big kicker. So, I mean, he was a great dude. And I mean, and more importantly, it just sucks that he passed. All right. Yeah. Thanks, no Evan. Doubt. No doubt. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Uh, and talking about backflips, um, Josh Hill. Yeah. Guy you know too. So let me ask you this then. A guy comes to you now, right now, and says, Hey, Kerry, I, I want to do speed and style or I want to do a back foot. What's, what's, the, what's the response? I, I mean, I've, <laughs> I've, honestly, I've, I've always stuck with the same response. It's like, I mean, first and foremost, I mean, for a lot of people, they, they come at me and it's like a local kid, you know, 16, hungry, wanting yeah. to get into the game. And it's like, look, it all starts with bike skill. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I didn't just jump into freestyle and especially like my generation of guys I mean we all came yeah. up racers so we had bike skill and it's just a natural progression thing and it's yeah. just one of those things where I'm, I'm not going to talk anybody out of something it's, I mean obviously if it's a 13 year old kid who just yeah. has a new motorcycle but I mean I'm, I'm not going to control what these guys are trying to do or like what their destiny is going to be but just try to do it by the safest means but necessary. a racer on your team a guy riding for you I mean like I'm trying to put it like, oh, hill, gotcha. like the hill uh, thing you know what? like how would that be <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think at a certain point, I mean, I think Hill's injury kind of put it on an even playing field. Like, yeah. you got to kind of choose your battle. I mean, either you're a racer, you're a freestyler. I mean, very few guys pull off both. Yeah. And uh, it's just, it's, well, I mean, really, what's the risk to reward? I mean, yeah. you know, it's it just sucks what happened to Hill, but if nothing else, it, it made him grow up and a little yeah. wiser. Kenny, you think you think Josh can come back to where he was? Yeah. And can you pull your mic closer? There. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Uh, and and uh, he'd just be killing it for you guys. Then you, you, I mean, that would. Be, I mean, I don't get know, back uh, there. I can't say oh. that he's going to be back where he needs to be, yeah. like in the next year or two. Yeah, yeah. But I think if he keeps working at it, it's, it's going to take a, mm -hmm. a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not. It's not going to be like a light switch. Yeah. He's going to definitely have to put his work in. But I, I think he has the drive and the determination to do it for sure. I mean, if if I didn't think that, it'd be stupid for him even to be on our team. Well, I mean, when he left, yes. Go ahead. My hand up. Yep. Go ahead. Question. You can ask any time. Yeah. Okay, well, I just I wasn't sure what the – Yeah, raise your hand, Moses. I wasn't yeah. sure what the protocol was. Uh, I don't know even what it is either. Yeah. Kenny's alluded to that in the future you guys might do the Nationals. Yeah. Um, any time frame or – I know that you guys get asset a lot. I'd uh, love to see you guys out there year-round. I mean, I mean, realistically, I think you're probably going to see us out there in the Nationals next year. Whoa. Because, I mean – I, I mean, like, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but yeah. if, you know, for us to, to <clears throat> like I said, keep progressing and to get, yeah. you know, a, another marquee rider – 
that person is going to want to do both. I mean, there's there's only a handful of guys out there that do, that yeah. do Supercross only deals. So we have to basically, or at least I have to prepare myself that if I'm able to get a Wilson or a Barsha or whoever that may be, yeah. I have to be prepared to go outdoor racing. Are we going to take four guys racing outdoor? I highly doubt it. Yeah. But it, we have to prepare ourselves for that, for that option. David Coombs just probably celebrated. Uh, I mean, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm hey. not vouching for that. Yeah. But if, if for us to go, keep progressing forward and, and keep progressing, you know, the riders and all that yeah. stuff, we're gonna have to do it. You at know some what? Point. The TV package is great. The internet, all the online package is great. Uh, Kenny and I argue about this all the time. Uh, as far as uh, the nationals, I, I mean, now Felda stepped it up this year. 13, I think, live races or 12 live races. So they've raised the bar again. But in 2011, the outdoor national package, TV package exposure was better than Supercross, you know, yeah. of course, but the expenses to go much higher. <clears throat> yeah. I'm, I, God, I, I hope I'm not going to piss people off <laughs> by saying this, but my personal, I think I have a pretty good opinion because I haven't, I haven't even been to a national probably since shortly after I quit racing them. And yeah. from a pure standby, you know, on the outside yeah. of the fence, like yeah. watching, I think that the tough sell is, is like, unless you're, a top three, top five guy, if you're lucky, and unless, like, no one sees you. Like, that's the only struggle. Like, right. they have to figure out some way. Like, when you're watching Supercross, for one, it's, like, up in your face and it's close. Like, you're seeing, like, all those close shots coming yeah. ripping through the turns, the rhythm sections. Uh -huh. So, I mean, obviously that, from a sponsor's perspective, you can see the logos on the bike and, you know, pay the right. bills. But they, they have to figure out some way to be able to spread the racing out because, like I said, what works for NASCAR is the fact that you know, they're a two-hour TV package, but you're able to, at one point or another, pretty much see every driver on yeah. that track. Driver? Uh, oh, NASCAR. Driver on NASCAR. Um, I, I don't know what the answer is, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. from yeah. that side, that's, that's why, like, I wouldn't even consider going racing outdoor unless we had a top five guy. Yeah. Huh? yeah. That's um, just the reality. Right. The, the Supercross guys, uh, how do you feel? And this is, I know we've always talked about this. And you're sort of on the cutting edge of this kind of stuff. And Watson has shared some experiences with you. Have they been easier to work with for you? Have they been what you wanted as far as uh, TV exposure and all that? It's just still the same old, same old kind of hitting your head against the wall. As far as the, the package you're saying? Yeah, and getting on there and getting exposure <coughs> for no, your guy. I think I mean, it's great because, yeah. like I said, I mean, being able to watch the races on television, you're able – like, they move around the pack. You're able to see different – like, there's yeah. always a battle ensuing. There's yeah. always something going on. Like, so they're able to move around the pack. Yeah. You know, like, in the comparison to the outdoor to Supercross, they're always in close yeah. quarters. You're getting those shots in the starts. They're able to move around the pack. You're able to see the last chance, worst-case scenario. Like, those, yeah. you know, those guys that – May not shine in the heat race. You're getting even the last chance. Yeah, they'll be in there. They're good about doing like you know some good rider profiles. You know, peppered right, in throughout right. the course of the year. Like that's 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 what I'm talking yeah, about. Like yeah. you know that even you know even like we've been there. Even if you don't have a, a top ten guy, you can still get some glimpses out there, yeah. and you still have an opportunity to be seen. And they use you. I think they. I mean, I think they should. Like I think. Totally. That's I why think I'm you're, there. Yeah, you're one of the biggest names we have. And I mean, that's why I go to to t 11, 12 races. Yeah. And I've noticed they drop your name. They talk about you, saying this is your team. And, and awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, and that's right. that. That's the missing piece they have to figure out for outdoor. Yeah. Because right now, just watching, you know, four maybe five guys yeah. do a, a you know twenty minute plus moto, right. it's just it's not it's not going to pay the bills for everybody beyond top five. Yeah. I've got an idea for exposure, uh, a sponsor exposure. Save it. Okay. Okay. You, you have, you, you Let me run it by heart. You're terrible with that. You Let me run it by shit. heart. Is it a game changer? You don't have – it's a game changer. You don't have an, uh, an energy drink sponsor. Nope. 
but you do have Bell Ray, which is huge for you guys. One of your main guys. Oh, here we go. Here we go. I know you're going with this. Yeah. And check this out, Hart. You're gonna love. What this you need idea. to do, Hart. I swear to you, if you do this, this will be. You, uh, just is take credit B2B? for it. It's B to B. Okay. <laughs> get Bell Ray to get you an empty bottle, brand new, of course. Don't drain the oil out. Brand new. Put water in it on the podium. They're drinking Super M. They're drinking filter oil. Just right there. The one of your guys. Probably a liability issue there. Dude, B to B. You know, there could be a little bit of B to B liability. Um, well, you know, I mean, look, here's the thing. I mean, it's wait. First, it's we brilliant. gotta get a guy to it's be brilliant. on the podium. You should bring that up to to uh, Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. Osterman. Magnum. Magnum. You mean? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. How about they just hold the bottle? Like no, Musk, drink out of it. Well, Muskwin holds his helmet. He's the only guy that does that. When Do you still the, think that Reed's not getting paid by Muscle Milk? Are you still standing by that? No, he is. I com- it got confirmed. <laughs> well, I didn't know. Like, I seen him wearing a hat now. And I'm Reed's, like, on the, Reed's got a Muscle Milk, and we brought it up, and Kenny's like, he's just doing that. And I'm like, there's no way he's just <laughs> he doing got, that. He's not that charitable. <laughs> uh, I was giving you him the benefit of the doubt. What do you think? Well, I Bell mean, Ray, empty bottle. Lucatus, freaking out. Well, but, but, but I think he's freaking out though. right now because you said his name fucking wrong. It's Lucatus, you dumbass. Well, but the other thing is so too is like I mean there's there's a pecking order with our sponsors. I mean if we're gonna do anything, it's gonna be uh, either a Dodger or Saquon squeeze bottle. Yeah, I guess. Bring that up to Reed. Reed's the one that that's that's yeah his they gotta title. be Reed's that, Bell Ray. That's, that's his, his title, title right? yeah. But now he's got muscle milk. I missed my window. God damn it. That would have totally made sense for Reed. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shit. Uh, hey, uh, no Grammys for you, by the way. No, no. This, no this is wifey's uh, off cycle. Like she knows she. she I mean, she. I mean, she knew she was up for an award, but like that stuff all works in cycles, you know. Like oh, like like album coming out, go to Grammy, yeah. like do the tour, minstrel, exactly. minstrel cycles. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you said that. Yeah, yeah good go job. Ahead. Maybe you should bring out a forklift comment again. Yeah. Oh. Did you hear about that? No, that no, was when she was pregnant. Oh, oh no. dude, don't her fans, tell me. The pig nation came down on Watson. Dude, they're gnarly. <laughs> Kenny the pink, knows the pink army. Kenny knows how gnarly they are. Uh, so really, like you just so like she like it seems like the celebrities everybody goes, but no, like no, yeah, like I mean it's just it's you're one, using it exactly. Yeah. I mean if you're in that mindset where you're promoting and you're touring and you're yeah. you're you know you're you're out pushing something, yeah, then that's that's you know, you that's go. yeah. Okay, um, Tony's on two. Tony's got a question for Hart. Tony, Tony Lessie. No, but we should get. Hey, what's up? This, hey, much respect, uh, Kenny, Kerry. Love what you guys are doing there. What about me? Uh, what about me? Yeah, I came down from uh, Portland this weekend to watch the Supercross and uh, picked up a couple of those H&H hats from the official merchandise there. So I hope nice. you get a piece of that action. <laughs> Very little. <laughs> yeah, that's what Watson, I Watson had a Carl's Jr. burger before the show. I think all that money is gone now. I was going to say a blow pop, but. Hey, dude, save yourself some dough next time. Just go to the website. You'll save yourself some money and get. <laughs> good job, cool. Watson. Oh, hey, good job, yeah. kid. Yeah, I'm just, just trying to show some support, you know. No, Dave, 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 Dave Prater is oh. hitting himself over the head right now. <laughs> Thank uh, you. Well, I was down there. I saw on the side of the freeway there was a Saquon billboard that had uh, they're giving away a Dodge car. Every yep. week yep. for the month of February. B2B. And uh, I was just wondering if that was you guys that put that together. Well, I mean, that, yeah, that's Kenny. You know, I mean, you know, I, I know Kenny throws the, the whole term B2B around a whole lot, but, uh, but that's, that's a reality. <laughs> I mean, that's what we, we kind of pride ourselves on is the fact that, you know, Kenny's able to, to connect our sponsors where they can work together, you know, and that's a perfect situation where, you know, Dodge's in the business of selling cars and Saquon is in the business of gaming and they they can work deals out together and that's something that probably would, ne- would never have happened without the supercross team so that's that's what keeps our contracts renewed yeah I mean, they're gonna give awesome, them man. they're gonna give them away anyways i mean they, they have their own promotions 
But, yeah. I mean, it, would, it just makes sense for them to, instead of going buying another brand, they just go out and buy the Dodgers, you know what I mean? So it just works out. Nice, man. Hey, I also noticed, uh, looking at your bikes in the pits, um, I was looking at the front brakes, and uh, Ivan's front brake and lever looked a little bit different from Josh's. I don't know if that's just because uh, Ivan hasn't been uh, running since you guys got new parts, or what's the deal on that? No, I'll, I'll explain that. We, we we use a different front brake, uh, the whole front brake. What you're seeing is Ivan runs the stock OEM lever, and Hanny runs the lever that comes with the brake system. It's a Brembo brake. So Ivan runs the whole system except for the lever, and then Hanny runs the whole system with the lever. Hanny didn't. We went back to the, the stock Brembo lever since we had a problem last week. He had an aftermarket front brake lever on there that we may, had made for just – the way he wanted it for the pull in the field, but we had a mechanical, so we went back to we know it works as stock, and stock is best for us, so we made some changes, and that's what you saw. Nice, okay. Yeah, I also saw Debo in the pit, so I hope you're keeping a good eye on those bikes there. Yeah. Michael oh, Clark, we, Michael yeah, Clark, we, Duncan, we Michael have Clark. much scarier people <laughs> hanging out in our pits than Debo. We have, we, have a real, we have a real Debo in our pit, not an actor. <laughs> yeah. All right, All right well, thanks, guys. Thanks, All man. Good. Um. Hey, let's uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, San Diego. Uh, Eli Tomac, that's a dude. What a swing! What place was he in? Third. Four, third. Yeah. Okay, you're in third. I think that that was a mental fart for him. He was in third. Okay, I know he wants to win every race yeah. and show his speed, but dude, you got to think, man. It's going into the break. I have a 23 point lead. Let me back it down a little bit and double through these things, and maybe something's gonna happen up front. If not, I get third tonight. Yeah. I lose what? Yeah, five, five points. Five points yeah. instead of twenty-three. Yeah. Well, it's just a rookie move. I mean, that's that's why they're in that class. It's yeah. To, to it's learn a those, learning. It's, it's a learning experience. I think he's all right though. It's going to be a good battle. I I was uh, really trying hard today uh, to think about if I've ever seen that kind of swing. And I, I can't remember. It's I, making I, it exciting, right? I mean, rather than have a runaway and have the yeah. season, I mean, it definitely makes it exciting and. I think it's good for Barsha to, I mean, uh, uh, Wilson to get some solid confidence yeah. and give him a run for his money. Do you think Feld went like this? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Big fist pump. Um, I know I talked to Dean after the race, and I said, hey, what's up? And he's like, you know, I'm a champion. And he started saying, <laughs> I'm slapping. But he's like, I started realizing I'm having more fun. And I'm having, uh, you know, I'm having a good time. I was doing whips in practice. I was doing. Uh, you, you see know, his, his moves? He trying to see grab or a heart attack? or something. Sick. I didn't see it. When was it? He Over the finish the, line. The victory lap. Oh, nice. Yeah. Was that was that hard approved or like totally. was, that, was that okay? Yeah, I back. I mean, Wilson. no, but the style was good and all yeah. that. I yeah. mean, he's a little stink bug, but you know, he, he, ain't, he ain't got no handles cut out. <laughs> right, right, right. Well, yeah. but he went through the same thing last year with nationals. Yeah, you know, yeah. he he ended up going staying at Reed's house. I think is what happened. Yep. And it changed up the the whole program, and he was having fun. I yeah. mean, that's 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 the perfect scenario with Hanny. He's having a good time. He's working hard. He's enjoying himself, and he wants to go win. Yeah, he that's wants what, to do his best. That's what I was just gonna say. Like, that's almost a Hanny program where he's just like. Yeah. I'm I'm getting I'm training I'm burning laps and it's like just wearing myself into the ground. And or that's how right? riders are. I mean, I I think a perfect right. example of that is Pastrana. Mm-hmm. I mean, dude, the kid was so bored racing motocross he left. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I mean, you, you have fun doing your job. It's gonna you're gonna be a lot more amped to get out of bed in the morning and you know I'll, I'll lace yeah. up the shoes and go for a run. Right, right. So you're saying uh, Hart next year maybe one of the big dogs, big guy. I mean, that's, who I knows? Mean, that, uh, look, going I, for it. That's the plan. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it, it, with yeah. the, our growth pattern and what we're trying to do. Yeah, I. I like, like I've made it perfectly clear to right. everybody that we work with. We're, I don't want to just be a, a dog and pony show in the pits. I want to go eventually still be a dog and pony show and win races. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know I want the best of both worlds. Yeah. So 
you know, yeah. without if you, you know, without assuming that we're going to do that. I mean, that's the plan. I mean, right. that's what we're working on now for 13 is to get enough budget, enough support to go get a marquee guy who can go do both series and try to win a championship. And, al and along with build with Hanson. Kenny, your uh, shoes may have to get dirty next summer. Oh, dude, he's going to be so Oh, bummed. dude, when he came to that last national league, because that was what well, well, Shugo was freaking out. He's looking at shoes, lo looking at puddles, like swamp ass. Not huh? happy. He watched the race in the tent. Dude, I'm I'm kind of there with you, dude. Like, I'm not, <laughs> dude, the idea of sweating my balls off at Troy and all yeah. the rest of that is yeah. not. Well, really no, you don't have to worry about Troy no more. That's how long Kerry's been doing national. They don't have Troy no more. Even better. Good. <laughs> you don't hey, have to worry about Troy. Do you think I could like we can renegotiate my deal where I am super cross only too? No. Damn it. Do you, do you feel like maybe you need to hire? Do you feel like Kenny's your man in the future? Like, do you want maybe hire Osterman or something, or is there anything? Yeah. Mustache ride? No, I'm good. I'm good with Watson. Okay. Dude, he tried to get my job. I told you that. I know. He called this guy. <laughs> good times. It's funny. And I like Hard Had Your Back. That's cool. Oh, yeah. Um, hey, let's talk about Moser real quick. Um, we got Hart in the studio, and we're going to talk about Moser. Let's, yeah, really let's, let's bring no, this. let's do it. Let's, 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 let's switch it up. So he, I'm, I'm I want to tell the story. I want to tell the story. No, I got lots more Hart for you, but I want to tell the story. Hey, quick question real quick before yeah. I forget. What about Tony Leslie? Since yeah. you're the super fan, what's up with Short? Did he get hurt? Um, yeah, his shoulder's bruised up. He had an MRI today. Hey, Moser. So how does that? So. How does that make you feel? This guy knows that you're a super fan. He knows who you are. I never I'm told pumped. him one. I'm pumped. So, but oh. is he? Is he not out? Uh, hopefully not. Are you pumped MRI enough to today. move your mic more to your mouth? There you go. Nobody, nobody gave me directions on this. Sorry. Uh, this is his. Okay, so he's Andrew Andrew Short super fan. He sort of knows the Short family in a creepily creepy wet manner. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday morning. Like a court ordered manner. Yeah. Saturday morning, his wife wakes him up out of dead sleep at five in the morning with a video on his phone from Shorty saying, hey, Moser, uh, hope you're having a good day. Uh, come on out to San Diego. I'll see you later. I'm going to be at San Diego. The wife, his wife, pregnant, by the way, nine months pregnant, bought him a ticket to San Diego, packed his clothes. Saturday wow. morning, woke him up, drove him to the airport. You know, he came in. I knew about it. We got him a pass. Then flew him here to Vegas, sit on the show. What a wife. Basically, wow. an amazing, amazing wife. And yeah. I don't have – I don't have – my wife doesn't do nothing like that. At nine way. months pregnant, the last thing my wife was going to do is put me on a plane to go anywhere. <laughs> right? Eight, eight months pregnant, but still pretty close. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Same yeah. deal. Yeah. It's yeah, all no, the same. I'm lucky guy. Yeah, but uh, MRI today. Shorty got an MRI today, so we're all we're waiting. needles to... waiting on the, let's, waiting let's, on the results. Let's see, see the importance right here. We went from his wife to Shorty. Shorty. Right, right back to Shorty. <laughs> <laughs> I said amazing She's wife. Cool, but the important I said amazing is. wife like three or four times. I've, I've been on my wife. Like, why doesn't she like get like one of my hockey guys? You know, he, Wayne Gretzky has a fantasy camp here in Vegas at the Bellagio. Why doesn't she like – Well, did you, have to, did you have to lace him up? Yeah. You get, the, you get two games with Wayne as your teammate, two games against Wayne. Do you think you can skate still? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very proficient on the blades. Um, uh, anyways, uh, you should get on that uh, that that Red Bull thing. The uh, have you have you seen that thing? Oh, where they're going down the yeah. Dude, that's gnarly. <laughs> no, that looks like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> then ice skates. Yeah. It's a. Uh, it's like a downhill. What, what do they call it? Yeah. Red Bull crush, challenge. Crush, crush ice. Or crush ice. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Dude, it's gnarly. Um, hey, what about Tony Leslie? You were gonna say something. Yes, you were. What was I gonna say? I don't know. We were just saying something about. Hey, do you know what you someone went, told me? What? Josh told me this. And I'll, I'll say it. I don't really give a shit. We need he to get said, Tony on the show. He said he came up to Josh Hansen on the track walk. And I've known Tony forever. And he, the whole, remember the whole time he was there, he goes, you're my friend. Yeah. You're my friend. What's going on? <laughs> so he told Josh this weekend, he goes, I got so much respect for you for admitting that you'd, what you did and you stood up for it. But I don't like Watson. I don't like Kenny. <laughs> wow. And then I'm like, wow. He said, and then who, who brought it over? Someone came over to me and said that Alessi 
that I backed in. Like he wanted to fight me behind the truck, and I backed down to him. <laughs> that he oh, kicked. God. No, that he kicked my ass behind the truck. That's why I can't see. You want to try to get Tony? <laughs> On? Bad. Whatever. Let it go. I, I, don't, I don't need no more mud thrown. I'm not, I'm not going to beat up on the kid. I mean, no. it's, yeah. just, oh, it's, just, it's just funny. It's just constant. Yeah. You know, like. Well, the, the, well Kenny had a good constant. point. It's Mike, and he's 24 years old, 25 years old. He's an adult. Right. Yeah. I told Mike that I talked to Mike this weekend. Mike was there on, when I was there Friday. He was yeah. there Friday when they were setting up the, the, their display or whatever JT was doing. He had to do something there. And he's sitting, and I walked by, and I didn't say nothing to him. And he looks at me, and he goes, hey, are we good? I'm like. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. I don't have a problem with you. Yeah. I said, I told your dad I didn't have a problem with you. And I told your dad, if you have a problem with with one of my guys, you need to come over, Mike. Grab your balls and come over <laughs> and talk to the guys. Yeah. Don't send your dad. This is not Ponca City no more. Yeah. I respect you guys. I've known you guys a long time. I could say that I've known you and you guys have been cool and we've always been cool. I go, how many people in this pits bought your little brother an iguana for his ninth birthday in a cage? I did. Okay? <laughs> That's love. Yeah. So hey, I I have nothing you know yeah. nothing bad to say about you, but dude, if you have a problem, come see it. And if you yeah. don't like, just like if I one of my like, everything, correct. But yeah, him Tony Tony just gets fired up, dude. He yeah. just gets he he goes. But the the thing is, though, if you're taking on that role as the team manager or whatever his title is, you have to be yeah. above that. You have to come over calmly, like yes. any other team manager right. would, do any other team manager, and talk about what happened and come up with a solution. Yeah. Not come over like a lunatic, <laughs> yelling and screaming about the universe, the and, yeah, yeah, yeah. about the universe yeah. and karma and all the rest of it. Right. No, I Did agree. you hear him when he yelled, "The universe is going to get you guys"? And, <laughs> and that was the same thing with with Magnum last year when he, uh, you know, just ran into your truck and started yelling. It's yeah. like, dude. But the great thing about that is, like, though, is like after you know the tempers calmed down, yeah. everyone threw high fives and it was fine. Yeah. But this isn't the end with those guys. It's yeah. going to happen again yeah, yeah, and yeah. again yeah. and again. It's highly entertaining, uh, though. Let's see if uh, David, you there? Yes, sir. Hey, you got a question for Kerry? Yeah, this is unrelated to motocross for a minute. I, just, I saw I saw him on speed driving the best uh, challenger, and as a, a more enthusiast, what do you have in your garage? You have any cars like that lined up? Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, I, I haven't got a challenger or charger yet. Um, I'm trying to decide which one I want to get, but I'm definitely going to get one. Uh, but yeah, I, I got a. 64 Cadillac, all custom done. I got a 49 Merc, all chopped, whole deal. I'm 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 really big into hot rods. I got a right. I got a 73 Dodge van. I'm getting ready to restore. Um, I'm more right into the hot rod stuff, but uh, and I've never been like a muscle car guy until I actually when I did that TV show. That right. actually the first thing I did as soon as I, I left film that show, I called Kenny and uh, told him to hit up Brian at Dodge and put in an order for me. Sweet. Yeah, it looked good, man. I was looking at it, checking you out. You were enjoying that ride. It was awesome. so fun. That was a great show. Tommy was a killer guy. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it's 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 pretty exciting to be affiliated with a company like Dodge. You what? know what's crazy? Right it's like I, I'm not, I've never been the muscle guy either, like having the hot rod. But those cars right. are so amazing. Like I'm not saying that because they're a sponsor. I would say that yeah. even if they weren't. Those cars, those SRT8s that they have. Are phenomenal. Right. Like, uh, if you've never go test drive one, you'll be blown away. Oh, so I've sick. never been in a production car where you could just pin it and smoke the tires. Oh. Um, yeah. I, um, I don't know which one, Challenger or um, Charger either. I don't know. They're both kind of cool. Yeah, I, I just. Like what's what's with, the with the kid? The four door is a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm. Yeah, but dude, are you telling me you don't have another four door car? I mean, come on. Yeah, but your wife's a. She's sold a few records. Yeah, but the thing is, though, is like, uh, you know, I gotta be able to take the family with me. You know? Yeah, I guess. Hey, you know what? You know what? Uh, I was thinking about. 
You know what would be the Supercross team, and this would be another perfect for a reality show. Perfect. Yeah. Right? No, 100%. You're trying? Or you, uh, you, people come to you? You know, or what? actually, uh, w- when, I was, when I was doing that show, uh, Test Drive, um, a bunch of the heads, because that's a pretty high-rated show for those guys on speed, and a bunch of the execs from speed were actually there. Mm-hmm. And um, I-, I was talking with them. I said, you, got, you guys got to come check out our program. I mean, yeah. we have the, the most colorful lineup of guys between Kenny and Mahoney yeah. and all the riders. Yeah. Yeah, and Mahoney, they're super amped on it because they don't, yeah. they don't have a whole lot of programming that – that, right. that backs up Supercross. Yeah. So uh, they were really, really psyched on it. But um, but an actual side note to that, I don't, I don't know if you heard about that whole YouTube thing that they just launched with Network A and everything. Yeah, you were saying something about that uh, to me at L.A. Dodger Stadium. Yeah, yeah uh, uh, basically YouTube just launched, like the easiest way to explain it is like sort of like a platform like how when cable TV first started. Yeah. And uh, so they launched that platform, and now we are they're actually having us produce television, you know, from – uh-oh. So uh, – yeah. Anyways, yeah. So that we're basically producing television for YouTube. So, uh, so be expecting to see like a lot of things with this, this year. Uh, Chad Reed's doing All his right. stuff. So, that kind of idea may be shifting more to YouTube. Uh, you know what? And that's kind of the way the things are going. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like mean, the, kids, just media yeah. in general. Kids right. are watching television off their computer. They're plugging their computer in the TV and watching whatever they want to watch on their time. It'd be a, it'd be a good idea. Uh, hey, Tony, you there? I am here. Hey, it's Mathis. Um, hey, Mathis, who's, who was that that was just talking right now? That, that guy is cool. Who that, is that? That's Kerry Hart. Kerry Hart. I like that guy. He's oh, he's, all right. Hey, Kenny was on the show saying that he's a little worried. He's known you forever. He bought an iguana for Mike or Jeff. And, uh, and he's just a little worried about, like, if you guys have some strained relations. Um, I can tell you this. I realized, strangely enough, that I like Josh Hansen more than I like Kenny Watson. So wow. I, uh, okay. That's you've come a long way. I came to, <laughs> I came to that. I came to that reality. Uh, uh, I right. woke up and go, dude. I'm thinking I like, I like Josh Hansen better than I like Kenny. And I, I even told Josh at the race this week. I told that's, him that. That's that I had that I had that reality. That's sad to hear, because you and Kenny go back a long way. We've had you on the show before. You guys have laughed yeah. and joked and told stories. Yeah, I like. Uh, I like that Josh was really honest about a lot of stuff. So. Like, that, that guy came really clean, and I, I like him, you know, for that. Um, cool. Okay. Well, Kerry, uh, uh, will you tell Watson, because you're the team owner, will uh, you tell Watson to not talk to Tony? Can we go around to that? To not talk? Yeah. Yeah, because their friendship's strained. So. I guess don't talk. <laughs> <laughs> he seems hurt. Tony, he seems hurt. He wears his emotions on his sleeve. Uh, who's that, Kenny? Yeah, Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I hate to I hate to have this friendship end like this, but uh, hey, uh, Mike in the heat race. Wow, rode great. Yeah. Too bad. So you need to do the same thing in the main event. We've had a bunch yeah. of good heat races. Yeah. Five of them, six of them actually, to be exact. And we've had six great heat races where we're either second or third, and we're running really fast speed. Uh huh. And then the main event comes, and we're back there racing in from the back kind of up a little ways right i right. just uh need to need to get the heat race to be like that in the main event It'll i mean you golden. you never want to you know you never want to say i guess this is a bad thing to say too bad about the red flag obviously guy was okay he got up he was dingy for a while and the red flag was the bummer for you guys that's all um you know it is what it is yeah, racing, yeah. you know right. and uh i mean it was it was good while it lasted for sure you mm-hmm. know i mean he was up there he was running a good speed he was I'm sure that, that he felt really confident after that, you know. Right, so, right. Uh, 
that was great. You know, good experience for him. I'm sure he like really loved it. Yeah, you know, he looks uh, he looks better on a Suzuki. He looks better on a Suzuki, more like his you know two years ago, Michael Lassie. I'd, I'd say in Supercross. Yeah, and I think he's enjoying himself, and he doesn't have any pressure, and you know, the mm-hmm. bike is fits him like a glove, and and it's, and it's constantly getting better. You know, we only have five months on that project right now. So. Right, right. We're, we're doing. I think we're doing good for the amount of time in, and and we're continuing to try to do better. You know. Yeah, yeah. So uh, you're happy with everything, uh, the way it's going so far, yeah, yeah, as good as it can be. I'm, I'm super happy with everything so far. It's like, uh, like better than I expected. You know, better than I expected. Okay. Sure. Well, cool, man. Uh, thanks for coming on with with uh, with short notice. Yeah. Hey, Tony. No it's, hey, it's Kenny. Why, why do you hate me now? What did I do? Kenny, you're not supposed to be talking to me right now. Did no. you remember what they just told you? <laughs> Tony, the fairy <laughs> did just order you to not talk. Tony, <laughs> grab. You're, you're under a directive. <laughs> Answer my question. Answer my question, else the universe will get you. Uh, no, no, it won't. I'm good. I haven't done anything for it to get me. I'm good. Okay. So, anyway, I'll talk to you at the race. We'll figure it out. Now, nah, save your breath. It's all See good. See you, Tony. <laughs> Thanks for the update. All right, Mathis. Talk to you after a yep. bit. See you, bud. Universe. <laughs> well, that didn't go as well as I thought it would. <laughs> I was hoping to, I was hoping to reconnect and repair. Why? I, I mean, I, I respect. You bought him it. an iguana. I mean, I, 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 I look, respect. you do go way back with him. I, I do, and I was the guy that used to push Mike and Jeff off the line at Paris when Tony was announcing. That's how long I go back. That's with That's what I'm saying. But I don't know why he's so mad at me. I don't, I don't really care. I really don't give a shit. Um, so well, he, I don't, I don't want to put you guys. Look in at that awkward. young fella. Oh, look at him. Look at that. Tim Ferry winning Daytona in front of family and friends. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know what? Th- this is so funny. Um, the way this industry works and in racing, everyone gets a little upset, and time passes, and yeah. things will be fine. Okay. But I've yeah. always, I've always respected Tony. I mean, dude, I could have said, you know, that whole deal, you know, went down with with Tedesco. I could have made a bunch of bullshit. Oh, the the cowie. Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I mean. Dude, I, I don't care. I mean, dude, right. Ivan's my guy, and, he, and Mike did that, and I could have been pissed, and I just said, hey, you know, whatever. I mean, I could understand if he, he's mad. I mean, mm-hmm. if he, he should have been mad at the end of that race when I was holding up the number one jersey, and I said, what do you guys think about this, the LSEs? You know? Uh, but, I, hey. I really thought that was going to go better. I thought they were going to make up. <laughs> it's all good. I got, dude, you know what? And, and you know what? He really, really, you know, that's his thing. Like, he makes jokes about it, but he really believes in that the karma and the universe and all that hey ironic hey the thing about tony is believe it or not i respect what he does mm-hmm. i mean i've known tony a long time he wants nothing but the best for his kids and he would cut off his arm and give it to his kid and i respect that 100 percent. but there's a line you have to draw right um when you're a kid like he's they're they're adults yeah. you need yeah. to chill no, out I think and, I, and i respect that but i i can understand why he was you know, he, not, he was a little angry and, yeah. and all that. Dude, if I went over to someone's truck and acted and screamed and yelled under that yeah. tent with this okay, guy right here. Okay, wait a minute. You, you, when you were working for Tyler Evans when you were managing Evans. Okay, that's, you, a, that's fucking seven years yeah, yeah, ago, yeah, dude. Okay. If I would do that in the position I'm in right now yeah, yeah. where I represent sponsors <laughs> right. and, and the brand. You know, one thing this guy always told me. He B2, goes, B2B? If, you, if you embarrass me or my company or you do something wrong, you will be gone. <laughs> you will be gone. Yeah, true. You will be gone. Yeah. So him doing that, yeah. I, I don't respect that, but I don't hate the guy. Right. I think he was wrong, and I didn't keep bringing it up and keep talking about it. I right. it, it is what it is. 
Um, and both of you guys are here, so I look like a kiss ass. But I 100% agree. Either A, as a manager, come there calmly and, res- yeah. and ask what's up, or B, he kind of did a rider. He kind of did know? come over there, like he was pissed off when he got there, mm-hmm. and I wasn't giving him the answers he wanted. Like yeah, he yeah. was coming to me as manager to manager, and I'm like, listen, Tony, go have, send Mike over here and let them talk. Yeah, because me going to talk to Josh about what what happened is going to do no good. Right. Josh needs to deal with the situation, yeah. and what Mike did in practice earlier, you know, it, it, it just got out of hand. Right. It just got way out of hand. Hey. And you know what? And like Kerry said, I would really like to say, hey, it's over and done with, and we're going to move forward. But I can promise you that there will be more issues with that guy. Just not with me, with other people. Yeah. And you know what? That's their that's their problem. Right. We right. I got my own issues to worry about with running a race. You team. know, uh, you know who looked at uh, Mike Ginobili's uh, heat in his house in Spokane? Right here. Right there. Thanks, guy. You should have oh, I shouldn't say that on the air? B2B. Oh. Hey, uh, real quickly, on the line with us, I wanted to check in with this guy. Uh, Justin Brayton is on the line. Brayton, what's up? Not much, man. Just uh, elevating my leg right now, did, hanging out. Did you guys see that crash? Anybody? It was dirty. I saw it. I saw it, on, I saw it live, and I saw it film. Well, I, saw, I saw it both, too. <laughs> Dude, I got, you all right? I got nothing to say <laughs> to this guy, but holy shit, you're gnarly for getting off the ground and going to ride. Uh, so much kudos yeah, to you, dude. Was, uh, it was bad, man. I, I could when I actually was laying there, like on the track. I mean, all of us have been there before. We know what a broken bone feels like. And I was just so many thoughts were going through my head. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm done and done for the year, done for the season. You know, bum for Honda. This is my chance. Like so many things, you know. Right. And then to go in the asterisk unit and to get X-rays and it not be broke was was crazy. And then take the you know concussion test and pass that, and then. Still at six o'clock, I didn't think I was racing. Like there was no way my leg was huge, and then like six fifteen or so, I'm like, I'm gonna get on the row machine and see, see how I feel. And next thing you know, I'm taping everything up and trying to go race. So it was crazy. What did you think? What did you think the problem was? Like when you were laying there, did you think you snapped your leg? Yeah, I thought for sure tib fib in my left leg, but it ended up just being my knee brace, the bottom of my knee brace, smashed into my leg so hard that it just it hurt that bad, and then it just tweak all around like the outside of my knee and like my left knee and leg is just it's huge right now it's literally double the size of my right one so trying to take care of that um yeah so uh well what i was going to ask was that section was gnarly that was dirty everybody i saw do it they were coming up short and if anything they were coming up short you over jumped Mm -hmm. it what what was the mistake made i mean besides obviously grabbing too much throttle but what happened to make you misjudge it so I did it, I think, second lap of practice, I did it. And um, I came up a little bit short, but it was – most people were going two and then step on, step off. And when mm-hmm. you go step on, step off, you'd go basically in the same line every time, and yep. it would roost away the takeoff of that. So when we would hit it, I hit it from the low side, and it was basically everything you have. That's why everyone was coming up short. Well, okay. I did that three or four times, and then start – like it was just basically wide open. You had to sit into it, and you'd land perfect. And then uh, – I came around one lap, and James was in the main line just kind of rolling, so I tripled out to the left, and then I hit where no one had hit, and it was like a fresh line. No one had step on, step off there, nothing, and it just sent me high and far and in the air. I was just like, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> That's the so, worst feeling, too, right? You're just in there. You're just like, oh, yeah. no. Um, yeah, I knew. I mean, at that point, you just try and stay calm, I guess, and try and stay limp, and you know you're going for a ride. So. Oh. That that section was big. Did any of your guys jump it? No. Kenny? No. no. <laughs> yeah. 
uh, the six, maybe five, six guys. I think that's yeah. about it. it uh, you know, and it was funny, Brayden. Uh, um, you know, I talked to Shorty about it, and he's like, "I don't think that's going to be the race line. You got to go too far outside." And and we timed it. No, no, I was talking to Chisholm, and we timed it, and it was only point two if you nailed it perfectly faster. But the guy can get you on the inside. Um, so yeah, yeah. I guess kudos again to you for taking that chance in practice. And, you know, you saw some guys do it, and you're like, hey, I can do it. And you matched it, and you did it, you know? But Yeah, yeah. It felt like it flowed pretty good if you could really get it right because right. the fight that inside was pretty tough all night. And um, But, yeah, you know, obviously in the race, nobody really did it. So Hey, how are you um, feeling? Like, uh, you know, you, you qualify decent, and then in the main event – Towards the end, you just started slowing down. Were you just starting to hurt really bad then, or what was going on? Yeah, yeah, my leg honestly was just—it was hurting and going through the loops every lap, and and uh, in my hand, the outside of my hand, I, I thought I had a little fracture in that too, like right. that boxer's fracture, but ended up not. Just pretty swollen and and banged up, you know. But um, mm-hmm. I was just so happy to be out there and and racing. But then afterwards, I'm like, man, I. You know, probably should have got fourth, but then I'm like, no, <laughs> right. you're just so glad. That, you know, be glad that you're even out here. So, yep. uh, but I was pumped for Hanny. That was cool, Watson. That was cool to get a yep. fifth. He rode good like, Actually, all night. So I didn't say it, but Hart's in the studio too. Hart's were here too. So, oh um, uh, yeah. yeah, I was pumped for him. You know what was really cool is me and Josh have been friends for a long time, and uh, in the tunnel when I was walking out for the heat, he was like, dude, I'm so glad to see you down here. And then for the parade lap of the main. We're rolling around, and he kind of, like, stops me on the one of the tabletops. He's like, seriously, JV, I'm pumped that you're out here right now. Like, oh, that's that was cool. pretty cool yeah. of, uh, of Hanson, you know. So, yeah, I mean, you guys are going to go bar to yeah, bar here. And, to be there. You know, in two minutes, you guys are going to go bar to bar and fight, you know, fight viciously. So that's yeah. really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Hey, and then we've all been there, too, where you got that injury, and then you take your boot off. And then it's just, that's yeah. it. That's it, right? <laughs> I mean. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was. It was pretty bad. I and mean, then on the way home is when it really set in. I got real nauseous, and I'm driving home with the windows down. And then actually when I got home, I started throwing up and just Jeez. everything was hitting. And then yesterday I was actually looking at photos online of me racing. I'm like, like how did I even race last night? This My leg's massive. I could barely walk. So it was cool that I went out there and got some points and, and – uh, got a decent finish. So. Well, I'll, I'll give it to you. I think you're the, the leader so far so far this year for the Hard Charger Award. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Well, the, the Brett Michael, whatever yeah. you want to call that thing. We'll have to ask Brett. But, but dude, I'm, I'm, I'm pumped yeah, that no, you're all right. You. Hey, did you go to any other doctors to get all checked out besides the, the medic thing? Did you go, are you all good? Did you go yeah. Check? Yeah, right. I just Perfect. went uh, this afternoon and saw Dr. Ryman, and I was super relieved. No, uh, no fractures or nothing, so um, – so racing this weekend? You're, you're in this yeah, weekend? Yeah, yeah. That's yep. the plan. That's the plan, yeah. Uh, no uh, no, uh, no riding this week probably, though. No, I doubt yeah. it. I mean, <laughs> I might need an extra large knee brace for the weekend from the CCI yeah. guys. So well, I'd have to get a customer for my left leg. But, yeah, the plan is to be there. Uh, well, hey, we just wanted to quickly check in. Thank you for taking the call. Uh, appreciate it. And you're gnarly. It was, it was a – was a, I, I wonder, has anybody seen the crash? Like on video, like fans and we, stuff. I, I, I don't yeah, know, but it. we, we have, we yeah. have your crash. I don't know if your guys probably have it too. We have yeah. it. It's, and it's, people yeah. are asking, like some of the media guys, other guys, and we're not gonna, like, I'm just like, dude, I can't give, you know. I'm oh, they gonna, wanted it. Yeah. <laughs> so they wanted to post it on YouTube, but I'm like, nah, that ain't cool. <laughs> yeah, that's not cool. Pookie yeah. has yeah. it on her. Pookie has an <laughs> iPhone. Yeah, we have it. I, I haven't watched it yet. They wouldn't let me watch it on Saturday, so I have to watch it next 
Yeah. A couple days. It, well, the, 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 the section you're jumping was sick, and then the, the crash was sicker and sick. <laughs> so, uh, well, hey, thanks, man. Please. Thanks for taking the call, and good luck uh, with everything. Good. And, uh, yeah, like I said, you're gnarly for sure. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Good night. Thanks See for the call. Um, should we break our news a little bit about what's happening in two weeks? Or should we go to commercial? We need Hart's advice. I need Hart's advice. Good. All right. I don't know if Kenny probably hasn't told you this isn't that important, but we, we're shooting a pilot for this show in two weeks. Three guys, five cameras are coming up here. We're going to shoot a, a pilot for a possible pickup of a, of a, on a TV network. Nice. On a direct TV channel that this company has. I don't want to spill the beans. My, in my intense negotiations resulted in us getting no money for the pilot. <laughs> yeah, look, that, that, that's usually how it works. Does it? Yeah. Okay, so I thought, I always read like you got a lot of money for pilots. No, that may, maybe like okay. on NBC. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this isn't NBC. No. Okay, in case you're wondering. Yeah. Uh, uh, and then you're going to shoot the pilot. We're going we're gonna to set up some cameras and we're going to have to remake the studio a little bit here. And then they're going to hopefully pick it up in a, in a, in a 45-minute show, so an hour, an hour block. We need to talk how much. They need to like how much do you want? And I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean, shoot I mean, high. At least Russ tell, figures. Tell, tell me about hundred grand an episode. They're they're, they're yeah, say yeah yes and, work, no, and, and work and work down from down. there. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot yourself yeah. in the foot. What do you think, Watson? Yeah, let's let's see if they even like it. I I, I say you really kind of do it up for them. Like I, I think you should like like let the dogs out. Like, let the dogs be up <laughs> in here and maybe call some friends. Have them bring some animals over and just like the ark. Of, we'll yeah. call it the ark. <laughs> you got the ark. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of Pulp MX, it's the Ark. Okay. Well, I just want I mean, if this thing hits, he could be gone. He'll be gone. He won't be he, gone. <laughs> that sounds very confident. Uh, hey, how about him, though, at the races from the show, taking photos and stuff? Oh, gee. He's Someone a, said he's that he, they, they, they called him out of the lounge, and he was like, check me out, Hart. Got to go. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a big deal now. Hey. I mean, well, I mean, he was on Real World. That's a good point. Yeah. And two he was good on Real World, too. Two episodes. Um. 26 minutes in the first one, if you guys want to go look at it. 34 <laughs> no. on the second. Jeez, Hart, you're as bad as him with I'm the microphone. I'm an issue with these damn things. It's the first time he's wore one. Yeah, he's never, yeah, never yeah. done it. Um, so anyway, so yeah, you can tell Ellis, your buddy Ellis, mm-hmm. to suck it. We're shooting a pilot. Nice. Um, anybody else, too? You okay. Wanna, yeah. So um, anyways, with that, let's hey, take Mathis, a look. Hey, Mathis, before we end this yeah. conversation, don't get your hopes up. It's a pilot. You know how many pilots we've shot and we're, we still don't have shit? What do you well, mean? You shot pilots? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing's happened? For TV shows. Well, it just has to be the right deal. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Is they like, came to us, though. Yeah, but out of desperation, don't just jump on a grenade. I mean, make sure yeah. it's the right deal for you. I mean, we, we shot other pilots where someone's like, this one guy who did the Osborne show, he did all this stuff. He goes, I have people. It's a production company. Well, this is the network that's coming to us. It's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But we've had people like who came and shot the pilot and then <laughs> right. try to go sell it to a network. Or they come and do a deal, like, yes, we want to do this. They come spend the time, shoot the pilot, and they're like, well, we like this, this, and this, but we, we want it to be more, like, over here. And it's like, well, that's not what we're saying. Yeah, we're trying, to, they're so trying to change, right. they're trying to change our gotta, format. You two should have a serious sit-down between the two of you and come yeah, up sure with a game really, plan. I'm sure that'll work. First, before you <laughs> get someone gabbing in your ear telling yeah. you everything. But we're going to have to change it, and it's going to have a – Girl hug co-host and like all the rest of it. So. Well, there already was talk. You know, his his nickname is Tits Legendary. Mm-hmm. That's his Twitter handle. Mm-hmm. It may be Boobs Legendary. There already compromising. Oh dear. Well, I'll hey, just go you, with producer. You Pete. might just want to make sure that they don't keep the tits and get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> so hey, you know, that's a deal breaker. <laughs> you know, right Hart. Uh, Mahoney had this great idea for me about the show. 
that I brought in one of his friends that's uh, an entertainer in town here. <laughs> and we brought her in studio, and oh she got Berlut was in, and she took her top off, and it was really cool. And they asked her about racing, and she didn't know anything about racing, and that was the no, glory of it. No, and then what did she say her favorite mountain was? Mount Pullout? Mount Pullout. Yeah, Mount yeah, Pullout. Yeah, yeah. Classic. <laughs> on Mount Pullout. That show went downhill quickly. Girl, and girl she, you want to take home to mama. And she left her sweater here, and I was trying to give it away to a fan, and nobody would take it. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> hey, and with that, let's take our first commercial break of the night. Uh, the Pulp Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. X-Brand Goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets, Works Connection. Vivid Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing, Figure and Underwear. All of you will be remembered when we shoot our pilot and we go big. Don't worry. You're all on board. We're going to come back with Forrest Butler, Michael Lieb, and uh, probably JT at some point, and uh, we got Moser. So thanks, everybody. See you in a little bit. This is Jackie Wilson, mother of Monster Pro Circuits, Dean Wilson, and are you all listening to the Popa Mix Show? And remember, if it's not Scottish, it's crap. Thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis and Kenny Watson. Keep in mind, this show will inform you, enlighten you, and will enrage you all at the same time. Please take precautions. Hey, race fans, thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented by BTOsports.com. We here at BTOsports.com want you to remember that BTO Sports is the world leader in aftermarket parts, gear, clothing, and accessories for all things motor. And BTO offers free shipping on all orders within the continental U.S. that are $85 or greater. And free shipping on international shipments over $7.99. BTO Sports stands behind the sport to the fullest by supporting riders from amateurs all the way up to the BTO Sports Suzuki professional race team. BTO supports the moto lifestyle because the moto community supports BTO. With great customer service, all the products you want and need, there's no reason to be going anywhere else but BTOsports.com for the best service, pricing, and after-purchase care in the industry. Remember, you can save on your order by typing into the code MATHES, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-S, before you check out for great savings. So take your Pulp MX coupon code and head over to BTOsports.com now for all your motocross shopping needs. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lansom in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dionese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. 
For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight, and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose for racing. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company, and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at facebook.com slash flyracing or twitter.com slash flyracingusa. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog, anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. 
Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Van Halen with Sammy Hagar coming at you. Fifty-one uh, fifty. Coming at you. Fucking gay. And, and hey, and it just figures that Hart, besides being married to like a rock star, besides being a race team owner, guess what else he has to just drive into me? Yeah, I hung out with Sammy Cabawabo. Just, <laughs> just could it be any more like jealousy? Just ah, oh. never mind all the other stuff. Hagar. Hey, you know, Hart, Hart's you in like town. some random shit. Hagar, hockey. You don't even know what I got to deal with here, bud. Hey, speaking of, of music, you know yeah. Hart's in town for Magic. Magic uh, clothing show, show yeah. Okay. And you know what's going on at the Hard Rock, right? For, for they, they're playing the, like, for the last month. Crew. Dude, he's a big fan of Molly Crew. Yeah. He loves Molly Crew. Really? Like, I don't know. care for those guys. Wow. If you didn't like Halen, you might not like I'm not a big crew guy either, but... Mm-hmm. They're doing 14 shows or something. Is that a cash grab or what? Like, oh, uh, I saw Vince. I saw them on TV on Palladium Channel, whatever. His voice done. Palladium he's done. Palladium is that channel? No, it's a rock. It's, it's music not channel. called Palladium. It's what's called, it called what's it called, Mosh? Are you talking about Fuse or whatever? No, no. no, no, it, no what's no. that channel called where they show concerts and shit on TV? Dude, I don't even have cable. I have rabbit ears. He's rabbit ears. <laughs> rabbit ears. Wow. I'm not even shitting you. It's called Just like it proper. Real. It's not. It's not. Okay. No, it's Palladium. Someone help me. Pookie it's, or it's somebody. Not in the... It's not Palladium. I will bet you anything you want to bet. Let's. Hey, talking about betting, Kenny, you're betting your life on this contest we're doing. What contest? This eBay auction. Let's oh, talk boy. about it. I was getting. You talked about it last week on the show, and. I said to you, call me after the show. You never did. And I'm like, I guess he just made that up. I don't know. No, it's but, not made up. But I'm down. besides getting $1,500 for Ryan Morris mm-hmm. on the Pulp Good job on that. Good job. That was a team effort. That was a team effort. I, I went and got everything done, and you did the eBay stuff. That was cool. And I I'm hope, shipping it. And he, Moser's mom won it. That's, congratulations. She outbidded so, everybody. Hey, let me ask you a question. Me or Moser? No, you. Because he's not the one with the money. When's he getting that money? Uh, I talked to Anita Button today. Uh-huh. And as soon as I get it. I can write it. I gotta send a check to the Road to Recovery. Whoa, that whoa, is... whoa, you already got paid. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, I mean from eBay to my account. Why? Why is it going Road to Recovery? Why can't we just send it right? That's to what him? Morris has requested. I talked to Hannah, so that's what she said to do. Okay. And also too it's helps out Moses' mom for taxes. Yeah. yeah, helps out Moses' mom. Yeah, for perfect. Taxes. All right, cool, cool. I mean Road to Recovery. Is huge. It's called just... Palladia, not Palladium. Okay. Palladia. I was pretty fucking close. <clears throat> I don't even think it's called Palladia. That's what guy on Twitter just said. Let's talk about the reliable this. source there. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the yeah. 
this contest you wanted, this eBay auction. Once okay. more. And let's ask Hart. Did Hart verify this? Is it? I don't know. You're going to have to ask him. But let me let me explain what the yeah. contest is yeah. and all the ins and outs. All okay. Right. B2B. It's, it's going to go down. And um, what we're going to do, it's going to go on to um, – what's it going to go on, Steve? <laughs> on eBay. We're going to put it on eBay. Correct. <laughs> I was just seeing if you're in the game right now because you're, you're picking your nose. I right. don't know. We're going to put it on eBay, and we're going to start the auction at 500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And um, the winner, the, the one, one person, the one, it's a one person deal. And what's 18 it? and over, <laughs> or 21 and over. 21 and over. Yeah. And they're yeah, going to have to. Good for heart. They have to live in. They have to live. stuff that we wouldn't have got. <laughs> yeah. They have to live in North America. A 12 year old wins it. Awesome. They have to live in North America. Whoa. Canada does not count. So Alaska's cool. Okay, hold on a second. You should just say the United States. North America, Canada is part of America. Okay, United States of America. Okay. That includes Alaska? And what we're going to do is we're going to fly one person out to Seattle on Thursday before the race. Um, We're going to hook them up with all their H&H team clothes, just like all the mechanics and truck driver, myself, carrier, what everybody wears. They're going to be appointed a position for the week. Um... With the with the truck driver, so they're going to be there for the setup of the truck. Yeah. Um, the yelling by Kenny at the at B Rabbit. No, because I'm not there when they set up. Oh yeah. So I have someone else there to yell at Rabbit. So they're going to be there for the setup, yeah. the whole bit on Friday. Saturday they're going to come to the race. They're going to tail the driver the whole day when he goes to film, when he cooks, when he cleans. You know, picking up empty garbage cans, whatever it's going to take. That's what their their yeah. duty is going to be. And then after the race, they're going to help tear down. Pack the truck back up, and then the truck is going to drive to Salt Lake City. When they go to Salt Lake City, they're going to go in the truck with the driver. Um, we have two trucks, so maybe you might split it up. I think you might need to split it up because if you just went with, with Brian, it would be a problem. You'd probably die of cigarette smoke, so you have to go to the second guy. Let him smoke in the truck? Uh, it's his truck, bro. He, 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 he cleans it, and we – if. Whatever, yeah. We're gonna truck driver. Is Forrest Butler is gonna come on? Are we gonna we're, we're gonna we're okay with that? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Hey, you ever get in a tight spot? I got my CDL. Just remember. That. All right, perfect. If I'm in a jam, <laughs> I might hit you up. So, anyways, they're yep. gonna go to Salt Lake City. They're gonna be there when the mechanics show up to rebuild their bikes. They're gonna help the mechanics. You know, if they need extra Simple Green or Mr. Clean or whatever they gotta Loctite, do. Bell Ray. B to B. Loctite. Yeah. Bell Ray. They need to drive the Dodge Challenger to the supermarket with the driver. The charger to the supermarket. Oh, that goes in the truck? Goes in the truck. Oh, I didn't know that. I yes, thought that sir. was just a, a... Nope. It's not a prop. It's a used. It's no, our it's pit vehicle. I thought you brought it along or something. So, California stuff. And then after the weekend, um, they're going to fly back to wherever they live on that following Sunday. So I think it's a pretty good package. Um, uh, everything will be taken care of. They can just show up um, and wow. uh, we'll give them... <clears throat> I'll, I'll pay them like a per diem like we pay the guys. Wait, let me get this week. straight. So people are going <laughs> to pay to go to work? Yeah. That's awesome. It's for the experience. Dude, can we can we get, can we do like uh, <laughs> Every a season week. long? Do this more often. Can we yeah, do like it, a season long. And if it works out, we'll we'll do a season long deal. Where the, isn't that a crazy sight? Seeing him work on the bike. Focus, focus. Thank you. Oh, this is awesome. He kicks it here in a second. Oh God. Um, He's trying to bend his forks back. Subframe. Michael Rocco Sr. working subframe, on the bike. Subframe, watch him kick it. It's, it's Anyways, right focus. Back to this contest. <laughs> Was he <laughs> kicking though. the subframe? Yeah, oh, yeah. This is, this is great radio, by the way. Yeah, no That's why we need this. the video. That's hey, why Hart, we need so the... this contest, you're down with us? This is cool? As long as... Uh, all proceeds go to Ryan Morris? Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. As long as there's 
waiver signed and liability and all yeah. that stuff. Sure. It sounds like an awesome. I guarantee you. No, it'd be super. Fun. People are gonna be all over it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and the thing is, is like we're not keeping the money. It's going to Road to Recovery right. to help Ryan and. We don't know, need the money after this pilot is shot. Yeah, guy. I Tits, doubt it. Your life is gonna change. Gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah, buddy. Yeah, he he might be on the chopping and they'll, they'll, <laughs> yeah, they'll keep yeah, the tits. And it's, <laughs> oh come so, on. <laughs> so getting back to the contest, um, it's gonna we'll, we'll get gonna it up put here. it up tomorrow or the next day. Okay. Yep. So um, yeah. So good luck to everyone, and I would I think it'd be super cool, <clears> um, <throat> to help a downrider, you and, know. And we'll have the winner on the show afterwards to tell us about his experiences and, and yeah, all maybe yeah. we yeah. might maybe we might switch your flight to. Uh, oh, is that factory? Oh, come yeah. On. Sorry. Maybe we might switch uh, switch their flight. They'll fly down here. Getting close to the stop button. Okay. Steve, yeah. maybe we'll we'll do the deal where they hop in the truck and they drive from Seattle or Salt Lake Salt to Lake, here, yeah. and they do the show Monday, and, and we'll we fly, fly them back out on, of Tuesday, Vegas. Yeah. on Tuesday. Put them up in a hotel or something? Yeah, that would be perfect. All right. Yeah. They'll come here. Cool. They'll fly home before the final. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah, you did a great job. Dude, Thanks for everything. Did you guys yeah. just see that dog pisser over the finish line? <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> what happened? Dude, he did Gary, that. stop. He's going to make me turn it off. Ah. <laughs> uh, uh, that was Antonez, when too. We, when we have this on TV, we get a lot of Twitter complaints and chat room complaints about that. I will that. turn it off. Um, I like it. Leave it on. <laughs> hey, Hart, let's, 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 uh, good, good job on that, and we're going to get that up. Um, X Games. Yeah. Wait, do you really mean it, though? What? Good job. Yeah, good job. That means a lot, Steve. And this cooler, you did 75% of the work for this cooler. And that's good. And Free Gun Underwear stepped up. Thanks, Free Gun Underwear. That's a pretty good. Uh, Can we believe we got $1,500 for a freaking cooler? Pretty good percentage. It's crazy because one of my friends was like telling me, dude, I want to wrap, I want to buy a bunch of those coolers and wrap them like UNLV and go sell them at the football game for like 200 bucks. I'm like, dude, you'd, you wouldn't even get 10 feet out of the parking lot before you'd get arrested. Yeah. Uh, the guy who got well, second. Who do you think came up with that idea? Mahoney. Hey. <laughs> the guy it. who got second uh, behind Moser's mom. Uh, said he would take it. If the back buyer backs out, he wants one. He'll take it. He'll oh, how about, how about I do this? How about um, get the guy's information and we'll sell him another one? All right. So that way we could raise more money. Okay. Um, uh, X Games. Yeah. Kenny and I argued about this last year viciously to the point where he, I thought he was going to hit me. Is it over? Is it jump the shark? Is it, is it still viable? Is it still? The event? Yeah. Like, I mean, obviously it's got huge numbers and stuff, but. What do you think about uh, as far as just as an event? Is it well? You were talking about it as racing. Like well, the supercross, supercross part racing. of it that they don't they no longer have, but uh-huh. but overall, what do you think of it? I mean, is it? Uh, I mean, it's not going anywhere. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, from, am I crazy then? Stupid idea. Stupid to say that it's. I mean, it's just it's. I think it's definitely a different fan from a supercross motocross fan to yeah. X Games. I mean, that's just the difference. Right. Um, I would definitely. I mean. Let me first start by saying it's great that you know ESPN puts that kind of backing and money into an event like mm-hmm. that because uh, over the years events are getting s- smaller and fewer. Mm-hmm. So I mean it's great that it's still there along with Dutour, but uh, I mean yeah I, I think that it's important for all of us to have and I think it's just a different it's a different spectator you know yeah. I mean the only thing I, I wish that they could do is as far as the freestyle aspect goes is go back to the old style courses bigger you know right. a little bit more extravagant courses so that way. The riders can evolve with the courses, much like how BMX has and skate and all the rest of it. I feel like they're they're they they got prominent because of motocross and supercross and freestyle MX, mm-hmm. and now I feel like they're cutting it and they're making it less and less about other guys. Other than like it's basically whatever Travis wants to do, 
Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm, I'm like, that's not – I don't think that's right. And then it's kind of like <clears throat> they focus on two or three guys, and you're probably one of the guys. I didn't even see speed and style last year, to be honest. But um, it's like – I feel like they're just using the community. We made them big, the motorcycle community, and now they're kind of like, eh. Now let me get something straight. There's more people that ride skateboards in America than motorcycles. No, I know for sure, but and that's what it is. It's action sports, and it's just not moto. There's way supermoto's cut, supercross cut. Yeah, it doesn't What's matter. Before before X Games were going on, before there was supermoto. I know. There was X Games were going on before there was racing. I mean, it. I, yeah. I I think they definitely try things, and you know, I, I think they. I think the grand scheme of things is they, they try things and they stick with what they can do best. Yeah. I mean, I think we can all agree that they didn't do the best job with Supercross. Right. Um, and you know what? And honestly, like, I, I will have ESPN's back on this. It does not help when teams won't let racers go do the event. Yep. doesn't help. Yeah. So, uh, but, you know, by my checkbook, I'm not going to write a massive check to go build a Supercross track and have, you know, one-fifth of the field show up. Right. So, right. I mean, you got, you got to kind of be careful on that aspect of, like, you know, you, you – you know, you, you dig your hole, you got to lie in it. If, if the, if the industry is not supporting it, then w why have it? I mean, that's one side of the coin. I mean, the other side is, is yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's all about, for those guys, it's about putting on a thorough event for the right cost, for the right space that they have to work with, and, that, and that's what they're doing. And from what I've heard, they're going to do some uh, revamps with X Games moving forward. It's not my place to say what they're doing, but I heard they're going to do some revamps, and maybe, you know, it, it may or may not stay in L.A., but... I'm just glad that they're doing it because, like I said, over the years, so many events have come and gone and faded out. It's it's just good that they're still there because, you know, freestyle guys depend on it. You know, Mason and Twitch and all those guys, they depend is, is on Is it still a big games. deal? Is it still a big deal? I mean, it is. I mean, you look at any of those guys' contracts. I mean, it's it's a it's a pressure cooker if they're going to get that invite. I mean, I, I wish that from the riders' perspective, I wish they would do a, a qualifying system rather than just invite 10 guys. That's I don't, what they I don't used think to do, right? Yeah, I don't they think that's serious. I don't think that's entirely fair. I think they should open it up or at least do a 20-man invite and run prelims so you actually get the best guys. It's not just a popularity contest. I mean, I'll be the first one to admit I've I've been on the, the receiving end of that popularity contest, and it's, it's, it's allowed me to get in the events in the past, but I, I don't think it's necessarily fair. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful right, that I'm right. able to do it, but you know, I think what's fair is fair is I think they should be able to open, open it back up so they do get the best guys or let, at least give you know that top 20 or that top 40 person an invite to, to to qualify for it yeah i agree i mean uh, especially for the you know the moto thing it's kind of hard for supercross because they don't have that many people but i think for supermoto it was a really really good event it was a platform for that series oh completely i, th I think you know like i said to their defense i think it was a really hard event to to produce for i sure. mean you think about the setup and everything that goes into it and all the K-rails and, you know, camera angles. I mean, I think it was just a hard event, an expensive event to produce, and I, I wish it didn't go away. I had a blast doing Supermoto. I think, I, uh, but I think that's, that, that goes to show with the whole sport. I mean, you know, what, what did AMA do to keep it around? Best trick. It's gotten a little bit scary. I think, what do you think, Kerry? I, I agree. Um, you know, I, I think the one, you know, and I'm, I might get beat up by, you know, fellow riders, but... The, I actually had this conversation with a couple of BMX guys that I sponsor uh, on the way up, on the drive up today. And I think where the best trick aspect hurts the sport is, you know, from from the fan perspective, they can sit there and watch and see, you know, I mean, I don't even think double flips are a good example now, but it's like that front flip, front flip 360 or like all these kind of crazy, like off the back variations that you can only do in a best trick scenario. You're not going to see, I mean, well, I don't want to dig myself a hole and say you're not going to, but I highly doubt you're going to see 
Bilko at the X Fighters go out and do a double flip, a 360 front flip, you know, and all this other kind of crazy stuff that's going down because it's it's not in a situation where you can do that. And I think it's also not necessarily fair for a guy to spend three months in a foam pit and submit a YouTube video and get put on a platform to come out and ride on, you know, on national television in front of everybody. I, I think it's, I think that needs to be reevaluated. You know, maybe it needs, not to say it needs to go away, but maybe it's a four pack. Maybe it's two jumps in a row, like the old days of BMX, where it's your best two tricks. So, you know, you got to stomp too. It's not just roll the dice and see if I can do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, well, I just don't want to see any more events go away. That's my point. There's, there's been too many events cut over the years, and some things made it and some things didn't, and I would just hate for it to go away because, you know, freestyle motocross, it's dependent on it. There's no more series in America. There's no more uh, events to be able to do that. I mean, the only thing that I see that's really on a platform is Nuclear Cowboys and X Games and Dutour. So it's, you know, it'd be a bum out to have that go away. Uh, yeah, we're just working on uh, Drop the Show here, so I'm working on that. You guys keep talking. Nope. Let's drop it. Let's get out of your heart. It's over. <laughs> so was it? It's not a show without you, huh, Kenny? <laughs> so what? A year or two ago, you went on tour with uh, your wife over in Europe, Australia. Australia. Yeah. And then I saw you. I think you took a like a Harley with you or some sort of street bike, and you got to ride around. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was Europe. Yeah, that that was just more like a fun trip. You know, I, I tried to go out with her on tour for a block, and she's she's a an avid motorcycle rider. She's got a probably nice dirt home that she rides. So th yeah, that that was super fun. But actually, uh. The year before that, when she was touring Australia, we actually set up something pretty cool in Australia where basically she, you know, she plays at all the biggest stadiums around the world. And, um, you know, I wanted to be able to go spend time on the road with her, but I also I had to kind of be productive on my side. I couldn't just, you know, disappear for four months and go on tour with my wife at that point. So what we did was we actually got together with some of my, uh, some of my sponsors and did – so the easiest way to explain it is she plays in a stadium. Her show, you know, doors are at 5 o'clock, opening bangs go on, she closes, you know, high five, the show's over with. What we did was uh, we, I teamed up with some uh, Aussie freestyle motocross riders, uh, a couple of drift car drivers, a couple of stunt bike guys, BMX guys, and mini moto freestyle guys. And we did a free to the public in the parking lot of the stadium from noon until 4. It was a free to the public uh, freestyle motocross show. And we did this super cool you know, kind of choreographed freestyle show. And, you know, we were, I mean, you know, understandably it was free, but we were on a low side, we had around 9,000 people. On the high side, we had, you know, 15,000, 16,000 people that were turning out. And it was cool, too, because these were her fans. So it's like people that don't know motocross, people that don't get to see motocross, they got to come out and get a free show and get turned on as freestyle motocross or drift drive, you know, drift driving or sport bike riding, whatever. And it was super success. It was fun. Where do you think, uh, where do you think the future of freestyle is? This is one of the questions I had for you was, where are we going to see this go? Well, are you, are you I, worried about it and, and sort of how it's going as a one-trick pony, which you alluded to earlier? But I, I don't. I, th I, think, uh, I, think what needs, I, I think Red Bull does a really, really good job with the X-Fighters um, with that event. And yep. that, that event's going strong, which yep. that, there's something to be said for the fact that if they're doing a really good job, that there's longevity in it. Um, I, I think more than anything is that – the, the courses that these guys ride need to, need to evolve. You yeah. know, it's not about four ramps and a figure eight anymore. It's mm -hmm. about just like how BMX dirt is gone and vert skating is gone and, and park's gone. It needs to grow with these guys. I mean, it needs to get to a situation where these guys get yeah. a day to prepare on the course and have every line wired, and you get to see these awesome transfers and hips and, you know, and, and all this stuff going down yeah. with tricks going on. I mean, I think that's the future of it. Yeah. 
um, and hopefully it. But they're not they're not really doing that, are they? That's what you want well, to see. I mean, but are they know, X fighters? Is X pretty fighters, good about that. but I mean, they they put the money into it, you uh-huh. know, and and <clears throat> you know, I I think uh, you know, I, hopefully, like I said, ESPN keeps moving forward with it, and I I don't I, I think I know it's a good ratings thing for them, so they're not by yeah. going to do away with it. Yep. I just hope that uh, it, it gets to evolve with the the level of writing because just, it, it is hard to. In a stadium or a, uh, an arena setting, yeah. for these guys to go out and and do their best. Um, yeah, I just and again getting back to the X Games thing, just want to see like all the guys get showcased and, and all of them get their shot at it. And I feel like if Pastrana doesn't want to do it, they get rid of it or whatever. And if they put the Supercross on, I feel they could do a lot better job. And, uh, I agree. Yeah, no, yeah. you know, and, right. and, and that's a hundred percent with the the Supercross. You know, but once again, like you know, the, it, without the industry support. It's right. You, I yeah. mean, I, I, like no, I said, point. Like I, said point. Yeah. Ago, I, I wouldn't write the check to know that I'm only going to get one fifth the field. Yep. Yeah, you got a point. You're right. It's almost like, uh, yeah. And, and it's a bad time with Miller Nationals, but no, you I can't mean, help that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, understandable. Yeah, yeah but yeah. you know what's crazy? If you look back throughout the years, Supercross used to have a break in the middle of the, uh, the middle of the year to race. Super, I mean, uh, motocross would come in and you would race. Gainesville, right in the middle of the Supercross series. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, no, and, I, I, and I guarantee you, if, if someone picked up the phone, that it would easily yeah. be figured out to be like get on the yeah. same schedule. Where it's I think it, off. I think it has a lot to do with Feld too. Um, you know, the yeah. big dick contest over there with between Feld and ESPN, and they have contracts, which is unfortunate. And, yeah, it's stupid. Yeah. It's like the sports aren't big enough, but I, I I think it could work if they really wanted to, where every team has to go and it's in their contracts for the through the OEMs and all that stuff. It could work, but. What ESPN would have to do is get legit, legit track builders, not the dudes that build the uh, the X Games snowcross track yeah. and you well, know, uh, know how to wa- water tracks and maintain them. Yeah, and I also do, and like I said on the other side of the fence, I also don't think it's fair either for, you know, and I'm not going to single anybody out, but for riders to say, yeah, we're going to be there, and then two weeks out they pull out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's – that Why don't you call them out? What's that? Call the rider out. Because it's not it's more than one person. I mean, yeah, it's, it's happened a, numerous a, times over the year. Yeah. Call him out, dude. Not, don't be a, no, don't be a cool. sissy. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, uh, you let Tony Alessi call me out on the air. Why don't you just back me up, dude? He didn't call Jeez. you out. Come on, sensitive. Uh, <laughs> I, I did like the line of the... You're, you're saying I'm the, sensitive the, on this show? The line you are extremely oh. sensitive on this Thank show. You. No Thank way, you. Thank you. If you pull that shit on your day job... Oh, shut up, Watson. Seriously. Shut up now, Watson. Uh, wow. We got our next guest on the line. Uh, BTOsports.com, uh, BBMX team owner, manager, slash manager, Forrest Butler. Forrest, what's up? What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, hey, welcome to the show. Kerry uh, Hart's in studio for this show, and a uh, guy named Moser's here, and, of course, Kenny Watson, who uh, there's been some memorable moments with the Butler brothers and Kenny Watson. Oh. I know. We're, we're kind of like nemesis, but, but, but not really. But not you know? really, right. <laughs> Because there, yeah, there was uh, even some energy drink exchanged at different points, and Berluti was very mad at JT at one point. <laughs> Berluti freaked out on JT. He did. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was good times. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Um, hey, how's it going? What's happening? We're six rounds in. Uh, hey, congratulations, bro. JT threw it in eleven. I know, right? I mean, your guy doesn't uh, hasn't been in the main event like on his worst streak ever, and then he makes it and. Well, it's because you, you, you haven't been around, dude. It's <laughs> like you just straight up went, went for it. As soon as the boss starts coming to the races, yeah. he goes, shit, I need to pick it up. Yeah, he's like, oh, God, I'm on the chopping block. Um, so, dude, I got to tell you, it was funny. We were sitting in the tunnel, and I'm like, man, because in the past, JT's like, 
when he is riding really good, he would make the one, and then it's the one that everybody rides perfect, and he puts in a killer ride, but it's like 16th or 17th, you know? Yeah, yeah. He never gets that break. So, so we're in the tunnel, and we're getting ready, and he's got that, you know, JT Rocky face on. And I tell him, I'm like, look, I know you haven't been in one yet, but you've been in enough. Let's just let's lay down the wood on this one. Try and, and, like, in the middle, he just interrupts it, and he's like, dude, this is like my 150th something fucking Supercross. I got it, okay? <laughs> and that was it. And he just walked off. You know what was sick? Then, like uh, after the race, we were watching a little bit of video, me and Hanny. And he's like, dude, watch Thomas into the first turn. He does not care. He just rams people out of the way. <laughs> I'm like, really? And he shows him. He just goes in and just bulldogs everyone. He goes, I like that. I like that guy. Yeah. I go until he smashes it's, it's you. Beautiful. Well, and, you know, I, I, I came across like a bit of a dick last week when I'm criticizing Jeff Alessi for, you know, doing five laps and standing up and riding around because my guy JT is pounding laps in there and getting 11th. Like, I just, I mean, I guess I'm biased and I still maybe sound like a dick, but if you're going to call you a prick. Yeah. That's hey, bullshit. Hey, Forrest, you, uh, T- Tony Alessi does not like Kenny right now. So, by the way. He what? He does not like Kenny. Uh, that is now okay. I, I got to say, I, I wasn't listening to the show. I literally just like, your guy just called me, and the, the one minute I heard you guys talking, so I don't even know what the topics have been. Yeah. Uh, no, that's all right. Hey, so uh, good and bad luck for you guys. Uh, bad luck with Michael Byrne going down before the year and, and breaking his, literally breaking his neck, and we were still a ways out from seeing him. But I think good luck in the sense that your replacement rider, Matt Gerke, has been riding pretty good. If you're going to ask for a fill-in guy, I think that's that's not bad, right? No, definitely, definitely. And I, I think uh, if he can stay healthy, which everybody knows that's you know kind of been his thing in the past. I think that kid's got some some really good rides coming up. You know, he just uh, hands down kind of be- beforehand. Before I picked him, I was thinking of, of doing a fill-in guy, have my eye on him, and he's been fast enough. He just hadn't been. He's loosening up each weekend. This weekend, he was really looking like himself. You know, he went down in the main just yeah. about like everybody in that main. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Really good. Yeah, really Forrest, you know, beginning before the year started, it seems like, you know, everyone picked their place, and there were still like three or four guys that needed a home. I mean, were you in the position for the first time in a long time where you really had some legitimate guys to pick from? Yes and no. Like, I, I'm sure you guys are in the same boat. The field, even though I knew the field was going to be stacked this year, until everybody lined up at Anaheim 1, you actually counted the spots, you were just like, yeah. holy shit. <laughs> you know, this is a... To me, what it is, it's it's just it's the future. It's it's going to get like this. It's going to get tougher. It's going to get tighter. Um, in my opinion, they definitely need to find room for a, at least use the 22 gates yeah. that are on the gate. You know, if it's not, look at something more because yeah. there's just so many good guys and there's more good guys coming and, and the longevity of the sport is making guys race longer. Uh, and um, um, good point. Good point. I, I'm surprised though, Forrest. Like, you know, we see a lot of fill. I'll be honest. We see a lot of fill-in riders because the sponsors demand it. Kenny's team here lost half their guys, no fill-ins, and no real thoughts of it, right, Kenny? No plans? Like, never thought about it? Art? Never? And you guys, btosports.com, very proud sponsor of our show, by the way, and the Steve Mathis Podcasts, um, and the BTO Sports Observations. Um, Did did did, did Vince at BTO ask you to fill in? Did you need to fill in? Uh, You did good, don't get me wrong, but... No, you know, I mean, the biggest thing with Vince is... is is Vince is he's the man, you know. He uh we got together, he's been the best sponsor we've ever had, you know, along with a lot of other good sponsors and last year, about I don't know, halfway through the season, Vince and I had a meeting and we decided to partner up and actually become partners on the race team. Mm-hmm. And you know, basically everybody, like everybody knows the team's officially become team BTS Sports this year and last year was was more of the change. Um 
going to just the two-man 450 team, getting away from the lights program, and mm-hmm. it was really the start of our next five-year plan. So this year with the three guys, it was really a move of, um, you know, JT is like family. Everybody knows that. He's been racing for a long time, and we kind of wanted to go with Michael, which unfortunately got hurt, like you said. He mm-hmm. was uh, he was just he was flying in the off season. I mean, it was it was gonna be really good to see what he was gonna do. And then we had JT, and JT was coming off getting his knee operated on top for six months. So really, it was kind of the third spot was more for JT. Uh-huh. So the way the season started off, and JT trying to play catch up, still getting back from his injury. That was really the point of the third guy from the get-go. Okay, all right. And at Anaheim 1, it was JT and Jimmy. And yeah. you know, <laughs> Jimmy made that main. That was a sick, hard main. He did the same thing the next week at Phoenix. Yeah. And then that's to answer your question. First lap of the main event at Phoenix, Jimmy went down hard. I mean, he knocked out six teeth, got a concussion, and dislocated his shoulder. So the next weekend, most people didn't know that just within that week, you know, he obviously didn't ride, got all the teeth fixed, had one sore mouth, and a uh, – a freshly dislocated shoulder, and he, he lined up and missed the main by one at L.A. Mm-hmm. And since, you know, it was like after that that it was kind of like, you know, we didn't know which way it might go for Jimmy, so all of a sudden I was looking at J.T. possibly being the only guy right. with all the effort. So that's where we, we, we pulled the trigger for Gerke. Right. And um, I got to give just mad credit to, to Jimmy. He's been riding through yeah. pain, just, you know, doing his part and more than his part yeah. and pushing through. So really that's where we're at, the three guys, but... Gerke's always been a good friend, too, and right. he's, a, he's a talent that I think he can do something. So he's oh. going to ride that bike till Burner comes back, which is probably another, like, five or six weeks till he's racing. Oh, okay, that covers that covers my next question was when Burner. Uh, we've actually got the man of the hour on the phone here. JT. What's happening? 11th. What happened? Yep. What happened? Oh, God. <laughs> I'm really glad I don't have to answer that this week. <laughs> uh, and Forrest is on the other line. So uh, good go- good job to both of you guys. I think, uh, uh, you know, we all wanted to see it happen, and, and you rode well, and uh, you made it happen, and, and apparently Josh Hanson loves your first turn uh, style. <laughs> yeah, I won. I was, a little, I was a little worked up in that first turn. but No, 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 this weekend, right, Kenny? Oh, this weekend? Oh, yeah, going up the inside again. Yeah. <laughs> um. That's what all the yeah, girls I mean, say. Obviously, obviously, this weekend was better. He uh, wasn't mad, dude. He, no, just like said I, he, he just said he he was behind you, so he got to see it all. He got a dead place last start. He got a bad start. He was dead last. Him and him and Partridge were talking about it, and they're all, dude, if it wasn't for that guy, we would have been way back because you bull people out of the way, and they got to go to the inside. <laughs> hey, uh, well, yeah, like before the main event, Forrest was like, you know, I know it's your first main event of the year, but I'm like, no, forget all that. We're going, we're going for it. Like I've been waiting a month to get after in this main event. Like, uh, I'm not even not even thinking that way. Let's just go for it. Uh, hey, and, uh, 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 Forrest, what do we – nobody knows JT like you do. You guys are buddies, bros. He's so angry on race day, isn't he? Just oh, – Oh, he's going to hate me right now so bad. But, dude, we bug but, uh, him about it all the time. Right after I say this, and I'm going to give him credit, he came in after the first practice, just, just threw his stuff down, and he's like – I'm not riding. I'm not racing, man. I, I feel like shit. I just don't feel good. I don't whatever. And, and his mechanic this year is new to him, you know? Yeah. And it's, it, that's normal JT. I just looked at him and, and walked away and, you know, never even thought twice like yeah. oh, we're brothers. Of course he's riding. outside and his mechanic's just freaking out. He's like, dude, what, 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 what are we going to do? He says he's not racing. And I'm like, just get the bike ready. He'll be in the next practice. It's fine. He says he's and not and racing. And then when I have to walk away, I'm like, this is actually a good thing. Watch, he's probably going to make the main tonight because he's so pissed. And right. there you go. <laughs> hey, uh, um, 
In studio with us is uh, Kerry Hart, and he's going to jet. Hart, you're out? I'm out, dude. Okay, well, hey, thank you for coming in, man. I appreciate it. All you, good. Thanks for having an me. An hour and 53 minutes for a guy like busy as you. That's awesome. Hey, it's a good time. Thank keep, you for the... Keep, keep, keep Watts on a short leash. Yeah, thanks for the advice on the pilot, too. All good. Hey, JT, good luck this weekend, bud. Thanks, Hart. Right, later, bud. Later. All right, see ya. And that, folks, is H&H uh, &H, uh, team owner and uh, first guy to do backflip, Kerry Hart, on the show, in the studio. Thanks again, Hart. Appreciate it. And uh, we'll see you this weekend, right, in Dallas? Yeah, all right. Um, back, to, uh, back to you two guys. Um, hey, JT Moser's in studio, by the way. I don't think I said that. So. Yeah, I knew that already, though. Oh, you already knew that? Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, so, uh, Forrest, um, yep. we talked a little bit about J Top Jimmy Albertson. And uh, I, I feel like I really helped him get on that team. I, I'm a big Jimmy Albertson fan. Um, I'm not going to lie. We all know that. Um, and I feel like... I helped out. What do you think of him? What do you? How's he been? How's it been working out? Uh, he's been great. Like I said, it's yeah. the, uh, unfortunately he got hurt. So I think what you saw, you saw he could do was the first two main events, you know. And then I think he's yeah. got to race through this injury. And when he gets back up, you know, I, I think he's got a lot of potential. And yes, you were the one pushing for him, you know. And there's no secret we were we were talking to a couple other guys before him. And yeah. I tell you, as soon as I texted him, it took or called him the first time. I think so it was his attitude within the first four days, got him the spot, hands down. It was. Right. It just became – it didn't It didn't really matter about the results. Within those four or five days, Vince and I both talked to him, mm -hmm. and Vince and I just had one phone call, and it was, this guy wants to be on the team, so he's the guy who's going to try his hardest. Yeah. And just like right now, he's, you know, I don't think the other guys will be riding with what he rode through. Mm -hmm. So it's just 100% behind him. I think right now is a niche and a really stiff field, and, you know, he's – it's not like he's not going fast. He's had a little bad luck with some crashes, and right. and um, he'll be good. But honestly, I got to give this one up to JT. Like we were we were joking about it, and he did the numbers, so he'd have to correct him. But I think this was his 148th main event in the Premier Class. Wow, guy's been making mains awesome. since 1997. And the one thing about JT that I've always told people is he he gets overlooked sometimes because. He might be around 15th or 16th, but he really is the only other guy out there besides Wyndham who, at 31 years old, is faster than he was every single year because you can't be competing right now in this field yeah. unless you were faster than you were last year. And somehow the guy, he just keeps getting faster, and that's his talent to me. He can, he can ride to the occasion, and he might go back a little bit, but he always rises to the occasion. And then this weekend he just he finally put it all together. You know, he hit his solid laps and... Rode a perfect race when no one else could ride that track. And you know what that's called? You know what that's called? What JT has? Job security. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's writing his own check over there. When I'm ready to quit, I'll quit for us. Until then, it's like it's like Rocky going out on his own terms. <laughs> yeah. I ain't done yet, Forrest. When I'm done, you'll know. How's that 11? Put that in your pipe, Forrest. That was awesome. I was pumped for JT. <laughs> I was stoked for JT. Hey, I didn't think he made the main. And I was like, what? Dude, uh, well, I I don't know. I Austin Stroop saw him coming, got intimidated, hit his rear brake, installed it. What happened to Austin <laughs> Stroop? Is he hurt again? I heard he might be hurt again. Dude, I don't know. I got in trouble for talking about Austin Stroop. So. <laughs> By who? I mean, I didn't get in trouble. I just, he's, he's sketchy. Off the track, he's sketchy. And... He's having problems on the track, and, yeah, he's just sketchy. Whatever. Hey, Forrest, this is Moser. Um, you guys are using JGR this year for your motors. How's that uh, relationship going so far? It's, it's, it's awesome. I mean, it's, uh, it's awesome. And first thing I want to say is, is it's great and it's awesome, but no knocks to the people we used in the past. You know, like in the past, 
our factory connection and our pro circuit stuff, those guys were great. Our, our JGR move was a business move with DTO. Um, we're about to launch a huge sales programming campaign that's going to come out next month. And the other thing with JGR is they're, they're on the East Coast. They're in North Carolina and we're in Florida. So it's always been a hard thing for us because we're based out of Florida. The business is out of Miami. Um, operating in California is kind of tough for us. And the JGR yeah. connection just – we sat down at the beginning outdoors and started talking about it and kicking around ideas, and and then uh, we, we went for it, you know. And everything's been great. We've been able to get a lot more testing time, which, again, really has to do with how close we are together. But I think the uh, – you know, we've had some rough luck, like, again, with injuries and, and right. crashes, but if you watch every race, our yellow bikes are right up front. I mean, the guys are all happy. JT could speak for it right What's now, up, you know, Luki? for suspension motors. And the whole relationship, it's, it's right. great. Coy and Jeremy, Johnny, Tim, everybody over there, Dean. It's just really their crew, within the first weekend of going out there and spending time together, their crew is exactly like my crew, and that's just my style people. So, right. There's just none of that rock star stuff, and we're all on the same page. It's great. <laughs> Kenny, can you please? You know me. I, I hate rock stars. <laughs> I just sent him. You should. <laughs> real, uh, real professional atmosphere around here. Yeah, sorry guys. Kenny, Kenny, and my wife are fighting, but no. Listen, I well, think she comes up here swinging that big, the big dick. Like she, <laughs> she comes up here swinging the big dick like, like she runs the show, and you know what? She probably does. Um, sorry. No, um, sorry, Pooh. You know what? Those guys are looking to uh, to launch and get like. Obviously, they 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 work use their stuff on their own team, but they need to reach out and get other brands and other teams and realize that, you know, customers need to see this stuff. And JT, uh, how how stoked are you on on that deal and, and everything's working for you and all that? You've you've certainly, with 148 main events, you've ridden a lot of stuff. Ironman is supercross. <laughs> how many how many on yeah. the husky? Oh yeah, how uh, many? Yeah, I think I made like ten maybe on the husky. I don't know. I struggled pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, really. Six. It, it's tough when you double double the whoops. Not even triple. I was tripling them this weekend. I was doubling them on the hockey. That um, makes it even tougher to qualify. The only man, I think, probably, again, they don't keep stats for this kind of stuff, but six consecutive DNFs in the Nationals. <laughs> six straight. Yeah. So, I had six. All, I had, all from running out of gas. Proud of. Yeah. yeah so, something to be proud of. JT, what made the difference this weekend? Was it uh, our pre-practice chat? Was it wearing a beanie all weekend? And, yeah, uh, no faux hawk. Yeah, no faux hawk. No faux hawk. I and think then, it was the beard. I still think I like the beard. Yeah, it was like what a two day, uh-huh. two day shadow. Forrest, can we talk about how you scheduled a photo shoot when JT wasn't looking his best? <laughs> Not pumped. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it could have been what aided to the anger all night. So JT, uh, I don't know. Was that true? You're really upset because you. Yeah, were... I was pissed. No faux hawk beard and Forrest yeah. schedules a shoot. Bring the, I wore I like came out like Navy Seal style like beard beanie. Total like underground, and then they schedule a photo shoot that day. <laughs> no, no notice. Steve, you're the only one. You're, you're the one who knows his Rocky background. There's yeah. really no secret. I mean, if you've seen Rocky Four mm-hmm. at the end when he's got to you know do the big fight, he shows him with the beanie and the beard. That was that this was the weekend, dude. I, it, was, you, it, was, it was it was ready weekend. I never even put that together. <laughs> are you being serious, JT? Uh, I don't like to give away my secrets, but <laughs> you wanna hey. you you wanna. Put your own ideas together. You go for it. Oh my God! <laughs> no, but... <laughs> I'm dying. Like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> um, if, you, hey. if you only knew the amount of YouTube tweets that come through or like texts, well, I, cl- I, clips I, of Rocky movies to I, me every, I, every night at like eleven o'clock. I, uh, I tweeted from your last week on your board on the on the dry erase board. It was nothing is over. No, it was a uh, okay. 
What was it? Uh, let me look through my phone. Who wrote that on the board last week? But JT, seriously, uh, was there anything that was different this weekend or just it finally all came together? I told you um, the irony of the biggest whoops of the year. One of, you know, so yeah, I, I think there was a couple things that, that aided in it. Uh, like, I definitely felt like the, there, was a, there was more traction this weekend, which is always a good thing for me. Um, I, I felt a little bit more comfortable in the night show with, with the track. Uh, I felt like I could trust the dirt a little more. And for me, with, the, with just the way I ride, it, it's kind of a product of bad technique, but I, I trust, if I can trust the dirt and really um, kind of like just How the accelerate as hard as I want in it, um, that's a good thing for me because when it's really slippery, I have kind of bad technique as far as my body positioning and stuff. So I start to struggle a little bit as far as getting out of the turns as fast as everyone else and, and basically in, with corner speed. Um, so this weekend the dirt was pretty tacky and I could really be aggressive and I, that was that's kind of why I always do better on the East Coast or just more traction week in and week out. Uh, hey, we got, uh, we got our lines are lit up here. Let's take some calls. But right. uh, what was on the board was uh, there is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow, Rock. There is no tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Uh, for two calls. Uh, ben, you there? Yeah, I'm right here. What's up, man? You gotta, you gotta thank some. You wanna thank Forrest Butler and JT and the boys? Well, uh, I, I did the uh, join the team for the weekend thing um, with you guys in Seattle and in Vegas a couple of years ago. Uh huh. And so Kenny's idea isn't exactly the most original, but it's, it's, it's awesome. Whoa. It's, 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 a, it's a game changer, though. It's it's a little bit different, guy. A little bit different. Well, it, so, yeah, it's a little different, but it's, it's a similar deal. And those, oh, so, those guys did it. Hey, you know what you know what, hey, no, copying. Hey, uh, yeah, I'm copying Forrest, but that's awesome. I, I want to copy him, but the only thing I'm not copying, and no disrespect to what they do, I'm donating the money. So uh, put that in your corn pipe and smoke it, bud. Is that the guy with the well, you have, little, you have a little more budget than he does. So I guess a All right, Ben. Well, you want to you say thanks to those guys? Did you call the disrespect Absolutely, me? Yeah. If you call to disrespect me, you know what's going to happen, Ben. Oh, yeah. You can I, suck I, it. No, I'm just kidding. Th- I'm just kidding. Thanks We're for supporting. Go. Hey, thanks for for supporting the sport and helping those guys out. That's really cool of you. Yeah, you guys, you took me in, and I got to hang out with you guys, and I got to witness uh, JT's, uh, well, his first hand. Uh, you got to wear his beanie? Thing. That's awesome. No, 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 the, 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 the angry face. Did, that, he that talk, was, did he talk to you on race day at all? He doesn't talk to people on race day. Oh, no. no talk to me. Two Barely. I, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, but uh, hey. Chris Whedon was really cool, and he, it, was, it was a lot of fun. It was, it was um, cool, and Carson. And... Forrest, do you, you guys don't really do that anymore, but can someone do it if they want to? Can you, do you have somewhere they can contact you to, to do that? I yeah, know. no, we, we are doing oh, it. We still do it. Um, oh, okay. Did they do it at yeah, Anaheim? We, was the, the people came up to me. The people that won the, the contest. Yeah, yeah, they're Canadian, yeah. Yeah, but you're saying yeah. they didn't do it anymore. They're doing well, I don't it. know if they're officially doing it. I don't know where they stood, stand on that. All right, Forrest? Yep, yep, I'm here. Where, where, where can people find out more about that? Uh, same thing, just go to the website, and it's still on the register part on the, oh, on okay. the um, right. NVIP link, and it goes straight to us. And Yeah, we, again, I mean, the one thing, it's, it's no secret, we had some, I had some family problems this year. You know, my, my brother stepped up huge, and, and Vince, and it's basically ran the team, so I shouldn't, Shouldn't be getting much credit. I've only been back for three races. Right. If it wasn't for those guys, I'd have seen no doubt when they made it to Anaheim. So it's just one of those things that we're trying to get caught up on a lot of our PR stuff because yeah. my brother took the job at two, got it all slammed on him, and, and ran it all for about two months by himself. So we're right. just, uh, 
everything's still going on. We just got to get the post back out there. But, in, but anybody that is interested can just go to the website, go to the VIP section, and email us. And there you go. All right. Hey, thanks, uh, thanks, Ben. Appreciate it. Hey, Ben, thanks yeah, for thank supporting. Thanks for uh, supporting the sport. Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, hey, let me ask you this, uh, Forrest. Um, who was the fastest butler brother? <laughs> who did the best? Brandon, for sure. Who was so, the I'll, fastest? I'll who was the Brandon, fastest? Brandon, the third one. Okay. All right. I never. I don't, I don't know. I, I could never. When you guys were racing, I didn't know who was who. Who was better? Who who who? You know. So that's all. No, no. I mean the way it really went. Someone like JT would 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 know better. You know, it's a typical brother thing, honestly. JT. We were all three equal, and then you just had different rotations of injuries, things like that. And really, once we we were absolutely stupid and retarded with the stuff we rode, JT can definitely tell you that. Um, by the time we started figuring stuff out on even just simple things as supercross suspension instead of riding stock stuff, which we did up through like '05, that was that was kind of the inception of the team. And I stopped riding and put more of our focus on Brandon and Carson, and then Carson got out. So Brandon definitely achieved the most, but he rode the longest. You know, at the same time, he was younger, and I, I think he had the most potential with, you know, coming off mini bikes and going the whole thing. And, and he did get, and unfortunately, JT? he, JT, whatever. do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, it's really hard to say. Like, BB had the best results, but, I mean, I've seen – I've seen all three of them go faster than the other one at times, so okay. I don't know. Hey, That's a really hard uh, question to answer. Let's go to line four. Uh, Vince is on line four from BTO. Uh, claims he's might own BTO or something like that. I don't know. Vince, what's up? <laughs> hey, Steve. Hey, thanks for calling in, bud. Uh, and for people who don't know, this is Vince from BTO Sports, a huge backer of this very show and the BBMX team. So thank you, Vince, and um, thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. You know, this is the first time I've uh, been on the show, or or even I, it, it took me a little while to figure out how to download it and get everything in order. But uh, I'm listening, so I thought I'd call in. Well, hey, how you doing, Forrest? How you doing, JT? Hey, Kenny. Hey, buddy. Yeah, Vince. Hey, buddy. Right. We got the whole family going. We might as well just call up everybody. Yeah, really, huh? <laughs> get your other brothers on the phone. Let's do this. We're gonna have the we're gonna have the Butler brothers. We need to have it all. There you go, Vince. How pumped were you for JT and his eleventh uh, and uh, and all that? Great ride. For, so yeah. so pumped. I was uh, actually I got a bad ta- bad case of food poisoning Friday night, so I wasn't at the rate. I was I drove all the way down to San Diego, <clears throat> got there, woke up Saturday morning, and was sick. So I'm getting texts all day saying where you at, and Forrest said that uh, <clears throat> JT and. Uh, JT made the main, so I was pumped. And then I find out that he gets 11th place. I was I was blown away. Great job, JT. Thanks, man. Uh, it was a big load off my shoulders. It's not fun to not fun to come back to the truck doing bad. I can promise you that. I mean, it was like Kenny, anybody that is a part of any team knows how much work and money goes into not only being the title sponsor of a team, but working on a team or riding for a team yeah. and. You know, and then when it comes down to it, the rider has the responsibility of making it a successful weekend. And when when you don't, and you know that you're the reason you did it, it's it's tough. So it was nice to be on the other side of that. Well, I'll be honest, JT. I mean, Watson was saying before we got on the air that with your string of not qualifying, he would have cut you. He would have cut you loose. 
That's what that's what he said. Shut well, up. Well, that no. says a lot about Watson, but um, <laughs> dude, come on. I've already got bashed enough this show, dude. Hey, come we on. did. We, we forgot JT to get to the bottom when Hart was here about the the infamous riding the Supercross track that JT was promised and then denied <laughs> as we were waiting at the gas station to come out to the track. That's messed up, Watson. Did it? Did it really make a difference that weekend? Well, that's what JT joked about. It really didn't matter in the end. <laughs> No, uh, I just like giving Watson a hard time about it. You, do, you're you really, jacked me. You're re- you're you really, have forever jacked me. You're really good at it, too, by the way. Hey, um, Forrest, do you, uh, you guys started, uh, like you said, your brothers were racing, and I think you had a truck and trailer at one point, maybe even something smaller. Do you now step back and look at this operation that you've got with uh, you know, uh, three top riders and a BTO on board and a semi-truck, and, and I mean the MMI thing is on board? Do you step back and go, holy shit? Look what we're doing. Um, honestly, it's it's awesome. You got Vince on the line. I can't tell you how many times Vince and I say the same thing to each other. We don't look at it like that, you know. It's always I'm just naturally that person, and so is he. That we just are never really satisfied at all. And it's not that you're spoiled and want to get to the top. It's just that drive. Sometimes, yes, I do. But we've been through a lot. You know, there was a point where. Money was out of control. We were up to two semis and a lights team, a 450 team, you know. So it's, it's all been a learning process. I think where we are now, my proudest thing is our business model of mm-hmm. the team yeah. is, has proved itself and is working, and now that's how we're growing, which is really important to Vince and I. Because with right. DTS Sports, you know, I came to Vince six years ago and, and had an idea, but I was also a kid building off that idea. And now we, he trusted me. You know, we put it together. We've created it together. That's the one thing about our team at the end of the day. You know, we we operate like a business. Every single person, including myself, I mean, I make my living off the team. Just, you know, that's why I'm the team manager and Vince and, and my brother are the owners. But that's just what we do. So everything makes sense. But with that, it makes business and for every sponsor on our team. That's why we have so many solid sponsors. And mm-hmm. I, when you look at it like that, we're never really in the ego side of it, so it really is never sit back and, ah, look at what we got, where that shit. You know, it's just, oh. it's not like that. We always want it to be better in the next step and the next level. And, right. And maybe when we're really old, yeah. we'll, we'll look back and be like, hey, we did that. Remember that? Right. Yeah. For we, now, it's just how I, it is. And Vince could, could speak now. I, I think he kind of feels the same way, though. When, when JT's still on the team 10 years from now, you're like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> JT's 45 years old. Still, still doubling through the whoops. Iron Band of Motocross, uh, Vince, and uh, and certainly you've taken a big financial uh, commitment to uh, to the Butler Brothers team. How do you feel as a title sponsor? Are you seeing return from it? Are you pumped on it? Um, you know, how's that going for you? And, and talk about how happy you are just to uh, be involved in racing at the highest level. You know, it's it's funny how this all started. It started six years ago. I just happened to. Uh, walk into into the Butler Brothers semi, and you know I had no intentions of of getting into you know sponsoring the team anything. And next thing I know, I, I send Forrest a check for some money, and I forgot to sign the check. He calls me up and goes, "Hey, buddy, I got your check, but you forgot to sign it." I said, "Well, go ahead and sign it for him. The bank will clear it." <laughs> um, you know it. I don't even know how it got this far. Um, Forrest and and uh, his brothers, JT, uh, y- you name it. We've, we it's just been 
we just go one day at a time, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no reason why this happened or right. or uh, how we got this far. Um, but it's just been a great experience, and and the way Forrest and I work together is it's it's an amazing partnership. I mean, we see eye to eye on everything. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's not been one time we've ever argued, and uh, and that's hard to do in any type of business. Right. Um, <clears throat> I, I, I'm just, I just feel uh, uh, very blessed, and, uh, and I think it's just a great partnership, you know. Uh, for my business, it's, uh, you know, we, we, it's, it's just great for, you know, for, for BTOsports.com, and, uh, and I, I just love going to the races. I love seeing uh, – it made my night when JT mm-hmm. finished, you know, yeah. got a left in this field. I, I was – I was amazed, and uh, um, I, you know, there's not much more to say than that. I, I, I love working with the guys, and uh, uh, you know, Steve, Steve, you and I, we have you know a lot going on, and uh, so uh, it's just a great thing. Very happy to be part of it. Yeah, thank you for uh, for uh, coming on the show. Like, definitely, we couldn't uh, couldn't do this without you. There's no doubt. Yeah. Well, we uh, it's, it's same thing, Steve. We. Uh, we uh, decided to do something, and you know you can always call me, and we yeah. and I'm able to make a decision in, in a matter of minutes, and opposed to days or weeks with uh, with other people, and mm-hmm. and so uh, we've we've developed a, a very great partnership, also. Uh, so yeah. Hey, Forrest, uh, uh, what's next for you guys? Uh, what's the next thing you want to do? Uh, Kenny had a Johnny Cash tribute band. Um, what do you think? Maybe Halen Halen tribute band. I mean, we got a one-up part. I, I, actually, I joke. I joke with Alan Brown. My next step is is I'm going to run a uh, like a, a tight wire act because I'm going to add some risk. I mean, I saw Kenny had a band. Yeah. Troy Lee had a band. I was kind of just thinking, like, how can I do outdo everybody? So I'm just going to yeah go for something that someone can actually get hurt really bad doing. And uh, <laughs> and I can just whip the loose for you. Oh, that's a big chance right there. Hey, I mean, I, just, I don't know how to top things. I mean, right. Kenny's got two two semis. I mean, he basically has a concert going on. His next step is he's got to outdo the monster stage in the pits. Well, hey, you want to hear what I have in mind for uh, for, uh, uh, Vegas? Want, for Vegas? No, better yet. <laughs> We're going to do a dunk tank where you throw – where you could dunk people in the dunk tank. We're going to put hard up there and let people, you know, go yeah. up there and – Put you hey, in there. I'll, I'll, yeah, throw me in there. Throw maybe you in there, but we might run out of water. But we'll figure it out. But you know, we're gonna go in there, and and if you, we're gonna try to get industry people to sit in the dunk tank, yeah. and for a dollar you could throw a ball at it, and all the proceeds are gonna go to road to recovery. Forest, please, at Salt Lake City, have a dunk tank, please. <laughs> if, Kenny, if Kenny does it, I promise you, Vince and I will we'll, we'll do it too. I for think sure. I can dunk tank. What's that? I said, I think I can get a dunk tank. Forrest, maybe we'll do that. Yeah, there we go. Boom. <laughs> and, and Kenny's going to be the first one on there, too. Perfect. We'll get all the money, the road to recovery. Help, out, help out the down riders. Sounds uh, good. Um, JT, uh, you sent me a text earlier, and I'm just let me just dig it up here. Uh, it was actually pretty funny. We uh, Going back and forth, and I'm wondering if you actually did, uh, did count this. You said to me, I went 0 for 56 with whoop blitzing yesterday. Now, is 56 the number of laps you did? Yeah. Yeah, with practice and racing <laughs> and everything. I was wondering if you just made that up or if you really counted. Um, no, I went on the results sheet and looked at all my laps. 
did uh, eight laps in the first, untimed, and then, yeah, uh, you know, counted them all up. 56 straight times with jumping through the whoops. Huh? Yep. You got to admire the commitment. That's not easy. Yeah, well, if you're going to, I mean, if, if you're going to not, not bless them, just start at the beginning and go with it. You know, right. get efficient at what you can do right. Make a decision and, and, and stick with it. Uh, well, that's, you that's, know, honestly, honestly, I owe Forrest a little bit of credit because in the heat, I was going to, uh, I was going to try to blitz them because I figured they would be lower, and uh, all the lights guys were doing it. And Forrest came on the radio and just said, "Just jump them, like just jump them, no matter what. Just go for a lap one, just start jumping." Hey, you and know, I was, JT, so, I told my guy too. I said, "Hey, um, you know, Hanson was like, dude, my bike worked like shit in the heat race. I couldn't blitz them, but I'm all, hey, they're only going to get worse." Just make your mind up and just keep your lap times consistent. If you're going to jump them, jump them from lap one and jump them on lap 20. And that's what he did. And I think you did the right thing, too. I think all those other guys, you know, it it, it bit them. It bit them. So, yeah, it was it was really fast that you could blitz them, but it was so inconsistent. I mean, there yeah. was only a couple guys that could do it consistently. Yeah, And, I and you guys... know, if you, take, if you take, a you know, an eight-lap average of, you know, okay, do a great one, do it not so good the next time. Do it horrendously well, the next well, time. This is what we're doing. Over my way three times, uh, you know, I was going to come out ahead. JT, so. according to Steve, the average of a lap time doesn't matter. It's not consistent. If you get all your averages <laughs> from go. every lap and try to add them up, it doesn't work. It, it's stupid. It, it doesn't, it's <laughs> not a good point. I didn't say it was stupid. He's talking about the last lap. I said guys on the What's last lap. What's the difference lap, between the last lap or the first lap? It's an average. The guys on the last lap are throwing knack-knacks, looking around. Oh, really? They're Nobody throwing knack-knacks knack anymore. They're throwing knack-knacks. I know we're watching 90 or what JT, is this? 96. Back me up on this. It doesn't – going off an average lap time and stamping it as – No, it's relative. It, it's a tool, JT, right? It's a tool. No, it matters because – Thank you. I can, tell you. I can tell you in the main event, I'm Boom. looking at the board every time. If my lap right. time goes up, I know I got to pick it up. If I can, you know what I mean. I'm just trying to keep it in a certain range where I know is where I need to be, and I'm I'm monitoring my effort off that because you can't sprint for 20 laps. I mean, people say they do, but yeah. you're really not. You know, you're you're riding as hard as you can, but there's a difference between a full out sprint and riding your race pace as fast as you can. So, you know, say for me, I needed to be like. 49, low 50, something like that. So mm-hmm. if I come around the next lap and it's a 51, you know, I need to push it in the, in the little place you can, you know. And if I'm in that 49, 50 range, then I know that I'm, you know, I'm doing the things I need to do. So right. I, I disagree. I feel like, you know, that you're, you need to find your lap time that you know you need to be at and, and maintain it. It doesn't matter, you know, what, what good does it do if you can do a 48, but you do, you know, 352s because you almost crashed in the whoops a bunch of times, you know. You're not right. really gaining anything. Right. So so maybe Watson is on to something? Yeah, I, I agree with yeah. Watson. Whatever. 100%. Hey, Forrest. Um, yeah. Are you and Watson cool? The whole truck driver thing went down, and there's some harsh words. Not really, but. Dude, what are you the, trying the, to do? The dig BBMX up? truck driver went to Hart and Huntington in the offseason hey, in, a, in, a, hey. in a transaction that surprised, shocked the world. No, but the deal was he he came to me and he said, hey, and I'm like, you work for Forrest right now, and I'm not going to hire you. You're going to have to quit and not have a job for two weeks before I hire you because I'm not going to do that to him. And then he went to work for Forrest. Like he, when, after he quit, he called me and said, hey, Forrest wants me to go. I'm like, dude, no problem. Help him out. Okay. All right. I didn't steal his guy. It wasn't I, like I'm I was like, hey. just trying to quell any hard feelings. That's all. Forrest? No, you know, like um – 
on the open thing back in the in the Bonnie days. I mean, it, oh. if it wasn't for oh. legal stuff, it was it was it was on, you know. But at the end of the day, the way that all worked out was from the very get go. Watson and I should have talked, you know, when when he first got approached, because all that was was mm-hmm. lies on the other end. And I and this time with the truck driver, no, that was more right. jokes. Rala, Rala's a great friend. The bottom line is Rala lives in Vegas, has a family, and before the heart and anything thing ever came up, I mean, back during Supercross, right. the one thing with Rala is he's got he's got two kids, they're older than mine, and the one thing we had in common was our kids in the BMX track and. And I would just watch Rolla just get melted down being away. Yeah. And that was his first time doing a full season ever with us last year. Yeah. And, you know, the Hart Huntington thing is a Supercross only, and Rolla lives in Vegas, gets to be with his family and his kids. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. It was, it was never – when Rolla came back to bring the truck back and we sat and talked about it, it was never even a, right. a battle. It was, right. it was nothing for me to argue. I mean, if I was Rolla, I'd do the same thing. And Damn it. He's been over the truck hanging out every week. I mean, we're, we're right. good friends, and there's definitely nothing there. Damn it. Really if the guy it. was from Florida, oh, I'd be on again. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> not that. Not that again. Dude, that's one thing that we've, like, I've I've never done. I've never tried to go poach someone's driver or, you All know, right. that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, what about someone's chick? What about someone's chick, Kenny? I don't have that kind of status. <laughs> I can barely pull my own chicks. How am I going to pull a f- somebody else's chick? <laughs> hey, uh, Vince, uh, question for you. Have, you. have you seen business increase? Do you, you, you attribute it to uh, – to, yeah. to the Pulp Mech show more than the race team? What do you? What's your opinion? <laughs> what do you think? Uh, the Pulp Mech show and the podcast probably doing a lot more for you. You know than what? Definitely. It's, it's the podcast, Steve. Thank you. Thank I, you. I attribute everything to the podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And, don't, and don't forget, everybody, free international shipping for any order over seven ninety nine. Don't forget. Yeah. Podcast. On, on BTO Sports. Take that, Forrest. Hey. What do you think about that? Hey, and, and don't forget. You got you got free shipping on any orders that are over eighty five dollars here in the lower forty eight states, buddy. <laughs> at btosports dot com, and not only that, if you want to top your international stuff, for all your international customers out there, what you really should do, buddy up, do your orders together with your friends, and capitalize on the free shipping for seven ninety nine and over. Smart. Yeah, I what do you got to say now, buddy? That that was good one right there. Yeah, I think you. That was perfect. And don't forget, btosports.com stocks all major brands, including Fly Racing, AGV Helmets, FMF Racing, Worst Connection. You name it, they have it. Yeah. Yes, I, I can't, I can't list all the products. There's hundreds. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just kidding. Hey, Vince, thanks for calling in, man. I uh, appreciate it. Hey. Thank, thank you for everything thank you do for guys. us, for the show and everybody, and even Kenny himself. Thank you. No, Vince, thanks thank for you. supporting uh, you know, the team, too, and, and the show. I mean, people, I, I think you're – a genius over what you do with BTO and sponsoring that team, the way you guys do your stuff with the sponsors. And I think a lot of other teams and a lot of other companies need to open their eyes and, and, and look at it, you know, the way you guys do. I think you guys, both of you guys do a great job. I mean, hands down. I appreciate Thank that. You, Thank you very much. All right, guys, listen, I'm going to, I'm going to, my phone's about to die here. So All right. nice to everybody and, and, and I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks. All right, later. Thanks, man. All right, bye-bye. Bye. So, JT, uh, that was Vince, everybody, uh, owner-operator of BTOsports.com, one of our major sponsors as well as the Butler I Brothers bet you they team. were kind of tripping. Like, they've had some, like, tragedies go down on the team and people not showing up, and then Vince didn't show up. They're like, what's going on? Where's Vince? You know what I mean? I bet you that was kind of gnarly. <laughs> um, hey, uh, JT, so the 11th place for you, where does that rank in all-time main event finishes? Like a brilliant. 
tied for like fiftieth. Really? No, I've got I've got dude, I've got a lot of elevens. Like Oh yeah, yeah, but okay, but I know you got you're getting some sevenths. Uh, how much better have you done? What's your career best? Seventh, right? Um, yeah, I got sixth in Vancouver, which doesn't really count, I guess. Yeah, but that doesn't seventh, count. Seventh, yeah. yeah, Houston. Um, and hey, let's not forget the Butler brothers, Kenny. Let's not forget talking about Vancouver. Which team swept? Toronto. The, no, Toronto. I know, I know, I know. But talking about Vancouver and World Supercrosses, they which did team swept the podium. That was sweet. I was pissed though because my guy Kyle Beaton got eaten up at the end of the race by your riders. But other than that. Um, hey, you know it's funny that well, first of all, I said it was Toronto, but we actually won. We won both heats, top three, like swept the podium. And JT, I think, got like eighth or ninth in the 450 class that night, which was a full field. Right, right. It was a pretty crazy night. Yeah, good, good night for you guys for sure. Um, hey, a couple years ago, you took the summer off, and you well, you didn't really take the summer off, but you did the Dade City Cup races. Um, talk about that. Was it was it worth it? Did you like it? How did it work out? Uh, and you're back at nationals now. Yeah, again, we made a big change with the team next year, last year, starting back with the new five-year plan and the two-man 450 team, and it was to go in a different direction. That summer, uh, you know, wouldn't take it back. It was it was a blast uh, going back to local stuff and all and all yeah. that. I kind of want to, like, when I first tuned into the show, I caught the end of your guys' conversation with Terry and, and Kenny and you talking about, you know, the supercross and outdoors and the yeah. old days and when they're kind of mixed together. Right. It, really, that, that summer was just, in my opinion, you know, I'm, I'm married. I have three kids. My oldest kid's five and a half. The longevity and the way we're growing, you know, mm-hmm. going towards yeah. the teams now compared to back then, that summer was you just need a break. And that's where I think fans definitely don't understand the rider side because they're fans, and I'm all for that. But on this side, the intensity goes up and up every year. I mean, mm-hmm. you work around the clock nonstop, and that summer we just all wanted a break. So, we didn't do as good as we wanted to, but I think that's because everybody was just so ready to not go to the races. Yeah, yeah. It was good for a break, but we also needed it to restart and kick back in last year. Mm-hmm. What I'd love, just love to see, which I don't think is going to happen, but you never know, would be actually to go back to outdoors and supercross being mixed. You know, I know there's oh, promotional yeah. issues there and yeah. things like that, but yep. it's kind of like I see it like NASCAR. If we went to Instead of having the two series spread out where you race for, for nine months, you know, and then the off-season isn't an off-season like we all know. But NASCAR goes on ovals the majority of the time, and then they break and they go to road courses. Uh, I'd actually be for it because I think our stuff's so advanced. You know, we all know what we have, suspension and motor-wise, spare bike-wise, you know, where we are with technology. Uh, I think it would almost be a cool mix-up, you know, to race four supercrosses and go racing outdoor, you know, maybe – I know not every rider would be on page with that, but yeah, I think that's, and, that's, I, the way, for it. that's the way it used to be. I mean, not really, but in our time, but I mean, we had one in there. Yeah, I mean, I just love to have one big series. You know, at, at the same time, you couldn't have seventeen supercrosses and twelve outdoors all mixed together. So, you know, something would have to to give, and that's why you know it's America, it's money, and, and I don't think it's going to happen. But mm-hmm. if it was the perfect world, I'd I'd love to do that and race from from the beginning of January till like the end of July, and then. You at least have a month to spend with your family before you go right back into the grind of testing and and really, I mean, the off season work like we all know. That's that's if you're a team owner and manager, that's the time that you just spend round the clock, yeah. just on the computer, on the phone, nonstop work. You know, at least in the season, you almost get it sucks traveling, but 
Mm-hmm. You get in that routine, you know, you kind of get a routine with your life. It's just you're wow. gone for three days or four days out of the week. So. Hey, yeah. JT, what are we going to do this summer since you're going to be riding the outdoors? No more pool days. It's going to be bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we have some off weekends, though. We need to get you here in studio for sure at some point. Yeah, yeah, that'll uh, happen. Um, that's, that's I, sure. I miss the Pecone JT battles. <laughs> we all do. Oh. We all do. <laughs> Was that the best? How, how did that not like? How does that not circulate the internet anymore? Someone should get that going again. I don't know. Oh, I still we, got the link. Oh, we were having a lot of fun every week with it on our show for sure. We definitely the atomic elbow. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm ever feeling down, I just play that video Actually, and it brightens my day right The up. best one that no one talked about wasn't it involved JT. It was the uh, Keelon someone battle and where the, the tractor was involved or something. He tried to go so Oh, yeah, the Troy Adams. Troy Adams and Keelon. That was the best. Oh, yeah. When Troy <laughs> that was, that was, we were gone then. That was last I know, year. We, I we know. missed it. I know. To me, that was even better than the Bacone Thomas one. Yeah. Um, well, hey, guys, thanks for coming on. Um, appreciate it. Forrest, uh, thank you um, um, for t- coming on the show and, and talking about us, talking about everything that's going on. I think you guys got an exciting program. I'm pumped you te- you're teamed up with JGR. And, uh, and JT, good luck, man. And, and, and you know we're all pulling for you. And I can't believe you had the beard and the toque and, and like Rocky Four. I love that. Yeah, I tried to get on an Aeroflot flight, but they didn't have any. <laughs> So, tried to go the whole way. Hey, and, and uh, Forrest tried to get behind you in a car to get to the stadium, and you tried to ditch him, and he skid- yeah, he ran into it. He ran into a skid- snowbank. Will you fix that for him, honey? He's freaking out. Can you help him out? What? What's the problem? I don't know, Kenny. What's the matter? Chat room hasn't worked for like t- an hour. Okay, just refresh. But they all say they all the say you're an idiot and dumb and everything anyway. Well, you got to stop reading that thing, Kenny. Thank you, thank you, JT. Uh, well, thanks, Forrest. Appreciate it, and uh, see you this weekend, bud. Hey, Steve. Hey, real quick before we go. Yep. I just I. One more time, I mentioned earlier, but I, I I'm on the show, but my brother Karsten, you know, he kind of is always the quiet one behind the scenes. If again, it wasn't for him, and what that guy stepped up and did when I had to step out at the end of November, I mean, I basically was gone. JT will tell you, no one, yeah. no one even got a text from me for for six weeks, nothing. Right. He he picked up everything by himself, got the team to Anaheim one, and uh, I mean, again, like you got Vince and the entire BTL crew and our crew. Yeah. There's don't get me wrong. Everybody's helped, you know. But my brother, for what he stepped in to do for me, I, I still can't believe he did it. And then to get there and make the main event in that field at Anaheim One and again at Phoenix, it was. Uh, I just we, I couldn't do it without him. Man, I love the guy, and mm-hmm. he's uh, he's that guy who's quiet behind the scenes, but he's a he's a bad dude. Cool. Well said. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He was holding it down. Some might say the team never ran smoother. Some might say that. Yep, I've, I've heard that. I've heard that. <laughs> Thanks to both you guys, uh, both class acts, and uh, and good luck the rest of the way. And, uh, yeah, thanks again for coming on the show. Hey, good to have right, you back. Thanks, good, to have you, good to have you back, Forrest. All right, see you guys. Thanks to all our fans, too. See all you. Right, see you. JT, see you. He's already gone. Uh, hey, that was uh, Forrest Butler and Jason Thomas of the BTOsports.com BBMX team. Babe, Pookie. Yep. Put your microphone up. Okay. Uh, during that call, I got a call on my phone. <laughs> Would you like to explain what it was? I answered. It was Coy Gibbs calling. I'm like, Hello? All I hear is straight laughing, cracking up laughing. I'm like, hello, what are you doing? He's like, <laughs> he said flea bargaining. We're <laughs> driving on a 10-hour trip. We're listening to the pulp acts. I never heard this before. Flea bargaining. He got the pulp app. They were listening to it driving. They laughing at your drops. <laughs> <laughs> Do you get a royalty on that stuff, Kenny? No. How about this, Moj? When they first Moj. came out. Moj. Hey, check out this, dude. <laughs> hey, check this out. 
as soon as they came out, he goes, hey, go online. So, and I, he go, I go online, and he's like, hey, put your credit card number in there. And I'm like, what's that for? He's like, for the apps. I'm like, wait, you give them away to people, and you won't, you're going to make me pay for it? He's like, yeah, it's only a dollar Two bucks. And let's not forget to get it on the right now, available for the Android and the iPhone, Publimex app, with Kenny Watson's drops, Germanism, flea bargaining, tearjerper. Um, big out to uh, too many big, to list. Big Good shout on. out to uh, what Swizzcore for getting that app done. Good job, Swizzle. Good job, Swizzle. Phenom. That's <laughs> so funny. Uh, but uh, hey, let's get up with our next guest on the line, uh, Michael Lee, privateer uh, guy. We still got a lot of stuff to run through. Uh, tweet at tits segment, voicemails, emails. Mo's, you all right? Yeah, I was just gonna say, funny you just played that uh, Factory Phil. Yeah. Drop. Did got you to, meet him? Got to meet him this weekend. Huge hands. Nice guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you get to meet a lot of people. Yeah, I met Brooks, a lot of people. I had a great you weekend. You broke down with Brooks, who was mowing down on candy. Yeah, he loves his candy. Super oh. nice guy. Frankie. All the guys on the supercross.com team were awesome. Frankie, you reconnected uh, with Frankie. Were all awesome. Yep. Frankie, you got to chat with Frankie. Right. Dude, I couldn't believe Frankie got the MMI. Oh, he t- did? He got, the, he got the MMI tip award because he sprained his ankle during the week. <laughs> Did Frankie. Frankie? They gave it to Frankie because he sprained his ankle Come and he, and he no, manned up and he worked all week with a sprained ankle. No, they didn't. I God is my witness, dude. I let's was. Try, laughing. Do you have his number? Let's ask. Him I do. His, let's ask him about his injury. I do. I don't know if I have it or the, not. The but. interview was epic, by the way. Oh yeah, Tits was at San Diego. I was there. We didn't even oh, talk really? about Thanks you. You by. can see me on TV. I was sitting in the front row. Thanks for coming by and saying hi. What about your guy Dunge? Well, he's not my guy. Oh. Oh. I thought you were back Ooh, after the win. He said it. No, no, no. Nice. Don't even go there. It's moving on. You know better than that. No, I really thought you were you were gonna just let it go and be bygone. Hey, someone want to call Fat Kid? Let's call him and congratulate him on his <laughs> on his award. Well, let's let's get leave first. We got leave on the line. Yeah, he's we'll on get, the line. Then we'll right get now. Fat Kid on. Hey, let me. I'll 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 send this over to okay. Tits. Hey, on the line with us is uh, Rocket Exhausts Privateer Honda Rider. Didn't have the best San Diego, but has been killing it the rest of the year. Michael Lieb, Lieb, what's up? Not much. Just hanging out. How you guys doing? Hey, thanks for coming on the show, man. Uh, Watson's here. My wife, Pookie's on, on the phone. And Moser's here with Andrew Short, super fan. So, um, hey, um, uh, let's talk a little bit about San Diego for you. What happened? First practice session, right? Yeah, it was first practice session. I think it was like the third or fourth lap. Pretty much just like... Uh, I made a small mistake, went over the bars, and mm-hmm. uh, kind of landed on my head a little bit. Nothing, like, serious at all. Like, it right. wasn't bad. And then uh, Asterix crew just kind of pulled the plug on, on riding for me for the night. So yeah. that was San Diego for me. That was it. Um, uh, and, and you might be one of the first guys I've talked to. Did you do the baseline testing or no? Um I I think we did back in uh, I think it was last year after I came home from the GPS. Okay. I think I think we did something then, but um, I'm not a hundred percent sure. There's like a bunch of baseline tests that you can do. Okay. Um, and so basically, uh, I guess you I probably don't really want to say, but you agree with their decision, or did you feel like you could ride? I felt like I was able to ride, but um, yeah. That was... uh, it's it's just a really tough call. I mean, right, like right. you know, when you when you kind of ding yourself like just a little bit, you know, you you're not as clear, I guess, as you you, you could be. But like I said, like it was super minor. And I I probably could have gotten through the night just fine, to be right. honest. Yeah, bummer deal. But hey, let's uh, let's flip this onto the more positive side. I would say <laughs> that you've been the biggest surprise of the series to me. Um, obviously, Billy Linovich is also a nice story coming back from from uh, you know. 
wherever he was. Uh, and you yeah. co- coming back, uh, never, you know, you, right after your amateur career, you go to Europe, you ride in GPs to uh, to some success, but not as much as you want. You come back in, and uh, dude, you're, you're riding well. You, at uh, Anaheim too, you got sixth, right? Um, yeah, I got a sixth right. there and a, a seventh in uh, LA. Right, and so to me, I think you're the biggest surprise. Uh, how? What about? Is this kind of where you thought you'd be? What What's your thoughts about how it's been going for you? Um, to be honest, it was really tough for me to kind of figure out where right. where I thought I'd be coming in. You know, like like you said, I, this was my first time, you know, kind of doing this on the whole Supercross bit. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely like a, a a position that I wanted to be in, and you know, my goal coming in was you know to get some top fives. Right. Um, you know, and I'm really close to that, and unfortunately. I was feeling really, really good in the few laps that I did in uh, San Diego, and I, I really felt like that was a good track for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but, uh, the night decided to go differently. But, yeah. uh, you know, most importantly, my only goal this year is to have fun and uh, fall back in love with racing. So it, it's kind of tough to, to say where I, where I thought I'd be as opposed to where I am. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm pleased with my progress. Um, yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, and and again, I'm sure your bike is good. Yeah, your dad owns Rocket Exhaust, knows what he's doing with motors and and exhaust, and I'm sure it works well. But hey, no doubt you're probably a little bit down on some horsepower and some other things, the weight maybe of your bike. So for doing what you're doing on that bike, I think uh, very very impressive. What? Let's yeah. let's. Yeah. Um, hey, Michael, before uh, the oh, you're just gonna interrupt me? No, you said it was free for all. Okay. I didn't have to I raise did. my hand. You're right. So, uh, being your first season in Supercross, what? Uh, how did you prepare yourself, or where did you ride? Or I can't even imagine. I mean, GPs are a whole other world, basically, literally. Um, well, yeah. not literally, but figuratively. Um, <laughs> Good so job. How did you? How did you get ready for Supercross for your first, you know, real crack at the season? Um, Randy train or uh, Randy Lawrence is my trainer right now, and has been for like the past year. And it was tough because after being in Europe, I had to come home and I started over on my whole conditioning. I um, like I, I honestly didn't have much training or practice time when I was in Europe. I was just kind of racing from weekend to weekend and never really, you know, had like a baseline as far as training. So we came home and uh, we we basically started over right when I got home. I was fired up and ready to go and in mid-September. And then, uh, yeah, I just started training with Randy Lawrence, and he trains the whole Rockstar Suzuki team, so I'm riding with guys like Anderson a lot, and uh, we train over at uh, La Paglia's. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's been our main our main base, I guess, is what you would call also Milestone, mm-hmm. and uh, they, they've been helping me out a, a great deal. So. Out, out at La Paglia's, yeah. did, you see, uh, did you see Short out there much? Yeah, Short's been out there a few times. Brayton's always out there, Sealy, Baker. You know, there's like a really good solid group of guys that go out there, and it's it's a really good kind of judger is, is what I would say. Um, you know, I, I caught up to you last year at Lomo. I don't know if you remember, but I made the trip to Lomo last year, uh, interviewed you a little yeah. bit. You're riding for Husky. Um, not going well for you. And and, and um, the factory Husky team, the bikes looked trick. They looked really cool, but they didn't – they sound a lot like vacuum cleaners out on the track. And I know the guys at Husky didn't like when I said that, but I stand by that. They – Sound a lot different from the KTM's. Um, you had limited success over there. How hard was it to to do that in a in Europe for two years and just in effect kind of bang your head against the wall? Um, honestly, it was one of the hardest things that I've gone through in life so far. Um, right. But also, it's a moment that I wouldn't be 
you know, if I didn't go through that moment, I wouldn't be where I'm at today as far as my yeah. success. Um, Good point. You know, it, it, it forced me to be strong mentally. It forced me to, to try and overcome things that, you know, people would simply kind of walk away from in ways and, you know, not saying anything bad about Husky. Right. They did, you know, whatever they could and, and they helped me out and supported me as best as they could as well. So, you know, they, they were down on power. It's a brand new bike. It's a brand new engine. You know, it's, it's kind of the way it is after they took, you know, seven years out of, out of motocross. So, you know, I kind of jumped into it thinking that they were going to, you know, progress a lot with the, with the engine as, as the gear kind of built on and moved mm-hmm. forward. And, um, you know, that part was a little bit of a letdown. And in two years, you know, they were tough mechanically. Um, yeah, so it, it was tough. I caught yeah. myself to sleep for a little while. Uh, um, uh, you, know, uh, you know, Moser, uh, Michael, wears X-Brand goggles. Clear vision? Yeah, clear vision. His vision is fantastic out there. And I actually built him goggles for the first time in San Diego, and he went a lap and a half. Didn't get to use them. I hope that's not related. Did I see a tweet that said all red? What? You said all red? Yeah, Scatterx red, red, yeah. 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 Um, hey, I'm curious, though, Michael. I, I don't follow the amateur scene that closely. I obviously heard of you. Um, you had some success. You won a title at Red, as I believe. Uh, yeah. Straight from there, you go to Europe. How does that happen? What What goes on to just you to say, hey, America, F you, I'm going to Europe? How does that go down? We did a local race, dude. Funny enough, like, we just went to, like, a local Elsinore deal. They had their Supercross deal going on. Okay. And we had decided that we were going to skip Supercross and we are going to go outdoor testing, but this, they had this, like, random Supercross deal. And Bud Racing Kawasaki, yep. they came down, and they were there. And Jackie Vermont actually saw me race, and I beat, you know, one of their GP guys. And, mm-hmm. like, three weeks later, he wanted to move on to, like, the 450, I believe. Yep. And they called me up, and I went out there, and, you know, like, originally it was, like, go D3 races, see how it goes. The USGP was, like, four weeks later, so I wasn't there for that long. And broke my wrist my first day. I think we talked about that the last time I was on. Yeah, yeah. So, Michael, yeah, but, uh, that, that's on, how that came up. On a brighter note, looking back at your Europe experience, what uh, what did you enjoy the most? Was it, uh, if you had to look at the positive side, what part did you... Um, I I loved like after the GP on the weekend Sunday night I'd go out and uh, I just kind of like go to whatever town we were in and I'd people watch honestly like that was probably the funnest times that I had and mm-hmm. you know like I traveled by myself so I was always you know kind of by myself and a little bit lonely but uh, those were probably like the coolest moments just you know living a day in like you know a different culture of life and and kind of you know being able to respect that I think that was the coolest part right right. Um, yeah, it would be pretty awesome. You know, I, I try to make time to go over there because it's just it's just cool, you know. I mean, it's just – I don't know. I just feel like European racing it gets a little bit of short short end of the stick, but it's the, the history and the tracks and the, the towns and the people. It's just really cool, right? I mean, it's, you got to appreciate it for what it is. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's definitely like, you know, a huge – a huge difference from here. And I, I haven't personally done like the outdoor circuit. Like I said, this is mm-hmm. like first, you know, kind of pro pro year in the States. But, you know, I mean, as far as what I saw from riding amateurs and stuff, you know, it's a different ballpark over there in Europe. Right. You know, I mean, there's honestly like, I've, I've seen true, I've seen like true fans here and stuff, but mm-hmm. these fans are crazy in Europe. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. They, uh, yeah. um, so are you going to do nationals? Yeah. yeah. Um, yep. Just trying to figure out and piece together how and with who. <laughs> yeah, I know because that's that's the magic part, right? 
Um, yeah, because there's no way I'm doing it by myself. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. You, uh, uh, it's not cheap, and to do it in the truck and trailer like you like you're doing the supercrosses, that's uh, it's got to be something. Yeah, you know, it, it's something, but to come home from Europe from riding from like factory Husqvarna team last year, mm-hmm. like to come home and go right back to my roots of, of you know when I was riding amateur stuff. Yep. it's awesome. I'm, I'm loving it. Um, and uh, and so I guess uh, you're off now for Seattle, Salt Lake. You're off for a while. What's the plans? Um, just kind of, you know, take, I think we're going to take, you know, the rest of this week and go riding on the weekend and then, um, yeah, kind of hit it back up next Monday and, uh, be ready to rip and maybe do a little bit of outdoor riding, maybe go out to Beaumont and have some fun and, uh, get right back into it. Hey, uh, have you talked to anybody about, uh, has any team short interest in you? Has anybody kind of hit you up and said, Hey, what's going on? What is it? What do you want to do? And any interest? That's been, like, the most asked question lately. And honestly, no. There's been nothing. Like, no phone calls. Dude, I bought handlebars for my bike. Come like, we on. Couldn't get. No, you didn't. We Swear to God, we bought three pairs of rental handlebars, and we put rocket stickers over them. And we have rocket bars now. <laughs> you know but, what? Uh, um, what were we just uh... – oh, Andrew Short's team has rental bars with a bar pad of their own doing. Like, I don't know if Renthal cut back some support from people because clearly Shorty's team doesn't have the kind of deal that you, you think because they're running a crossbar pad from, you know, supercross.com. Right, Moser? I don't, I don't know what bar pad they're running. I, no. I saw it, but, uh, yeah. yeah, it definitely wasn't a Renthal pad. Yeah, yeah, something's up with that, too. I can't believe you bought bars, Lieb, though. Come on. I got bars in my garage. I'll get you some. <laughs> Jeez. All right, hook, hook me up. <laughs> what bend are you? Um, Do you like the ferry bend? Because... Steve yeah. has a bunch of those in the garage. <laughs> I think I'm a 996. 996. Okay, yeah, it's old school Honda, I think. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's gnarly. Well, hey, I wonder, though, like, uh, well, I don't know. You're, I mean, your dad owns Rocket Exhaust, so obviously you're, uh, you're going to run that, and it's, uh, it's working well for you. But do you think people maybe are scared to come talk to you because they don't think you're going to leave because you got such a sweet deal with your dad when in reality, you know, all you want to do is make a salary, obviously, and get on a, you know, get on a uh, top-notch team. Is that maybe part yeah, of it? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't know. And, and if it is, like, I mean, I, I hope people are listening. And, you know, it, it's not that way. If the right deal comes along, then, right. you know, like we've talked about it, it's just a decision, you know, that, that I have to make for myself. And I own a part of Rocket Exhaust myself. And, right. you know, honestly, my dad makes a killer 250F pipe. And I've, I've you know, tested the, the PC and the Yosh and the FMF since I've been home. And, mm-hmm. you know, nothing against those guys. But, honestly, I feel my dad is right there, if not better. And, you know, for people that are listening, and also, like, you know, the pipe I'm running right now, you can buy, and it's a lot cheaper than the PC in the Yosh. And to me, the performance is just as good. But mm-hmm. as far as people, you know, worried about me not wanting to switch, you know, because people are running a different pipe, that's that's wrong. And, right. uh, you know, I hope people don't think that way. Yeah. I mean, do you think I'm – am I onto something or am I crazy? I kind of want to – No, I, yeah. I think people might actually, you know, think a little bit that way. Yeah. Um, right. You know, and if they do, you know, hopefully, you know, they, uh, they yeah. figure out that that's not the truth. Uh, now, Fly Racing is sponsors our show, and they make an awesome set of gear, an incredible line of gear. Uh, check them out, flyracing.com, and we thank them. But let's talk about your JT gear here. Um, it's bitching. Looks good. How, how's it been with it, JT? How's it been working with those guys? Love the stuff. Honestly, like, I, um, when I came home from Europe, we couldn't really get a gear deal with anybody at all. Mm-hmm. And, uh, dude, it was weird. Like, I came home, and 
And people that sponsored us forever, like, <laughs> they like, turned their back. They're like, who is this? Who is this? How'd you get our number? <laughs> yeah. And so I'm like, you know what? All right, guys. I'm just going to, you know, go find ways to do it myself. But uh, Rich Taylor yeah, was JT, there. Rich Taylor was there for you. Rich Taylor was there. Thank he was you. there every step of the way. Same Thank with you. Bob Rathcamp at Garnet. He was on it. Okay. It was, yeah. For the record. But, um, yeah, so anyways, like, uh, JT, I came home, and I, they gave me a set of gear, and it took us, like, six weeks to work out the contract. Mm-hmm. I had one set of gear. I didn't put a hole in it until, like, the fifth week, and I was riding four or five times a week. Yeah. Like, yeah. dude, stuff is amazing. It does not rip. Um, no, it looks, and it looks good. I love the blue and red motif. It looks, looks old-school Honda, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's a good job. I'm a big Honda fan, uh, Lieb, and I love the way your bike looks all red. And uh, I believe Lieb made your column. He did the just, just short, short column, column. There, where you almost made the main highlights. The, la- the first guy to not make the main event. You didn't make the is it Anaheim one or two or the second Phoenix? What was it? Anaheim one. Anaheim one. Yeah, just short in that one. Yeah, so, I was devastated. Well, <laughs> I, I gave you a quick shout out, and uh, you know, you and your sponsors were on the on the website, but. Uh, You've been, uh, You're doing that awkward had... pause thing again. No. Like, no. no. Tits? Focus. <laughs> yeah. I've been very impressed with your Supercross season thus far. Yeah. Yeah, you've, you've got – I like your style, too, on the bike. Uh, you know, you look like you got it – looks like riding in Europe for two years, you, you, you kept it sharp in Supercross. You know what I mean? Like, it didn't hurt your, hurt your style or, or hurt your speed in Supercross. Sometimes you see some of the Euro guys – not that you're Euro, but you've been there for two years. So, um, you know, you adapt different yeah. things. Yeah. Um, before we let you go, uh, I guess there's, a, there's often times on the internet message boards and things, it's a European versus American rider debate. Uh, you've been there. You've done that. Uh, thoughts on the European guys uh, that you raced every year for two weeks or for two years? Um, dude, they're solid. I mean, you know, look at Hurlings. Look at, look at like, for example, like what Roxon's doing. I mm-hmm. mean, Roxon was maybe on a, a little bit bigger step than a lot of people there. But, I right. mean, you know, Searle went there and – He's done well here, and he did well there. And, I mean, you know, the depth, once that you get back, you know, past 20, mm-hmm. it's probably not as deep, yeah. to be honest. And But anywhere, you know, from, let's say, 20 to, to you know, to first, I, it, it's there. I mean, but, it's super underestimated and overlooked over there, you know, in my opinion. Why can't you give Zach, Zach Osborne some credit? Osborne's, you know, you know he's going to go there this year, and he might possibly win a – Win a title, and you know he did awesome in Supercross. I yeah. think that was a, also a big surprise this year. You think he can win? He can beat Hurlings. I think he can win. Nice, that's awesome. Yeah. Zach, Zach's been on our show a bunch, so uh, uh, he's in Vegas here. His trainers here, so he comes and hangs out every now and then. But uh, well, hey, Michael, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it, man. Uh, like I said, a bummer about San Diego, but uh, regardless, a, a great season for you so far, um, and one of the big surprises, like I said, and, and you've been uh, you've been riding great, so. Um, thanks, thanks yeah, for coming thank on. You guys. Yeah, keep it thank up. You. I really appreciate it. And uh, keep it up. And if you need some uh, goggles or whatever, hit me up. Uh, I know, like I said, Rich said you were taken care of. But then when I see those flat red goggles, I know you weren't taken care of. So I gave up. Dude, I had to pay for bars. If I'm wearing, you know, older goggles, <laughs> I'm cool with it. We gotta get some bars to you somehow. We gotta get, we gotta get bars figured out. Who's, who's your agent? You need to fire him if you have one. <laughs> well, I guess I gotta fire my dad then. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't believe that your dad's in the industry and he did, probably knows everybody that someone can't cough up you know, five pair of handlebars. Yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, there's so I mean, many handlebar companies that would probably just love to give you handlebars. 
Did you guys read? Dude, like, you, you did you reach it, out to everybody, or did you just go to Renthal and they said, "Sorry, we can't help you." We were tagged for thirteen years, and like we were with you know a couple of people. We reached out to quite a few people, and we couldn't get any help. Like I said, like yeah. I came home. I guarantee you didn't call Vortex. I it's possible. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Vortex is a good handlebar, and they usually help out. I mean, dude, you're a main event guy, dude. Come on, give yourself some six. Cut yourself yeah, some slack, man. Yeah. I mean, dude, you're. I I guarantee you, if you call them now, they change their they change their tune. Oh, for sure they would. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's possible. Keep thanks. your head up. Keep your head up, dude. You're doing awesome, dude. Um, Dan, you want to take this? Let's take a call. We got a call for you, uh, Michael. Before we let you go, uh, does he speak English? Uh, yeah, or? yeah. No, it's from he's from uh, <laughs> He's from Italy. Of, Husky of Italy he wants to talk to you now. Uh, Dan, what's up? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to say, uh, yeah, Michael's uh, running my uh, oil filter cover, and as far as working with him on and off the track, it's been awesome. Great. Uh, he's been a great guy. I couldn't be more happy to have him uh, represent uh, Recamex, and if there's any companies that are, you know, any uh, uh, teams out there, they definitely should take a look at him for outdoors next year. They won't be disappointed. I mean, yeah, sounds like been a, awesome. Sounds like you could be his agent. Now we got he's got a new agent now. Damn, got a new agent. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, let me ask you a question. Uh, you know, Husky was like pretty involved in the states um, during the Supermoto deal. There's a shop down in San Diego. Did you ever deal with those guys? They're like GP Husqvarna or something like that. Do you know anything no, about I those didn't. dudes? Okay, I was just wondering. Yeah. Uh, we that, dealt, we dealt with the guys over in Corona, but as far as like. America Husky and European Husky, completely a different, different yeah, deal. Yeah, 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 I get that. The only reason I'm asking is I wanted to come back and talk. That was the team, that Husky GP uh, shop yeah. was when Pingree wheelie through their truck. Oh, yeah. That's who it <laughs> That's was. That's guy. why I was asking. Well, I think Husky is planning on coming back in America at some point. They've hired some key hey, people. Hey, do you want to hear something industry. about Husky? Check what? this out. What? You know, Kenny Germain works for me, right? Yeah. I guess there's a local shop. Up in uh, freaking, where is he from? Massachusetts, that gave who wanted to give Dowd like a bunch of bikes to go race the local stuff and all that stuff and maybe even ride it at the National uh-huh. at Southwick. And Dowd was like, no way, I don't want to ride that thing. No way, no way, no way. Well, all of a sudden, Dowd looked at the contingency program and he said, I'm in. Oh, yeah, that's good. So Dowd, I think I heard, if I heard it right, Dowd is going to ride a. Some maybe ride a husky at Southwick. Yeah, there we go. Maybe who knows? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I wish him the best of luck. <laughs> Michael's floored. Hey Dan, thanks for calling in. We appreciate the good right, words. Thank you. Yeah, thanks. Hey, um, this past this past sheik puts on this guy last the next lap right okay, here. Yeah, we're not. It's one of the that. top, dude. Hey, I'm telling uh, you right now, dude. One of the top five passes. In Michael, thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. And like I said, good luck. Thanks for everything. Oh, I thought Leap was gone. Thanks. No, hey, Lee, keep your head you up, dude. I'm, I'm, uh, I've been watching you. I think you're doing awesome. Keep up the great work, and you know it. Good things happen to good people. I think you're a good dude, and you know you 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 work hard. So, just just hang in there, dude. You'll get what you deserve. Well said, Kenny. He is a good. I really appreciate it, guys. All right, awesome. Thank you. Thanks. All right, Michael, leave everybody. Uh, Rocket exhaust, uh, dude. Like if I was one of those teams that's looking for looking for a filling rider on the East Coast, I would give that kid a shot on the 450. Come on, Kaizmo. Pre- Dave Kaiser from Renthal, come on. Hey, Dude, producer let me tell Pete, you. are we ready for the second uh, commercial round? i got to go pee. Hey, you want to hear something about Kais? Like, yeah. Renthal made a big, huge cutback, dude, this year. Huge. We almost got clipped. Is he still there? Kaismo's still there? Yeah. Huh. We almost got clipped, and uh, I was just like, 
you know, he asked me if we could, they could do bars, but they couldn't do sprockets. And I said, okay, I'll go do something else. And Kaizmo, give leave some bars. Yeah. Hey, we're going to go to commercial. Come back. Um, uh, BTOsports.com. Hey, watch this pass here, Moj. Watch this pass. JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV Helmets. Watch she, Works watch Connection, she, watch Vivian Home Automation. Watch, watch, watch. Tech outside, One Design, inside, Fly Racing, Free Gun Underwear. Watch this. Thanks, everybody, for sponsoring we're us. watching the classic I know you won't come back 2013 because you sick? won't be on board with us because you don't feel like you get enough exposure. My bike. So, so when, everybody, middle, middle, middle. when everybody doesn't pay us for next year, Please direct all your complaints to Kenny Watson. Dude, look at the pass. All-time greatest pass is right there in motocross history. Chic. This is Georgia Lindsay, presenter of the Motocross Grand Prix, and you're listening to the Pulpomex Show with Mathis and Watson. You're listening to the Pulp MX Show, presented to you by BTOsports.com, featuring Kenny Watson and that other guy. Thanks for listening. Please support our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Hey, race fans, thanks for listening to the Pulp MX Show presented by BTOsports.com. We here at BTOsports.com want you to remember that BTO Sports is the world leader in aftermarket parts, gear, clothing, and accessories for all things moto. And BTO offers free shipping on all orders within the continental U.S. that are $85 or greater. And free shipping on international shipments over $7.99. BTO Sports stands behind the sport to the fullest by supporting riders from amateurs all the way up to the BTO Sports Suzuki professional race team. BTO supports the moto lifestyle because the moto community supports BTO. With great customer service, all the products you want and need, there's no reason to be going anywhere else but BTOsports.com for the best service, pricing, and after-purchase care in the industry. Remember, you can save on your order by typing into the code MATHES, that's M-A-T-T-H-E-S, before you check out for great savings. So take your Pulp MX coupon code and head over to BTOsports.com now for all your motocross shopping needs. Works Connection has been around 22 years, providing top quality protection for your bikes, which includes our quick adjust clutch perches, work stands, and skid plates. We're proud sponsors of the rock star Makita Suzuki, as well as Hardin Huntington, and many other teams competing on the highest level. From Steve Lamson in 1990 to Ryan Dungey in 2011, we've got you covered with top-notch products made right here in the U.S. of A. Check out our website at worksconnection.com. And when you order, enter Pulp MX for a 20% off discount. Producing helmets since 1948, AGV merged with Dainese in 2007, birthing a renewed commitment to top-of-the-line head protection for off-road and racing enthusiasts. 2012 brings the MTX, AX8, and AX8 EVO. The AX8 EVO is a top-of-the-line helmet worn by Travis Pastrana and Ashley Filer and features the latest in technical design, safety, and comfort. The carbon Kevlar fiberglass hybrid shell keeps the weight low at only 1,100 grams. New padding and revised outer shell incorporate our new shock absorber system, which cooperates with existing back protection. The AX8 is available in nine colorways with an additional seven in the AX8 EVO. Check them out at agv.com. Since 1973, FMF has been about getting more out of riding motorcycles. More power, more wins, more fun. For 39 years, we've been rolling up our sleeves, building our factory, engineering and manufacturing the world's finest performance exhausts. 
Innovation in American craftsmanship makes FMF today's leader in performance. The solution to safeguarding your bike, your tools, and everything else is easy. It's Vivint Alarms and Home Automation. Whatever it is you want to protect, Vivint is one of North America's largest security companies. And on top of the peace of mind you get from having everything protected, you can also get home automation as well. Imagine controlling everything, from your thermostat, lights, to cameras, from your phone. Vivint lets you do all that and more. Ryan Villapoto and even Mathis himself have and use the system every day. Pulp MX Show listeners save 100 bucks by clicking on the banner on the show page. Want to learn more? Go to vivint.com slash pulpmx. Fly racing is moto passion defined. From Trey Kennard and Andrew Short to amateurs, our designers and sales staff, even the crew in the warehouse, we live and breathe racing. 2012 introduces our best line ever, but don't take our word for it. Tell us about the new signature carbon F2 helmet, Andrew. It was cool to have some input on the designs, and I already really liked the helmet because it was lightweight and safe, but now that the graphics represent what I wanted, it's pretty cool to race in it. How about that 2012 Evolution and Kinetic Racewear? The Evo stuff, I wear it in Supercross. It's a little more high-end because of the looks, and it's a little more heavy-duty, but the Kinetic stuff I love for outdoors because it's lightweight and it feels like it vents a little better. I go mostly off function for uh, what I choose to race in. How's the durability? You know, over the years, they've improved tremendously, and they never settle, and that's what I like about the gear. Fly Racing is distributed exclusively in the United States by Western Power Sports. How about those guys, Andrew? Western's a cool company. They're great people. That's what I want to be surrounded with, but they love to ride, and they're passionate about the sport. You know, it's cool to see that translate into a product and a company and what they stand for. Follow Fly Racing in the social media sphere at Facebook.com slash Fly Racing or Twitter.com slash Fly Racing USA. With over 20 years of experience in the graphic design and motocross industries, Tech One Designs has the expertise you need to make your bike look like the pros. Offering a variety of semi-custom and fully custom graphics for your bike, Tech One Designs delivers just what you need at the prices you want, with backgrounds starting as low as $29.99 and full graphic kits from $149.99. As a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show and its dedicated listeners, we want to show our support by offering 15% off your next order. So go to tech1designs.com today and enter the discount code PULPMX15 at checkout to save money today. The little company that could. X-Brand Goggles, the choice of top riders like Kyle Chisholm, Josh Strang, Zach Osborne, and many others, is coming on strong in 2012. Our top-end line of Gox and Limited Goggles have all the features you could want, including four-layer face foam, a lightweight frame, as well as a no-fog anti-scratch lens. Owned and operated by former national racer and test rider Rich Taylor, it's 25 years of goggle technology, all wrapped up into a high-end goggle with a low-end price. For more information, check out thexbrand.com. And remember, listeners to the Pulp MX Show can save some cash on their order by typing in the words Xcode 2012 before they check out. That's Xcode 2012. Free Gun Underwear is here, everyone. A men's and ladies' underwear company that has taken over Europe has landed on American shores with some of the freshest and funkiest styles you've ever seen. Michael Essie, Ashley Fialek, and X Games star Jared McNeil all know about Free Gun, and you should too. Over 200 designs for both sexes starting at $9.99. There's sure to be something for you. Free Gun, get hip and get cool. Free Gun is a proud sponsor of the Pulp MX Show. 
For more information, check out freegun-underwear.com. Yeah, welcome back to the Pulp of Mech Show presented by BTOsports.com. Thank you, Justin Brayton, Kerry Hart, Forrest Butler, Jason Thomas, Mosier. Uh, I can't believe JT had a beanie on and a... I never saw the Fohawk. I was, I was bummed. Right? Yeah. Can't believe that. Maybe it's his new good luck thing. Maybe we should try that. He needs to run it next week and see Just keep works. doing it. Yeah. yeah, just keep running it for sure. Um, we've got a lot of things to run through here. Um, I tried to point out the irony to JT that the, the biggest whoops of the season, and he he did his best finish of the year. Yeah. Qualified. Well, you yeah. know why I think he did so good is because he's kind of a technical guy, and he's a veteran. And I knew, like, we were, it was funny. Before the races started, during practice, um, it was Kerry, myself, McGrath, and who else was there? Someone else was there with Jeremy. I can't remember who was sitting next to him. but Button, maybe? It, oh, it was Brock Clover. And him and Brock and myself, we were saying, this is the track that's going to separate after the first three guys. And you're going to see if it's, you know, Weimer, Wyndham, you know, Metcalf, all those guys, Millsaps, all those other dudes that are always on the bubble. This track is going to show you who's in shape, who's not in shape, who's doing their work. MC said it, and I was like, you know what, you're 100% correct. And I'm not saying my guy is, is in better shape than any of those guys because I don't think he is. But he made less mistakes, and that's what I think it's to the point where people are, you know, have to use their head. And that's why I think JT did really well because I, I know he just put his head down and said, you know what, I'm going to ride if it's a 52 every lap, it's a 52. And if I get six, I get six. If I get 16th, I get 16th. And that's hey, just being a veteran and being smart. Pull your mic down a little bit, Mosier. I'm getting some breathing into the mic. Are we all getting the breathing from Mosier? Yes, I hear that. Yeah. Heavy breathing? Am I nervous? It's from you, maybe. Um, hey, let's go to the Tweet at Tits segment. Let's do that. BTOsports.com. Tweet at Tits. These are actual questions sent by the listeners. Two on the air, and Tits picks the best ones. you get a lot of them this week? I did, actually. Am I asking a question this week? Uh, you are, actually. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> We interrupt this broadcast to bring you this important bulletin from BTOsports.com. It's the Tweets at Tits Q&A segment where your twatted questions find answers. All right. Um, let's start off with a question from Brad Gebhard. He asks, if there will ever be someone who dominates like Ricky did. Again. Nope, never again. One time. It's 
you ever hear the Foo Fighters? Here goes my hero. <laughs> they will never play that song again. It's a silly question. I mean, nobody's going to win that many championships again. I mean, you really don't think so? No, dude. There's no way. Not, even, undefeated, fi- not even 15 years in the undefeated future? outdoor national champion. Right. I think. Lost. I think James uh, Stewart did it too. Not once. No, dude. Ricky did it twice. St- Stewart had an. No, no. I'm not saying the undefeated season. season. I'm saying Ricky never lost an outdoor national championship. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know what the difference? I think Ricky. I mean, no disrespect. James was in there. Wyndham was in there. Though he had a, a, a lot of guys that were in there with him. But there were some serious years where he stayed healthy, and, and there was really he didn't have competition. I think the fields is so stacked, like Forrest was saying, and it's going to be that way for a long time. And you know, with the young guys coming up, I just don't think there's going to be one guy um, that's really you know maybe until Cincerello comes around that's just going to be able to dominate. You know, and I think if there's anyone, I think he could be the guy. All right, um, Carl Strickland asks. Uh, is it a matter of time until a writer has a meltdown when Aaron sticks the mic in their face after they just crashed out, a la Jake Weimer this week? No, I don't think so. They just won't answer it, you know? I don't know. What happened there? I didn't see the TV coverage. Uh, just Aaron asked Weimer. or she was, It was more Tomac. She was asking Tomac after he crashed about oh, uh, right. what he, happened. He and didn't all give that. her an interview? He did the first time, but then he didn't really want to talk. She followed. I wouldn't have followed up with well, that second question. Well, he had well, in. He has earplugs in, so he couldn't hear yeah. what she was asking. Anyway, so yeah. he kept saying, right. I can't hear you. Right. right. And she keeps going. And it's just like, what, what do you want yeah. me to do? Right. I can't hear well, you. Well, but questions. she can't hear him saying, I can't hear you. Yeah, she she has can't head- hear that? She has an, a headset on, and unlike Weege's, hers actually works. Yeah. And it's plugged into something, so she can hear the other guys in the booth. Yeah. All right. Or, you know, yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul McCready asks, should Anstey be, quote-unquote, docked for deliberately <laughs> racing to the inside of the tough blocks in the first turn of the main? I saw that. I didn't know that was Anstey. I saw that guy. That's I, don't, I saw uh, that as well. I didn't know yeah, that was Yeah, I didn't him. know who it was. Um, clearly not. They didn't do anything, so whatever. But should he? Um, well, he – Yes. I, I, I say yes. I mean – what caused him to go in there, I guess, is the first thing. Um, you know, he got hit by another rider, so he was he went raced down the inside. There's nothing. He's not avoiding anything. Like two, The start straight is flat, and where he's mm-hmm. riding is flat. So he's Where not, is he from? England. Aren't you supposed to enter the track <laughs> where you exit it? I rest my case. No, it's at the Europe next safest like location. All right. Yeah. Well, back and see. Okay. Um, Sam Wigan asks, why do some mechanics – Lift the rear of the bike and spin the tire when the bike's on the starting oh line. Steve, we've so covered this. So stupid. Steve, why did you do that? I never did that. Or did I? You know, I, my, uh, they they think that it like they dig the tire and it'll be extra grip when the tire <laughs> okay. on your sixty horsepower four fifty like yeah. uh-huh. your little bit of turning the tire is going to just dig in even more. It's ridiculous, and it's the same with the mechanics wearing the boots and the and the kicking the. Kicking the uh, the rut and stuff. It's all just bullshit. <laughs> dude, I remember back in the day, dude, I wore a pair of baseball cleats down there. <laughs> <Did you? laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be a that was awesome, dude. Okay. That That'd was when I worked for Deegan. We had a big bore in our bike. We cheated on And then also the mechanic cheated. I had cleats on. Is that not allowed? No, no wonder why fucking oh. Duke Finch just hated you guys. He didn't never know. I never got busted for that. Uh, okay. I never even told anybody. <laughs> I All think right. Berlute might have seen it. And said How about something. the contact cleaner on the pavement on the cement? Yeah, that starts. was awesome. You put it in a, you, in you a rag? Spray the shit out of it, put it in a Ziploc bag? Dude, no. What I would do is I would just 
have it in a, a like a, a little can, a little con. Bell made these little miniature ones, and I'd wrap it up in a towel, and I have like two towels, and I'd go down like I was scrubbing the ground, and I had my hand <laughs> on the button the whole time. Did anyone like concrete stars? No, universally they hated. They were yeah. stupid, and I'm glad they're they're gone. That was, you know, it, it was crazy because a lot of those kids came out of amateurs and they started off the pad, and that's. I can't believe you put a bottle in. Like that's blatant. <laughs> that's awesome. That's blatant. Ugh. <laughs> uh. All right, uh, Brandon Mullins uh, wants to know, what's the weight limit for the 450s? Uh, do any teams use carbon fiber to build the chassis? <laughs> yeah, yeah. carbon fiber chassis. They're yeah. everywhere. They're does. everywhere. Uh, the weight limit is uh, 217 or? 219. 219? Yep. Um, Honda's within. Uh, three they're there. They're, they're there. No, they're not. They're not there. They're, they're right there. They're right the there. They're close. I was talking to the Honda guys this weekend about it a little bit. Um yeah, do you, know, do, you know, do you know what Andrew Schwartz bike weighs? For sure, without a doubt, the Honda is the lightest bike in the pits. The factory Honda. Okay. And it goes from there. Okay. Um, Nick Costner uh, wants to know if you guys think Stewie will do better out east. Yes. yes. All right. If he doesn't retire before then. Okay. Um, here's an interesting question. Um, Brian Weimer asks, uh, he says, the Team Cowie silencer deal with PC and FMF. Was the drama muffler. all muffler? Okay, right. The muffler was the drama all about the design of the end cap due to Villapoto's 2010 crash where it stuffed it full of dirt. That was part of it, from what I hear. No, that's part of it. No. Okay. Wow. Okay. I, I no, thought, it had I nothing it was a to do with question, it. It was all but... about the sound, and they could get better power out of the cap. And I know that for 100% fact, not fiction. Fact, Steve. We are sponsored by Pro Circuit. We worked very close with them, and that's what the case was. So you could think what you want over there, but uh, are you saying that Cowie never said to them, "Hey, we had almost we had a DNF because we we plugged mud mud plugged in the back of our sensor. Could you please try to redesign the end cap so that doesn't happen like the other manufacturers?" No, because that cap uh, before they even went back to doing factory Cowie, they had that design done. Who who? I'm sorry. Who's uh? Geico, who does their pipes right now? Yosh. Yosh okay, yeah, so that, Tomac? That's why Tomac's bike wouldn't restart because it had uh, dirt in the exhaust. At least that's what it looked like. Did you see that from your front row spot? <laughs> I did, actually. And the TV. Hey, are you mad at me because Moser had a press box pass and you didn't? And I got your tickets and Wygant got his? Uh, no. I just want you to know. I, I asked for three tickets, not just one. I would have so. got you a press pass. I didn't pass. ask for any tickets. My I would have got didn't. you a press pass had you not been with your three janky buddies. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I wasn't right. upset. Right. Well, my amazing. Well, don't, don't be mad. My amazing I, I wife, who's nine months pregnant, got me that ticket. Eight months pregnant. Nine. I got corrected by text. <laughs> that last month can make a big difference there, bud. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. All right. Uh, Neil Romero asks, what would be the negative uh, or what would be a real negative claiming rule for the lights class? Hmm? That you would lose your bike? Is is there anything else? I think that's a pretty big one. Okay. Hey, Mitch, you sunk a uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars in this bike, and we're just gonna somebody's gonna take it. I think I was making another one, right? I I will say this, and I've said this to Mitch over some Bud Lights one time. Uh huh. That class, Bud, I be, I I Coors Lights maybe. Bud Light, Bud Light, Coors, Coors, Coors Light. That that class is out of control. That's not what the class was supposed to be. And I'm glad when a team like Troy Lee or 
somebody else can get in there because I think there needs to be a production role in that class. Something has to be done and, and, and God bless Mitch, he didn't agree with me. He said, you know, I just build the best bikes and he does. And I'm glad to see that but I just think when you have Geico and Pro Circuit and Pro Circuit and Geico and Geico and Pro Circuit and Pro Circuit and Geico, that's not good for anybody. We need parity in our sport. That's why the NFL is successful, Tits. Okay. All right, uh, Jason Rambo asks. He says, "Nothing is over. Nothing is over. The bikes have changed from aluminum frames to four strokes to fuel injection. Blah blah blah. What do you guys see as the next big advancement for the bikes?" Andrew Short thinks that the next big advancement will be the wheels, going from a spoked wheel to something different. Just in case you're wondering, that's that's good to know. Actually, you guys care to comment? If Shorty says that, then it's <laughs> gotta be true. <laughs> okay. Hey, what about our pilot shooting? You're excited about that. Well, it could turn us it could turn us into millionaires overnight. <laughs> overnight. <laughs> Are you guys gonna wear matching shirts or yeah, we're Can I like just say something? When we're shooting our pilot, you're gonna have to put the headset on when we have guests on. Because other people will be like, What a dick. They're gonna look at you and be like, Are, what a dick. Are they gonna want you guys to be on your phones the whole time as well? Well, I mean I'm on my phone for work purposes. Texting get <laughs> texting okay. guests. Okay. I can't vouch for him. Uh-huh. All I'm saying or is that stopping and taking phone calls in the middle of the life. That's life could change for Kenny. Those are those are so, a show sponsor, so that's appropriate. People are gonna see. It's not always a show sponsor. Kenny's gonna come that under was. criticism if he takes it. You know who two seventy two is? Hey, Brett Salander. Hey, I will turn this off remember, right now. Remember stop. Remember how you were talking about needing to pay attention? Hey, producer Pete, do you have any V-necks? Like, what are you gonna wear in the show? Maybe show off a little cleavage. There's gonna be five <laughs> cameras in here. Five cameras. Do you uh-huh. trim your chest hair or shave completely? Uh, <laughs> freaking guy. Anyway, uh, here, here, uh, so here, here. Uh, it was so crazy question. I mean, God, it like, caught me. It caught so, me. Off guard, so inappropriate. Actually. Oh God, so yeah. inappropriate. Anyway, I do uh, like your musk tonight. Thank you, Robert Lincourt uh, has a, a good question. He says, "Do you think J Bone Lee will put, Cullum? Hey, Lee Cullum. Hey, not, not Cullum. I'm in the middle of something here. Jay all right, Bone." He wants to know if J-Bone will put Yamaha stickers on the Cowie to prove to James it's not the bike. You're really going to – that's one of your questions you picked. <laughs> that's really was, a question you I picked. I thought it was funny. Someone who has a legit question is not going to answer I think Jeremy on. would do it if he can get TV time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was – I saw him at Starbucks on uh, Saturday morning. Uh, oh, no, I seen you guys when you walked down the track, remember? No. You don't remember? No. You and Coy and J-Bone walked right up when I was walking and we walked in together. See, you're you're sort of fucking up those guys' ass. You don't even remember what goes on around you. Once the pilot shoots, I'm not going to be talking to anybody. You're <laughs> Fine, you can do it all on your own. Then you have to talk to my agent to talk to me. Shit, pilot, it ain't going to happen, dude. You're saying the pilot's not going to happen? Pilot might happen, but did you know how many times I've done a pilot? Just like Carrie and I said, at least more than a handful, and it does not work out. Hey, look, there's my shroud. <laughs> That's why I'm a fu- just hit the. Should I turn button, it off? Please. Now look at the shroud. We'll turn it off. No, 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 don't turn it off. Don't turn it off. Hey, is that Ferry in front of him? Yeah. (laughs) Next question. Come on, producer. You didn't even answer the last one. What was the question? That wasn't even a good question. Kenny said if if J-Bone gets TV time, he will. Okay. All right, fine. All right. Uh, Joel Strecker says, uh, with all the new teams and stacked field, is it time to expand the main to 22 riders? Um, Yes. Well, Forrest uh, mentioned something about that. Um, 
the lights guys going from 22 to 20, mm-hmm. I've never been able to get an answer from anybody on why it happened. I've asked Feld. I've asked AMA. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. And they still have 22 gates. And they still have 22 gates. Yeah, I saw they put and a if you're on, on And if you're on a beginner something. lights team, a guy like Nick Paluzzi or any of those jerkies out there, they used to not give any points to the two guys. They used to skip points. What, what is the harm? Put them in there. Why would you not put them in there? Right? There used to be four guys out of the LCQ, not two. It, yeah. In the yeah, class. because they went to the two, 22 gates. Yep. It, it's, it's ridiculous. I don't understand why they would cut that down. Did you ever get a response on the 450s why they cut it? They've never cut it. It's always been 20. Oh, and this guy's our producer. Oh, I thought it was the other this way around. Our, I thought this guy's the our producer. Were, oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. Um, wah, wah, wah. Okay. Um, we need to get some shorty drops. Like a shorty laugh. or Don't get me started on drops. Last question for the evening. Shorty does have a funny laugh. Murray454 says, if things keep going the way they are for Stewie, does that make him less likely to do the outdoors this year? Yes. Definitely. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't say that enough. Um, uh, Emails. Reader emails. Uh, Larry sent this in. Larry Brooks. Hey, guys, I think think Watson's idea of holding a contest so a fan will get to be part of an actual working race team is an awesome idea. Plus, having the money generated from the auction benefiting Morris is a class act, showing the loyalty and respect those in the sport have for one another. Hopefully, this contest works well, and you'll have more of like it in the future. Having the contest again without the 500 minimum bid would be great. You're going to get more than $500 for this. It doesn't matter what the minimum is. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, just, I'm not trying to discredit the idea. I'm a college student working part-time, and I don't have the money to pay $500. Keep up the good work, guys. The show is awesome. Well, you know what that shows you? Don't go to college. <laughs> Way to go, Jim Rome. You want to crinkle that up? That was nice. Uh, no facts here. Uh, <laughs> ben B. Uh, hello, ladies. K-Dub, you're the man. Tits, go kick rocks. Uh, for the first time this season, I had to mute the broadcast of the TV. Stuart is a beast on a bike. We all get it, but I really wish Ralph would get Stu's nuts out of his mouth. <laughs> Can't take anything away from Stu for the way he rode, but the majority of people that watch and attend these races already know how gutsy and fast he is. Share the TV time. I would love to have had more info on Hanny's break or what happened to Weimer, Alberts, and her way. I'm by no means – this is from obviously from A2. I'm by no means a Stu Basher. I think he has a natural talent of anybody. I'm from Florida. He's from Florida. Share the love, though. On a side note, Steve, you not going to Daytona is like Wilson not going to Toronto. It's Daytona, and you're a media guy. Take the donut out of your mouth and get there. Food for thought. Hit up St. Louis and head down to Florida with RV and Baker. Get a week jump. Get a week jump start on a workout program. Then do Daytona. Two birds, one rock. Do it. That's all I got. Ben B. I'm not going to Daytona. Sweet. <laughs> Kenny's like, I'd go to, I'd not go to more races. <laughs> How about sure. Hart's? Uh, how about Hart's thing uh, going to at nationals? Oh my he was god. Not, he didn't sound super pumped on it. What? He didn't sound pumped to go to. Kenny the didn't sound super pumped. No, I don't no, think Hart did. Hart's hey, not either. Can you yes. try to call Frankie again? Sure. I'm pumped on it though, Kenny. Let's, uh, let's call Frankie. Let's do voicemails though. Let's do voicemails, though. Hey, do you want last week's or this week's? This week's. Okay. Well, the producer and Steve Fumble. Um, hey, this is Teflon. Um, kind of got to thinking, instead of going out to Villapoto's place in Florida, why don't you have your little Zachy Poo hook you up with a trainer in Vegas? Isn't that why he keeps coming to Vegas to go to a trainer? You can still pay your bills, get skinny. It'll be awesome. Anyway, adios. Hey, Mathis. Oh. I was just curious. Uh, uh, hey, let's go to our, our celebrity had, uh, caller. 
Producer. Celebrity caller. David Villeman. What's up? What's up, man? Thanks for calling. I said you could call in. I wasn't sure if you were going to or not. Maybe you were scared. Hey. I was busy, but then I spent uh, an hour on the chat, and then I said, hey, I'm going to call in and see. What's uh, up? Uh, first, uh, first thing we got to do is settle out the fact that you're stealing the name Observations for your column. My lawyers will be in touch. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to... Actually, Erica had a good, uh, a good name for it, like uh, Snake Eye or something like that. <laughs> Yes. I, I need to change it. <laughs> Snake Eyes is good. No, you know what? I'm I'm joking. It's a tribute to have uh, you use my name. You know what I mean? Uh, you've taken more of a uh, more of a media role lately. I like it. I read stuff. It's good. It's uh, it's honest. It's thoughtful. Kenny, I'm sure you have not read it. DV's been doing a little blog after the races. On what? On Twitter or no? On uh, DV.com Blogspot. What what is it? DV. DV12. DV12. Yeah, you can go. You can go straight. Uh, you go dv934.com. He goes directly to it. That's the only way I know you anyways. DV12? Nope. Oh. That's not his real number. 934? 934. 934. The yeah. Cobra. La, la Cobra. Yeah, La, la Cobra. Um, and wait, what, so what, uh, let's talk, let's talk. Hey, uh, hey, let's talk about, hey, did you hear about Tony Alessi and me, dude? Yeah, yeah. I was, uh, I actually started to work out again and, uh, I listened to the show last week. That was actually pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, nothing, uh, no surprise there, you know, so. Dude, he went on, he, he called in the show earlier today. You got to listen, you got to download it and listen to it. He says, I do not, uh, I, I like Josh Hansen a lot, but I do not like Kenny Watson as much. And we called him and he said, I don't want to talk to that. He's a prick. <laughs> wow. Um, well. You know, you, team manager to team manager, you pissed him off. No, it's team manager to dad. That's what he is. Because <laughs> he wouldn't be a team manager of that team if his kids weren't on it. Uh, DV, I, don't, I don't think he's a manager anyway, but he manages uh, the 450 program or whatever. But well, he needs to figure out how to manage a little bit better instead of hiring a, a child porn guy to drive his motorhome. Wow. <laughs> um, uh, that was that was below the belt. Yeah, come on. I'm just joking. It wasn't. I'm, yeah. I didn't mean. I didn't mean no harm by that, Tony. Hey, uh, uh, DV, let's talk about let's talk about uh, San Diego. Well, hey, do you, in your opinion, uh, Lapper situation? What's your thoughts on that? How bad was that? Carrie Hart was in studio earlier, and you know, kind of I felt let the Lappers have it. I mentioned, you know, hey, they're racing too, and they may not get caught up in it. But uh, Carrie's opinion yeah, was, hey, there's a race, you're not in it. You know. You know, I was in the position where, uh, you know, I was um, racing for for a win or a second place. And then when you have a 10 or 11, if you get 10 or 11 or 11, 12 or whatever, it's not a big deal. You, you make 200 bucks more, you know, like at the end of the day and one or two points. But, you know, you have Chad and, and Ryan, what... What we want as fans, I'm a fan now, what we want is those two guys to dive together all the way to the finish, and we don't want any lapros to come and just, you know, um, blow the party up, you know what I mean? So let them race. You know, you're lap down. Uh, you're going to get 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever. It's, it's not of a deal, you know, and let the, the guy that run for the championship just move over, you know, just... You can go take an uh, inside or outside. You're gonna lose a second just to let 
uh, really go by. Just let him go by and race right. for the win. Who's the worst lapper you had to yeah. deal with, Kyle Lewis? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I don't remember. I don't remember. But Heath Foss? Yeah, there's uh, some that always want to race. And, you know, right. that's kind of... Yeah. It's, so, it's tough because they're in the, in the main line and you, you sometimes you go out of the way and you lose time and you get frustrated and that's some... You, it's not. It's not really cool. I think right. let the leaders freaking race and then just do the race after that. And yeah, well, you know, um, no, you're right. It, it, it's it's it is it is tough. Um, look, look, what if a, a lapper like in San Diego, for example, just mess up Chad like a couple of seconds, three laps to go, the race is over. Right. You know, right. and we don't have we don't have Chad passing uh, um, uh, Ryan. I think no, let him race. You know, I think. Mm-hmm. Lap pros are part of the game. They they play uh, a part in the game, but they they shouldn't blow everything up. That's right, what I'm right. saying. Hey, what do you think? Uh, did you read my column on Pulp Mexis last week? No. Okay. Uh, what did you think? What, what's going on with James? What's in your opinion? What's going on? What's happening? Um, what do you see? And uh, how how can he get better? Uh. I'm tired of listening to people saying I'm a Yamaha guy and and this and that. I think James, the problem is I think there's a little setup. I think it's, it, it doesn't look as comfortable. But there's also a James uh, problem. When he goes wide open in those groups and miss one and crash, you know, that's a James error. That's not the bike, I don't think. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you need to lose maybe, you know, three, four tenths in the groups and be consistent rather than going super fast and being on the edge and missing one and drop the front wheel in a steep one and go over the balls. I think that's one of the problems. I think uh, he wasn't as comfortable. He was a little sketchy. but And the, fastest, the faster you go to the whoops, the better it is. But there's always the this one time you're going to miss one mm-hmm. and drop the front end and go over the bows. That's what happened. And I don't think that was um, a setup problem or a bike problem. I think it was, I think, a champ's error on, the, on on this particular race. Right. Hey, we got uh, we got Moser, uh, super, Shorty Superfan, in studio here. Got a question for you. Hey, DV, you were always, you know, the whoops were always one of your strong points. What, uh, what do you think of Tomac's rack? Was it just a, you know, slight error? Obviously, you know, he, Missed one of the whoops, but what's your take on that? Yeah, I did not see the crash. To, uh, to be honest, uh, I heard he missed one, just like Bubba did. You know, I think in those whoops, they, they look super easy. Like when they were new, they were really round, and the unseated lights and first practice went through them pretty easy. But the thing is, the dirt got was kind of hard, and they got cut out really bad, and. They rolled them before the night program, mm-hmm. but they just dragged loose dirt into uh, into the bottom. The loose dirt, you know, just you know, flew away after the first mm-hmm. light erase, and then it was back where on the on the dangerous side. Dangerous side, but they were technical, and you know, I think it, it was just a matter of going through them really consistent. Maybe not. Uh, super fast, but mm-hmm. you know, I, th- I thought Reed did, a, did great. He was going through them really consistent, and he's always great in the wolves, but 
know, you have to find a good line and just be consistent in them. You know, guys like me in the media, we're, we're talking about uh, Dungy's KTM and his adjustment and how it's been pretty awesome, and he won a race, and he looks great, and he's up to speed on that bike way sooner than a lot of us thought, but maybe not. It looks like they got some work to do. Yeah, I think you need to put him in, in uh, perspective. His uh, win in Phoenix, you know, he he started first. Weimar was behind, and Wyndham was third for you know eighteen laps. Um, Weimar was happy to be second and get his first podium. He wasn't really pressured. Um, you know, he was in front. He won the race. Great for him. Great for KTM. But I think. The bike setup is not is not there yet, you know, and it's not there for Marvin either in the lights. He struggled all day in the Wolves, and you know, Moss was better in the Wolves than Dungy and Marvin combined mm-hmm. on the KTM. I think that's pretty much like same thing, the setup. <clears throat> but what's good about Dungy is small. You know, it's going to be there at the beginning. He's always on the podium. He's scoring big points. He's only like maybe 10 points behind in the championship. Um, and I think uh, they're going to get better. And right. he needs to get comfortable, confident. And he'd be up there if, if they improve a little bit. And he was struggling. And he did not go like all out like um, Bubba. He did not say like, oh, I'm going to go like wide open and and right. and see what happens. You know, he, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's struggling. He struggled all night. He knew that was in a great spot, uh, a great race for him. But, you know, he stayed right. on two wheels. He struggled in the wolves, and he got a podium. Yeah. And he only lost five points, uh, uh, and that was it, instead of mm-hmm. losing 20. Right. Uh, 250 E-Series kicks off this weekend. Um, any, any surprises? Or is it, we're going to see Barsha? Uh, Kenny, Ken Roxon kind of just got back riding. Has Barsha got the... Um, the edge on everybody, you think? Um, I don't know. You know, I like Justin. He's, he has a special riding style. Um, it seems like he did better on the 450 last year, let's say outdoors. And on my opinion, that's because his corners are, you know, more of a 450 rider than a 250F. I think he don't rail the turns mm-hmm. a lot. It's kind of like stop and go. Which is not really a big deal on the 450. Right. Uh, 250F might be like a little different, but um, yeah, I think the East is going to be good. There's Baguette. I think um, uh, Mookie is going to be good. Malcolm is going to be good. Yeah, Mookie. Uh, think, what do you think about Durham? Um, yeah, I've seen Durham at the, uh, at the Kawi track quite a few times. Um, I think Baguette is, is still quite a bit faster, though. But, um, what about what about uh, what's the rock star guy, Tim, uh, Steve Wharton? Wharton, I think he could surprise some people. He's he's won races. Yeah, um, yeah I think their yeah. bike. I don't know about no. their bike. Uh, no, no way. I don't. I don't think for top three. I don't think, but you know, never know. Did you I, ever, I, I'm not did really you ever, sure. Did you ever count him in before when he when he won, or was it just like uh, whatever? Like he's done good. I mean, I'm just wondering what you think. Like. When he was there before doing good, did you go, man? Wharton's going to do good tonight. No, never. Blake, Blake Wharton makes, or I, I think he gets a win. Stamp it. I think you know, hands down, David. I mean, no disrespect to you, because I uh, know everything. 
That's let's uh, let's bet on that. No, no, no. No betting. No hey, betting. I, you can bet Mosier, though, because he, he's saying he's going to win. I'm not saying he's going to win. I'm talking about a podium, but I'm going to give it to him right oh, here. I'm going to give it right, to him Mosher, right here. Mosier's going to say he's going to win a race. Okay, I'll take the other bet. Oh, no. Let's say. I bet you right now going into it that he has the best hair in the class. Mookie. Yeah, that's, Mookie. that's, yeah, that's going to be a tough one between him and Mookie, but yeah, this is real. Yeah. This is real. No, but I, I like I like Watson's hair better than Mookie's. But uh, <laughs> back on the win situation with Marjorie, if he wants to do a little bet and then he takes um, Watson for a win, if he wins, I give you a hunt. Um, I'm not betting. I give him a hunt. Hey, no, listen, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. If he wins, I give him 100. If he doesn't, he gives me 200. What do you think? <laughs> that sounds like a really good bet. Moser? Yeah, no, no thanks. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a no on You'll that. You'll take it? No, I won't take You'll that. You'll take it. Hey, no. Watson. Yeah, he's in. I thought, I thought you were, you were sure he was going to win a race. He will I'll win a race. How about this? All right, if he wins, you send me a jersey, a DV jersey. If he, on. if he doesn't win, I send you a Moser hat and a, and a Moser hoodie. Yeah, that's, that's a great deal. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're priceless. You can't even Kenny, buy them, DV. Kenny, uh, Cox still is on the, he, he's on the right. I, I talked to him. Okay. After the race, he's still on the rampage? Uh, before the night show, he says to me, meet me down at Hart and Huntington's truck. I will prove to you that Kenny did not pay him. Whoa. And I said, no. I, no. I don't care. I'm over it. So. Dude, hey, DV, how's, are you uh, serious? how's oh, working with Nick Way going? Yeah, Pookie would like to know uh, if you've seen him in his underwear. <laughs> no, it's Very good. Nice. I think uh, Nick is improving uh, during the week. Uh, on the on the track, I think his, his speed is. Um, we, we worked on a few uh, uh, on technique and speed, uh, and uh, it's going good. Just uh, just need to get better starts. He was like 18 on the first lap. This yeah. Last so it's kind of tough. But um, I think it's uh, you know it's tough because like it's old, not an older guy, but he's been around for a long time, and mm-hmm. and and sometimes you kind of have bad habits. And it, it's tough to uh, uh, to get rid of, and um, it's going good on the practice track. And um, hopefully, we can he can still do a, a little more top ten this year. You know, uh, uh, Pookie, you do you want to talk about your awkward moment with DV and Nick <laughs> Way this weekend? Uh, when we were in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. When I was sitting, I was sitting in there with Jenny Brown, uh, the team team owner's wife, and Nick came in. And I thought he might get undressed after practice, so we kind of <laughs> hung out there for a little while. And then DV came in, and they started having, like, a training conversation. And then Jenny and I were like, should we leave? And we were, like, just sort of, like, talking so that it wasn't obvious that we were listening to their conversation. And right. I was like, we probably should leave. And no underwear shot or nothing. No, he stayed in his clothes, so we just left. <laughs> oh! Dude, rewind that. This is pure Rhino footage, DV. We're watching Gainesville from 96. And he just OJ'd the finish line like no other and just did a chin slap for, like, look at this, Steve. Stop it, Moe. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah. Um, anyways, let's, let's, we have hey. a, let's, can we? Hey, DV would appreciate this. DV is a student of the sport. That's a good Dude, point. He would, he would say, okay, the technique right here, he should have had his weight on the inside foot going into this corner. DV, have you been happy with Marvin's uh, season? Uh, we were just talking about it. I think today we had a conference call. And uh, um, we were Steve, talking. Watch the video. We, we were talking about Marvin, and 
if you give him the L.A. points and you give him, you know, this weekend, he's right there. I mean, of course, if ends and butts were candies and nuts, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and then if you give uh, Tomac points. Yeah, I guess. Diego but, and, but he's and right if, there. If not, but, you know, I think you haven't seen uh, the best of Marvin yet. Seriously. I think he can. Uh, uh, on a good Marvin should be, you know, in practice right there, you know. Really close to Tomac, or even in front, He's, he has great speed, good technique. Um, I think he's, he hasn't showed um, the real himself yet. What do you think uh, he's going to do outdoors? I don't know. That's a, that's a <laughs> tough one. I think I think Roxon might do better outdoors, but yeah, you know, that's, buddy. Uh, but um, so yeah, I'm kind of I'm. I'm a little disappointed. I thought he was going to, you know, be more like um, a contender to win rather than a contender to be on the podium, you know. Hey, TV, have you talked to Purcell at all? No, last time I talked to him was in Texas last year. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a little while. Um, <laughs> hey, uh, uh, I heard the plan was to put Tomac on a Honda bike, on a factory Honda bike. I wonder if that's changed, though, with losing the points lead and going over the bars and maybe they're like, what do you know, DB? You know anything about that? No, I don't know, but I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't put somebody that's on a, a title chase on a 450. I wouldn't do that. Especially, I'd rather, it, especially I'd rather go, if I was if I was a manager, I would go and test outdoors, start riding outdoors, get everything dialed in, and so you can have a, an edge of the guy that's riding east, and they can get ready for outdoors really good, right. and. Uh, and you know what? Get back to Supercross two or three weeks before the next West Coast round, and just to try to win the championship. The last three, you know, you never know what happened. It's so easy to get hurt, and it's a new a new class. And you know, Tomac is not the guy that's you know on the smooth side. He's gonna want to go out there and and do super good. And you know, there's some there's a risk of him getting hurt, and then. He won't be able to race the last three. You know, that's kind of a big yeah. gamble. I think I would put Cole Seeley on that bike before him if I was the manager. But Cole Seeley's in the champion. He's in the points, too, now. How many yeah. points is he out? Yeah, not much. Um, He's super smooth. I guess though. with your Honda, you're looking like, hey, work for Canard or work for Barsha. Worked awesome. So why not? Yeah, but they, not were, they weren't in the they weren't in the, in the run. Canard was second in the points when he, went, when he went on. But how many points out was he, though? Well, whatever. Second, bro. <sighs> hey, yeah. uh, DV, thanks, man. Thank you for coming on. Appreciate it. Good, uh, good candid. Hey, maybe if it doesn't work out with me, because I don't know if it's going to work out after you're, you're a pilot, maybe you get DV in here. Well, he doesn't live in Vegas, though. So. Don't matter. He could fly up for the show every week. We're shooting a pilot, DV, in, in a couple weeks for the show. Pilot? Yep. Ca cameras and everything. We might be on a TV channel with our show. Very exciting. Well, that'd be cool. Very exciting, and we're, our whole lives are going to change. We're going to be rich and famous. <laughs> What's the first thing you're going to buy, dog walker? Lambo. Hey, Watson, go, go read my blog. I say good things about Josh Henson being underrated and uh, his performance is uh, being underrated, and I think he's, he's doing really well. Hey, do you ever see him ride at the Cali track when you guys are out there? Uh, no, you I have. saw one of the sprint events uh, pulled up one day, but I never saw him. And you guys are out there pretty regularly, though, aren't you? Yeah, I'm with Nick. Nick and you know rides there all the time. So, but I saw, one time I saw a van pulled in, but 
Yeah, we were probably uh, we were probably uh, yeah. just uh, uh, I don't know what the van was doing there. Maybe the guys got lost going back to the shop or something. <laughs> uh, no, they 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 help us out. I was just giving you a hard time. Yeah, because you know um, you know Nick's on the Cali track and the H and H guys were not allowed on there for a while, so it really kind of steamed Kenny. Got him a little nuts. But it just steamed the whole program. Yeah. So. But it was the same with us at Yamaha last year. You know, we we want to we were paying to go on the Yamaha track and we couldn't go like um, before like one o'clock or something. And some days we couldn't go at all. Should I would take that? It, it seems like, um, you know, there's a lot of teams and guys, even last year Yamaha, when everybody was there, was a zoo, you know, and yeah. if they, if they let everybody ride at, at the Cali track all at once, and then there's the arena cross guys and, and all the Cali teams, it, it's yeah. a zoo. I think, they need to, uh, um, to to manage it a little more, you know, a little better. But Yeah, well, that's why they brought in Dan Figge, and I think he's doing uh, a pretty good job at that. And it's he, he, he pretty much walked into a shit show, so he has to, you know, do the best he can with what he has. And I think that they're trying their best. And, hey, you know, straight up, they have two guys that they have to worry about before anyone, and they want the best track for those guys, and that's totally understandable. Yeah, that's the way it is, buddy. That's yep. the way it is, exactly. So, All right, thanks, Stevie. All right, Appreciate David, it. Take care. Right, have, a, have a good one. I'm thanks. getting back to the chat. See ya. Yeah, hey, get guys. in there, dude. Let me check you out. Um, hey, uh, thanks to David Boone for the call. Uh, voicemails? Sure. You're blackjack. You're dead. <laughs> Funny story, right? <laughs> what? So awesome. Playing. Playing and not giving it any effort. Uh, no intention to even do five laps. I was just wondering, um, how do you have a co-host that has no intention? of uh, performing in his main event, so to speak. He can't even get through the first hour without turning into a little, you know, crying little bitch about something. So, uh, anyway, I just wonder how you felt about that. Thanks. So that's the anti-Watson anti- awesome. anti- call. That's the anti- What's Watson up, guys? Mike Zawaki out here. Wait, wait why do you bash me? What'd I do? I don't know. You said after the first hour, you turn into a whiny little bitch. You just go your own way, Kenny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll, hey, I'll work. You can go your Hey, to the, last, to the last caller um, for his voicemail, I'll work on it. I have a lot of w- things to work on in life, and that's definitely going to be the one. Don't take I'm your not. finger off that tape deck. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get punched in the face. Uh, freezing my butt off in a big snowstorm. Anyway, I just got done listening to uh, the, uh, the podcast. Kenny, dude, you are the man. I can't. I don't know if you just came up with that, you know, on a hip or uh, what. But uh, dude, if I had the money, I, I would. Dude, I I'd spend whatever it took to do that trip, do that week, knowing that that money is going to uh, mow. I just think that's just one of the coolest things I've ever heard. So I had to call in and uh, just let you know that. And uh, well, anyway, guys, uh, I will see you in Vegas. Have a good one. Hey guys, my name is Paul. First time calling up. I wanted to. Ask a few questions. Never get the, the time and right to listen to you guys live because of my Android phone cuts in and out. But anyway, um, my first question is, why don't they do uh, like a form of rider communication, you know, like a one-way? So maybe like an official can tell a guy to move out of the way if he's getting lapped or if there's somebody down on a, a jump or something like that, just something to where one person can talk to the rider directly to let them know what's happening on the track and something that can be monitored by the teams and the AMA that's officials so nobody idea. can cheat or anything like that. What? Didn't know Does this guy not possible. listen to the show? We've covered that you guys have uh, covered this, like, yeah. 
What, what so are you doing, many Kenny? times. Okay, when we have our pilot, that's not going to work. No, no, yeah, I think it'll work. You got to get him in like a write up or like a documented conversation or something because he's like. What do you mean? He's all into this I think it's TV good for show. The show. This, no, but this. when people can see us, they're going to be, what a dick that guy is. Because we're going right. to have Michael Lieb on the line or somebody, and he's just going to drop his headset. I don't even want to see what he was showing me on Or they'll earlier. like it because he's yeah. the guy who can't be tamed. Exactly. It's the wild card. Wild card, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> What's that from? Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> don't tell me this guy's still there. Mike, are you there? I'm still here, man. Yeah, Mike. How Mike, long's he been holding? Mike has been on hold. Literally the entire show. Mike. No way. Yeah. Literally. Hey, Mike. Put him on hold. Put him back on I like on your hold. style, Mike. Put him back right, on hold. See you, Mike. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer. Mike's back on hold. Seriously? Yeah, he's back on hold. Dude. Okay, so let's finish weird. this up. The segment. We're, going, we're working Coming on. from somebody who worked with a, a privateer rider this year at the Nationals, I have to ask you guys if anybody oh, knows. Skip through this. Skip through this if you can. Can you skip through it? I don't know if you can. Why? This guy wants to know about outdoor um, outdoor, uh, national, national schedule and why you got to go to across the country. But it's like oh, – It's the, been that way forever. The so. dates are set in stone for yeah. the promoters. They've been having that way forever, and it's not easy to move the schedule around. And he says it's too much driving and too much work. They try the best they can. They're working on it. Well, Shugel is Jack, though. Like, you go all the way from the East Coast to the West. Yeah. But it's my birthday weekend, so Mike. they should leave it the same. What's up? <laughs> Still there? Absolutely. Yeah. Hold, hold right, please. Hold, please. <laughs> Dude, you guys are so mean. <laughs> Is that the, the guy East about coast, the tires? You go to Washougal to go back to the East Coast. California, I'm fine with Zag all over the country. What why, are you doing? Why wouldn't they do I'm better planning it, like that? Like, me to. Oh, live on the uh, air, producer? You can't, you can't do it. Like, heard their- you want me to unplug it? You got a bag I can do it? Mike. Ooh, sass. What's for, up? For real, Mike, we're going to take your call. <laughs> I can't deal with it. You're going to take my call? What's up? All right. Not much, man, not much. Where are you from, Mike? New York. New York. New York. What do you figure? Yeah. Metal to metal. Do you know Hasbin? New York. That's it. What's up? Do you know Hasbin? Uh, no, I don't know Hasbin. That guy All sucks. Right. Why? Just because he lives I'll in New York? I'll tell, you, I'll tell you something funny though, real quick. I actually owe most an apology because on the uh, the Pope app, you guys got me down as a Jersey guy called Moser a fag, and uh, oh. I want to retract that and say Sinjin's the fag. Moses free and clear now. Hey, oh, you're on the, you're on the app. Do we owe you money? Do we yeah. owe you money? Nah. <laughs> That's it's all good. No money, man. No that, money. That's what you guys drops too. Hey, I, don't thanks, remember, I don't remember that drop. I don't know that drop. Oh yeah. We don't use that word on the pulp show. Mm. Thanks. I'm gonna pull it up right but, now. Hold on. Oh, hold on a second, Mike. I'm gonna pull this up and see if we you got. I was actually pretty pumped when I got that. I felt like uh, I completely jumped the shark when. Is that guest drops? No collar drops. It'd be collar drops, yeah. Um. What? Like you know every drop Moza. on there? Holy cow, bro. If anybody is a fag, that guy is the one. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's him. Uh, that's him. Oh, that's that's Mike. a good job, Mike. Now good I job, feel Mike. Bad for leaving you on hold the whole time. Nah, it's all good, man. It's all good. But it's just funny because uh, the whole time I'm listening to the show because I'm at work, and I can't listen to it, obviously, that I'm being on hold. It actually worked out. I was able to listen to the whole show at work. Oh, so, yeah, you actually got a – yeah, we had, So it looks like you've been on an important business call all night. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's but awesome. actually, let me, let me actually – I mean, you really did touch on it, so let me just ask you a quick question about it. I'm not going to beat a dead horse. Uh, so my question was about the Alessi not getting out of the way and whatnot. Yeah. But um, is there a penalty, though? Like, say there's a yellow flag out, right? Uh, is there a penalty if a rider actually mis- you know, dis- disregards that yellow flag? They're, su- they're supposed to be, but they've never enforced it. Can they get you docked. Ever- can you have ever seen that enforced? <laughs> like, they're supposed to, if they repeatedly ignore the blue flag, there is 
docking going on. <laughs> you know, I, never, never I never got pissed off about it. It was part of racing, but I just felt like it was like part of you know Alessi's arrogance. It's like his antics. Like he knows he's getting lapped. He's in ninth place. There's two more two more laps to go. But and yeah. what is he doing? He's staying no, in the no. line. Mike, yeah, wasn't, was, Mike wasn't the only offender. It doesn't. He was. He stayed in the race line for like six corners in a row. It was. For. Yeah, but he won the heat. But that. he was winning the heat race for it. it was red flag. He thought he should have been there. And Ryan Villapoto never, ever, ever beat them in amateurs. No way. <laughs> ever. <laughs> I like the lessons. Uh, hey, Mike. I mean, he stayed in the th- race. Thanks for way too staying long. on hold, man. Do you want to put, get put back on hold? Nah, I think that's it. Unless you, you know, put me on hold. The show's gonna go on for how many more minutes? Give I'll let Prize pack. Probably another hour at least. Another hour? Hey, man, I'm cool. We're not going another hour. <laughs> We're not going another hour. We've got to get through these segments. Thanks. Well, Thanks, Mike. Listen, you got it, guys. Have a good one. Thanks, Thanks Mike. All right. All right. Take care, guys. All right. We hung up on Mike. Um, you want to finish the voicemails? How many more are there? Well, depending on when this one ends, there's another five minutes. That's a lot of voicemails. That's when you go, when he points to you. <laughs> there are radio shows. But I've listened to yours, and I keep listening to yours because I think you do a good job with how you guys do. Watson, you do an awesome job. I like your negativity. I like your positivity. You throw it back. You're a real dude, just like all of you guys. Uh, Tits, I think Tits might be getting a little bit big for his britches. I agree. Know, but Tits, you, you're still a good part of the underwear. show. <laughs> Too big for your magic underwear? Never. But, you know, don't forget... You know, we're, we're tuning in for those guys' opinions, not so are much you, yours. You gonna, your you, opinion is valued. Are you going to tell Tits about you know, Hart's text on, on the way out? Because you're it's legendary. That where he said where he, Hart's text where he was talking about. About the people spelling his name wrong or something? Yeah. That was highly embarrassing, yeah. by the way. Uh, did, he spell, did, he, did he say Corey? Yeah, I was going to bring that up, I, I, but I didn't I know did, how to approach it. I didn't it. have an E. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what's awesome? I kept trying to bring the Motley Crue thing up just to see. Yeah, what's the deal with that? Uh, there was there was there were some issues going on when him and his girl don't broke up. Don't you read the tabloids, man? A while ago, I don't believe him. Tommy Lee was supposedly hanging out with Alicia and oh him, my and, God. him and Carrie. <laughs> you brought it up on the air. Way to go, Steve. Him and Carrie do not like each other. Like <laughs> Carrie despises that guy. Uh, d- uh, is it true though? Was the tabloid shit true? No. Sort of, kind of. They were they were cool. I mean, yeah. Alicia was friends with him, right. and Did I think he tried it? to he tried to cross the line and. And she I, shot him I, down. Hopefully, pre- yeah. I mean, I I, I don't know the him whole. I mean, I do know the whole story. Right. I, I do know the whole story, but right. it's it's bullshit. Not the guy, a Motley Crue. The guys, the guys, the guys are kook, pretty much. Well, you'd have to be a kook to be him. I mean, think about how many young girls he's probably preyed on in his life. And like probably literally, still does prey on. I feel so know? sorry for. He him. does have a Starbucks in his basement, though. You're I think so it, I think Pam got that when they got divorced. Yeah, maybe. You get to say in every little thing that Watson and and Mathis talk about. Uh, anyway, love the show. Love what you guys do. Don't change the thing because it's a great show. You get lots of listeners, lots you know, lots of people talking about it. Thank you. Bye. Yeah, what's up? Painting my sunroom on a Saturday afternoon, listening to the rest of the show that was this past Monday. Not that you care, but I'll provide some market research information that I would easily, and I know I'm a sicko and I have deep mental issues in regards to my love for motocross, easily pay $50 on the Ping Souvenir Tour Bus Ride. <laughs> Suck it, Watson. Southern California. That's Mo- far off in for your $250, $250 asking price. I know, but Moser's in for 50 That was Nash, dude. Moser, uh, that, that might buy the gas. 
to the airport to pick him up. Nash hasn't called in tonight. <laughs> Nash hasn't called in. O'Rourke, Kenny's favorite caller. We're missing it's some been, callers. It's been a Where's good show. Dave? Nash actually did call in, but he didn't want to be on the air, by the way. So he's, he just called to talk to you? Yeah, he, he does. That I hope I, if we lose any <laughs> listeners, I would hope I it's O'Rourke. I just when this pilot goes off, I'm really worried about the direction of the show. <laughs> we have to put on a better show than what we're doing. Hey producer, hit the caller. We got to wrap Steve, this up, callers. Okay, Kenny, this is our step. Okay, let me tell you, we the people came to us no matter how shitty the show is or what. So if we change what we're doing, they might not like it. So let's just keep doing what we do. But it's my theory. You know, do you think that they know that you know what you do? In the middle of the show? They're going to find out then. And this, this jerky is talking to people? Because if it ain't broke, then don't try to fix it. Yeah. Two in the From cooler. a Will Smith song. Um, anyways. What's no, dude, I think you're going too deep hey, into this. Nash is on one. Do you want to talk to him? Talk to Kenny. Gentlemen? 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 Gentlemen. One o'clock in the morning on the East Coast. I love your Still dedication, paint. Nash. Right there. I'll tell you what, man. You got to paint his sunroom. This is the way to do it. But anyway, <laughs> let's really get let's really get into this tour bus thing. I got it solved, Steve. I'm with you. Uh-oh. Are you ready? Uh oh, Kent's out. Kent left. He, he just took off his headphones. Oh, he doesn't want to have anything to do with that. He has on pink uh, underwear. Hey, how big is this sunroom of yours? More importantly, what color want... what color are you painting it? I don't even want to get into it. Who the hell listened to a motocross show to hear about Nash's sunroom? Nash, you're a regular You've color. You've been painting it for like six months now. All right. The deal is <laughs> I, it, it was done in wood, and we're turning it – my wife and I are turning it into like a beach house kind of – all right, see ya. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, that hurts. Oh, that no, he, I didn't hang up on him. I didn't hang up He's on him. He's on hold. He can uh, hear it. I, we're not yes. talking about a sunroof. Okay. All right. <laughs> I know. It's sunroof. Okay, Nash, you're back. Nash has All a right. real question, I'm sure. All right, I got it solved. You get Ping and Factory Phil to drive the bus. Just Na- Nash, you're story. selling it to the wrong guy. I'm on board. Yeah, I'm, Kenny's not listening. By this, Nash. Is, this is incredible, this, this idea I have. I got Dude, to meet. That's so funny. I got to meet Factory this weekend. It was pretty cool. Oh God! You should what see his that? hands. His hands are huge. Dude, He's a nice Factory, guy too. legendary. And you guys were watching '96. Were you watching some great Western? Oh great yeah. Western. yeah, yeah. We watched Tampa. Because, oh, you know, Castillo qualified that year. Oh was, my God! Yeah, you can would... you imagine? Can you imagine the private jet and living the life? Kenny I, lived it. Yeah, I've been trying to hide my boner all afternoon. Again. <laughs> this pilot is not going to work when people are getting up and putting sweatshirts on and moving. This is not going to work with the pilot. Kenny, we have to put on our best show. Hey, Steve, I'm telling you what, man. I got big, I got big feelings. I think this pilot's going to work. It's going to launch you and Pookie right onto the red carpet on the cover of People magazine. Hey, all I got to say is when it's go time, I shine. So don't worry about oh, me. <laughs> they just they don't call hey, me. Please don't get that drop. They please don't take. They don't call me one take Watson for nothing, bro. One, one take, take, huh? Hey, one take. Okay. Hey, you know what? <laughs> Who calls you one take Watson? Anyone that does in the porn industry? In the porn industry? No, I'm the in the porn in the porn industry. My name is Two Pump Watson. Mine's Cole Miner. My my know what my name was gonna be? What? Wesley Pipes. That's good. Hey. Hey, Kenny, what's your best Sorby story? Do you have any Sorby stories? Nothing I can talk about on the air. Ah, Dude, that guy is not that. doing well. Do you follow him on Twitter? Gosh, yeah, some serious kidney problems. I don't know, kidney stone problems. I don't know. 
Look at Ron Tishner, nine sixty nine. I will like, turn this off if you stop. If you don't stop watching. Hey, you know what? I do have a. I, I do have a, a good story about Kerry Hart, though. If you want to hear it, I just. I was yep. just thinking about it. I already like the one you told already. Did check this out. Hart. Um. He he talked earlier about his. He had a he had a really bad injury when he uh, was on the Boom Boom Huck Jam and he. Broke both of his femurs, both of his arms. Ugly crash, right? Yeah, broke yeah. ribs. Like, he was weeded. That's when they cut his underwear off of him in the ambulance. And the, <laughs> and the ambulance guy sold him on eBay. Well, anyways. Shut up. So, no way. Yeah, swear to God. How much for did real? they get for him? I don't know. So, wow. to make a long – Mosier has To him. try to cut this down a little bit. <laughs> him, Big B, and Hart were going to the Palms for some deal they had to go to. And – they were leaving. They were at MGM for something, and they were leaving MGM. And Kerry is walking out, and dude, Hart weighed like 140 pounds at the time. He had big black circles under his eyes. He looked like hell. It was the middle of the summer. He was wearing a cutoff T-shirt, and he was with Big B. And there were these two girls that were walking by, and they were with this guy. And they're like, the two girls are like, oh, my God. Hey, Kerry, how are you? We're big fans. Can we get a picture? And he's taking the picture. Well, the one guy that was with him was like, what are you? What are you guys doing? With those guys are dirt bags. You know, I'm gonna leave you guys here. Fuck those guys. And Hart turns around, and he sees this guy, and it's Joe Francis. Oh no way! From Girls Gone Wild. From Girls Gone Wild. So oh Hart, Hart's all, yeah, whatever, f you. So freaking Big B was with him, and freaking Big B said, "What'd you? Would you call me a, yeah. a dirt bag?" And Big B freaking threw a beer in his face. Wow. So he's like, "You're going to jail. You're going to jail." The cops come. They handcuff Big B. This big thing happens. They're like, they detain him for a couple hours. This was early in the evening. Well, later on, they have to go back to the Palms for some like party thing. So Hart and Big B are at this table, and they're sitting up at the you know the that rain club, the club okay. rain upstairs, yeah. and they're sitting there. It's raining. And this dude comes up to him that works in there. He said, "Hey, uh, one of my really good friends that's here would really like to meet you." He's a really big fan of yours. And who does he bring over to me? No meet? way. And they didn't no. know. And then Hart's all, really? Really? Like, now you know who I am. Like, you're calling me a dirtbag two hours ago. My buddy almost gets to jail in this big. I don't big... know what you're talking about. Yeah. I love it. Hey, Kenny, where did Hart really, who, who meant, I mean, Hart's a sharp guy and he's a businessman naturally, but Hart who really sharp. mentored him? Who, who, who got you guys going in the direction that he took and ran with it? I mean, guy's an incredible business person. Uh, you know what? Uh, I would have to say all his credit that he has, he, he, he's pretty much self-made, but he comes from um, a single father that's a, uh, in the construction field that was up at 5 o'clock in the morning and, you know, raised two kids. and Asphalt, right? Yeah, his wow. dad His dad is a, a gnarly, gnarly man, and his dad, I think, really gave him that hard work ethic, like, you know, just chase your dreams and don't give it up. I mean, he, he was that guy, and... Even though Kerry wasn't one of the best amateurs, he wasn't one of the best anything, but what he was, he had a lot of heart. And his dad, you know, gave everything he had to, to help his kid, you know, live his dream and went out there and chased the whole, you know, racing dream on his own. And like me and Steve were talking, they were looking for some footage of him. At the, what was it, 90, the 98 Daytona Supercross race, he had one of his buddies fly out just to help him that wasn't even a mechanic. And he got a flat on the line before the semi, and he went back and changed the tire himself in his gear, goggles, everything on, and changed the tube real quick and went back wow. and still made the gate and then qualified. Yeah, wow. so he's, he's, he's been through a lot, you know, and, I, and 
you know, with the race team, um, you know, I think he's been pretty fortunate. Any of his businesses he's had, he's had, you know, pretty good guidance. You know, good guys, you know. Good, good people around him. Exactly. I think he – and he, he has that yeah, – I wouldn't say that I'm one of those because I'm thinking when we went into this, he was like, fuck, I don't know if this guy's going to make it half the time. But I've learned a lot from him. When I went to work there, he said, leave it all at the door, dude. You're going to teach you how to run a business, not a race team. You know, it's not about calling and ordering handlebars no more. It's about making things happen and how to run a business and how to, you know, keep your sponsors happy. It's about wrap coolers, Kenny. It's about wrap coolers. $1,500. Joke, oh, joke, should... joke about it now. You should see that. I'm not kidding. I'm not joking about it. I think it's a you're to, I mean, I tied it in with the little thing. It's a lighter thing on the show. You're a good businessman. You know, no doubt. Gonna be, it could be awesome if I ever have to go to the outdoor nationals. I might be able to see this guy. Nash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, hey, Kenny, listen, you outdoors, we're gonna, you know I'm there. We got to run. We're, you should we're, see we're my, running my late. Pulled next cooler is Thank awesome. you, Nash. Thank you. you. like it? All right. Dude, so, I'm so Cheers. pumped. See you. Yeah. Best uh, $1,500 spent. Voicemails. Thanks, Mom. Are we done with the voicemails? Hi. No, we've still got more minutes if you want to. If you no, want to we're done going. with Hey, the next segment. Okay. Uh, Dave, you there? Hey, how you going, guys? And What's up, Dave? And there goes the headset. Yeah, well, I, tried, I tried, Dave. Thanks, mate. I appreciate it, man. I know you would have put a good word in for me. We're working on it. Me and Kenny are working on it. <laughs> oh, how are you, buddy? It, How's, how are you feeling down under? Yeah, good, good. Everything's good. It's um, pretty busy down here. Um, just found out the wife's going to have another baby. So. Congratulations, buddy. Another little Joey on the way. Another little one on the way, so we're preparing for that. Um, how was your uh, interest short experience? Uh, we haven't really got into it. It was awesome. Um, big props to my wife. I had a ton of fun. Got to meet the whole team, hang out. It went great until the first heat race, and then my world came crashing down around me, but... At least he uh, doesn't look like he's hurt too bad. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the shorties are awesome. They were, you know, they couldn't have been uh, better hosts, and I had a great time. Big props to Mrs. Moser. She really pissed off my wife. She, got, <laughs> she set the bar pretty high, man. Yeah, I tried to explain that to her. I don't think she understands what she did for everybody yeah. else. But, yeah, uh, thanks a lot, Aaron. Good job. Yeah. yeah, my wife was not pumped on that. She's like, oh, so I've got to fly you to Vegas. And I'm like, no, yeah, like, no, 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 you don't. I mean, I don't even need the Gretzky fantasy camp, but what about Wendell Clark? Like, he ain't that much money, you know? So, whatever. I hear you. Yeah, and Larry. Larry. How, was that? how was the Larry, Larry and uh, your first meeting with Larry? Was it pretty intense? No, not at all. He's super cool, easygoing. I don't know what everyone's talking about. I gave him some candy, which he was really happy about. Uh, super nice guy. Very intense. Like, you can see he's super dedicated to the sport and like does everything at a uh, 200%. But, uh, yeah, super nice guy. Like I said, I, uh, I got to meet everyone on the team and I, it didn't take them long to warm up to me. So I really appreciate it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. You got, you're living the dream doing that. And, and just think it all stems back to that, that one meeting of you and <laughs> holiday and wage and, Mathis in that bar and buying them a drink and it all yeah, when we thought, when we thought, all the stores aligned. Yeah, when we thought we were going to get bought like some whores and get, get an orgy. <laughs> and now Instead me, it was Moser and Holiday. Now me and Mathis are buddies. Buddies. Mathis, what's, what's with you and the whores? Goddamn. Hey, hookers and blow, you know. Yeah, I mean, Pookie's yeah. right here. But, I mean, Whoa. Who doesn't? I mean, you know no, but for real, it's like, I mean, I wouldn't, it's not, I'm not going to cheat on my wife. Like, look, I got a green card. I'm happy. <laughs> and I'm not going to cheat on her. But, I mean, you know, it is kind of like you're out at a bar with your buddy Wygant, two good-looking men, and, like, you know, you, you, the waitress comes over and goes, yeah, someone just bought you these drinks. And, we're, I mean, autom automatically, what do you think? You think, 
horse. And you so, see Mojo well, in the cryer. I guess it's kind of a horror. Kind of depends on how you classify yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, good point. But uh, all right, man, we're going to run. Anything else? No, I was just hoping to, to you know bury the hatchet with Watson. I thought oh. Mosa might be able to do some work, some magic while he was in studio, but obviously it's just too hard to, to get to, you know. It's the night's the night's not young anymore, but I'll keep trying. To nobody run. nobody knows what he's been through. So, well, he, he blew me out on DS, DMXS this week. He was really yeah. you know, saying yeah. I was hanging off your nuts again and all sorts of shit. Yeah, I know. yeah, he might have mentioned that earlier a couple times. <laughs> hey, uh, where was your podcast rewind this week, bro? Yeah, well, uh, there's a long story. It's got to do with the pregnancy thing, but oh. it'll be in this week, and it's going to be a good one. All right. Thanks, buddy. Congrats, See you guys. Congrats, Thanks, Mickey. See uh, you guys. Yeah, congrats for calling in the show. Uh, let's do it. Next brand goggle tear-off segment. And these are 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. 40% off. Type in look on more, thexbrand.com, <laughs> and you will uh, you will get yourself savings. Um, these are questions that Moser has prepared for Kenny Watson to ask in 15 seconds or less. Kent Watson. Uh, you want me to do the timing, or are you, you okay with the timing? No, I'm not good with timing. I'm I'll do the timing. Twittering. All right, let's do it. You ready, Kent? Uh-huh. Where will Joshua Hansen finish overall in the Supercross Series? Uh, I would say seven. 3.7. Good. Good one. I think he'll finish higher than that, by the way. What? Yeah, he's been super consistent. Dude, you know, if if you uh, go back and say we got 10th or 11th and we just scored 10 points, he would literally be, he would literally be in 6th and he'd be like 4 points out of 5th. Mm-hmm. If my but, aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, out of all the ways it could have gone, like, I think... Next. A, fine, whatever. <laughs> Who wins the 250 West Lights Championship? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Dean. Yeah, buddy. 2.1. Yeah. Too much for a Tomac to overcome. Uh, it's what, down two points? I, I, I don't know. I don't think that Four, he... I think. Three? I think that two Dean could ride with pressure better because he's done it championship mm-hmm. guy um and i think tomac um I, I i think he he learned a lot after what happened this weekend but i just do not think that he is going to be able to to ride with that pressure that he's going to have on him and and he he kind of makes if you you know he makes mistakes and some of those mistakes he makes cost him um, a couple of the races that he won he rode clean but still in Heat races, he just gets bad starts sometimes, and he has to come from the back. And he's had some I, that's, close calls. Yeah, I just think that I just think maybe I don't think he's. This is I think next year he's going to be a dominant in that class, but I just think. I think Dean's going to be able to pull it off. See, that's kind of shit that in the pilot is going to go over well. You like that? Yeah, I like that. It's body it's positioning. Good. Yep, confident, making good points. That's Do not good though. No, I think it's rather humorous. <laughs> Kenny's Next, one, five, last question. Life. Last question. Was the whoop section too gnarly at San Diego? No. That was Point four. I think that it was. was I question. think it was awesome because it separated and it's. It showed, you know, um, who was like I said the whole show. Like I think it, the, the 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 better riders it separated because they didn't just panic and blitz them and, you know, I think I think they were fine. I think I think they still. They need to put some technical stuff hey, in the tracks. Uh, Ping had a point last weekend coming out of the corners. 
good job on coming out of the corner. It's like that's that's a good spot instead of doing Mach five into him. Yeah, you know, for sure. That has been the X Brand goggle tear off segment. Check them out xbrand.com. Forty percent off. Look on more. Type that code in. Uh, <laughs> look on more. The goggles, the X Brand goggles, the goggles of choice of Michael Lieb, Zach Osborne, Kyle Chisholm, Sean Hackley. You name it, they wear it. Michael yep. Essie? Michael Essie may or may not be wearing X Brand <laughs> frames. <laughs> We Michael, can't confirm. Michael Lieb. Oh, that was last year. Sorry. No, I said Michael Lieb. I didn't hear it. Um, all right. Uh, let's go next. What do we got? We have uh, a couple more segments to run through. Do you want to do Kenny's Corner? I'd like to do at least one, maybe two. Do we have that? Producer? Come on, producer. Let's roll. I'm kind of a big deal. People know me. I've been around. I know a lot of people. It's Kenny's Corner. F*** you if you don't like it. Suck it. Hey, before we get too far into this, Eric at EB Suspension has uh, donated two Pulp Amex shirts to give away. Because it's late and not everybody's going to have a fair chance at these, let's, let's roll them over to the next show. What? Okay. But thank you to Eric at EB Suspension. We're going to give away two shirts next week. The diehards are still listening. Fourth caller right now gets one of the shirts. Boom. Fourth caller Fourth right caller. now. Uh, Speaking of T-shirts, uh, make sure you have not already won okay oh, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we got wait, that. hey producer though yes i spoke to a guy this weekend yes. who won the fmf pipe over a year ago and you shot him down i so? think you can win i think there, it's okay if you won you last year an FMF pipe. you need to win something rules? else what you're gonna start changing the rules now well, you can never win you can again? never win exactly no no kenny what <laughs> Kenny's corner first, again, again first. with the pilot. This is not. This has to go smoother on the pilot for them to pick us <laughs> up. Guy. You hey, Steve, shit, bro. relax, bro. Bro, I think, I think they should have a year. I'm gonna hey, trade we, in that ridge line for a Lambo. Hang up. You Kenny, like the you like the Lambo? I took me, your, yeah, I remember when we and you guys went for a ride I got in trouble for that too. I know you did, but it was worth it because now you I tell everybody that I went on the Lambo. You know? Yeah, I wanted to. Okay, we have our fourth caller. Stop. We have our fourth caller. In honor of we have Carmichael. Take the fifth caller. No. Not done, G. No. Take the third caller. What, uh, 29th, call, 29th caller? Yes. <laughs> we should do 29th. 29th guy. caller. We're not going to do it. We got well, our fourth Peter caller. Everybody, so everybody hang up. What about the 15th caller? No, everybody hang up. We're going to always be the 15th caller. <laughs> we got the fourth always. caller. <laughs> Kenny. Can Peter would quit. <laughs> All right. First, first Kenny's corner. I spent a lot of time with Steve today trying to come up with names that hadn't been done before because I I missed the Kenny Corner segment. But it's funny you brought him up earlier. Big Mac. Frankie. I don't think we've done one. I haven't heard one. Ooh, Frankie Latham? Yeah. But you got to have something good because he's, he was Ivan's mechanic forever. Only for two years. Okay, for, like I'll, I said, forever. I'll, I'll tell you, this is a good it's one. a long time in motocross. A lot of people don't know about Frankie that uh, – he is super, super fast. Running. You would look at them and you would not think. That's right. I've heard this before. I don't so, know about on the show, but I've heard, yeah. One time, we were at Southwick and we were building bikes. They were building bikes. I came in and Ernest, it was before Ernesto got hurt. And him and Ernesto had a running race. And he beat Ernie in a running race. <laughs> so it got back to double D. I and he, and he was a fair size. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he, it got back to Double D, and they were at the test track, and they were making fun of Ernie. And, <laughs> and Frankie told Double D that Double D's in good shape. Double D, you know, Dan runs. Bentley. Dan Bentley. He runs. He rides his bicycle. And he bet him that he could beat him running up this hill, and Frankie smoked him. 
What? I didn't hear that part. <laughs> Frankie smoked him. It's like some sort of billy goat. I would have <laughs> never guessed. Exactly. He is quick on his feet. Quick. Like, I'll, I'll race him. You'll probably, you'll probably win, though, because you're the best at everything. I know everything. Hey, congratulations to Bobby Sears for winning Bobby. the T-shirt. Yeah, did, Bobby. Uh, did he win it? 2008, and he's still eligible. Does Bobby or? really need a T-shirt? His last name's Sears. I'm sure he's got several. Kenny, he, he, Sears he, he's a, he's a just like the sh- the store. Oh, so did he really? He did. That's classic. Kenny, six months. If you have one in six months, you can win. Yeah, it. that's fine. It's six months. That's the deadline. Stamp it. I'm gonna go with nine months. Wow. That's the producer. It actually, hey, the producer right. rules. Hey. No, but to be honest with you, I don't have the dates of all of them. I'm sure you'll be close enough. Yeah, we'll have, perhaps you keep better records next time. So this oh, isn't going to be like time. this right. isn't going to be time, like I will keep better. This records. isn't going to well, be like the T-shirt contest where like somebody tries to win something and he he already won something eight months and twenty nine days earlier. Hey, he's not allowed. Even, to even if it was within two minutes, it wouldn't happen. All right, next guy, next Kenny's corner. And, uh, again, like I said, I, have, I put a lot of thought into this to come up with people that you haven't done before. Steve Mathis. First time you met Stevie. He don't remember that. There's no chance. You told us about his day. He said he was a big D word. And, by the way, it's Steve. It's not Stevie. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sticking. Sorry. I, don't, I no, love it. Like Stevie. Steve Mathis. You want to talk about Kyle Beaton getting 11th this weekend? No. Putting a beaten on the competition. I, like <laughs> <laughs> I made that up. Hey, you know what, though? And this is no cheap shot at Mathis. I really don't have anything because I really never hung out with them before we did this. Dude, whatever. We were bros. You sound like <laughs> Justin Quinn. <laughs> you sound like Justin Quinn. Dude. All those years in the box, man, you guys don't, you don't have a single story where you, you ran into him or something. Crazy. You know no. what? You know what, though? You know what? He's, he's being a bit of an ass because, let me tell you. Oh, oh. Gainesville, 97. I'm working for Birdwell. And. There's that shitty hotel off that exit that everybody stayed yep. at with the outside entrances yep. and doors. Yep. We Birdwell and I rented the room next to you and Deegan. Ooh. And like we built our bikes together at night and we would talk. And like, yeah, you were kind of a dick to me for sure. But we would talk. And then we went to Kenneth Jones's together back then. You were remember Kenneth Jones? Yeah, but nothing funny happened. I remember all that stuff. I mean, I don't have any funny stories. Like, we'd go out to bars and hang Dude, out with chicks. Dude, we went to bars all the time. Yeah, right. We ran chicks together. <laughs> no, I don't I don't have any dirt. Don't get bad, mad. It wasn't like we were boys. I don't want dirt. I just, you know. Apparently, there's no stories that are appropriate for hey, the show. Hey, he was factory. He went straight to factory, and then I was still that peon. He went that way. No, I did not go factory. you went that way. I did not go factory. You went your own way. Jeremy Albrecht <laughs> says, why, why do you always why go? You go he used to way? tell me. When he got his job at Cowie, it, 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 he, like, he was one of the boys. Like, he was in a box truck. He hung out with us. He would always go out and get drunk. He would always go out and get into fights. He would always be that guy. And then he got a job working for Factory Cowie because his friend, Jeff Emick, got him the job. He didn't get the job because he was an awesome mechanic. He got the job because he was Jeff Emick's friend. And then all of a sudden, he's better than everybody. And he'd always go, why do you got to go that route? Why do you always got to be like that? You'd, I'm just like, dude, suck a dick, dude. Junkyard. That, that's not going to go over in the right. pilot. That will probably <laughs> Kenny's not Kenny's corner, go. last one. Junkyard. Junkyard dog? Oh, he already said that. He, he, he can say it again or whatever, but yeah. Junkyard dog? I know we did junkyard, yeah, but go ahead. We no. did? No, we didn't. No, we did. Nope. What do you mean? We? What, we have another freaking guy that's yeah. part of the show? We? Yeah. What's he, what are we going to do for the pilot? I'm sorry. This pilot we, is going to hell. John Dowd. <laughs> There's going to be... Five cameras and three guys in here making us into superstars. 
Dude, he's another guy. Like I never really. Hey, we should we, have those. Yeah. We already are super. We should have those chairs that turn around like the voice. <laughs> At the beginning of the show. What's the voice? Dude, um, Christina Aguilera looks like a train wreck on uh, the show. The voice She's is a, a TV snooky. show. The beginning yeah, of the show, all of our chairs are turned. I could get that chair. I could get one of those chairs. I'll, I'll, I'm on you, that show. 30 on, seconds ago, you didn't know what it was. I'm on that show. <laughs> CeeLo. Oh, CeeLo. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see my Twitter so awesome. the other night? It was on Jay Leno. <laughs> it, it is kind of funny. It is funny a little bit. That's like, I mean, I get the same thing, but with Brad, like Brad Pitt and shit. Like, it's funny. <laughs> You I know? get the same thing with Shorty. Like, McGrath calls me, like, Shorty's brother and yeah. stuff. <laughs> you do look like Shorty. Did, yeah. All right, we'll skip Junkyard. I don't have one for him. Uh, so the good. one you did say was about his chick working at McDonald's. Yeah, but that, that I mean, it wasn't like I was boys with him no, no, back yeah. in the day. Like, I never really. Is that where he met his chick was McDonald's? Yeah, she, yeah. Was, she worked at McDonald's <laughs> drive-thru. Yeah. I don't really know. Like, I don't, I mean, I, I mean, I don't personally, I'm not personal friends with John Dowd. I have a lot of respect for him, and he says hi to me when he sees me, but it's not like. A guy that I hung out Doug with. Rose, yeah. Yeah. All right. Suck it. One out of three ain't bad. Stump the tits. Will tits know the motor? Four hours and 21 minutes. Ooh, we got to go to at least 29. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Most prepared questions. Can you guess the context? Uh, I'm going to guess they're Andrew's short questions. Yeah, you, would you remember correct. how this goes. You ask a question and Kenny or I will ask it. We'll guess yep, it. All right. So, Shorty had a trial ride with what team for his pro debut? Will Tits get this correct or no? No. No. No way. I know it. So do I. Were you a fan of shorts back then? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I was telling Steve earlier is that I read an article he did. He says he used to beat Villapoto and stuff, Moser did, when he's in. I was on a 125, and he was on an 80, yeah. <laughs> Moser yeah. went to the Ponca. We were both from the Northwest. I ran into Me and Villapotos were, like, we were at the same races every weekend growing up. That, I, that makes sense, because when you go to a national and you're, there's someone from your state and yeah. you see him, it's like, yeah. Like, we didn't exchange phone numbers. He was five years younger than me. That would be right. awkward. Did you see him in his underwear? <laughs> No, he was playing in dirt with little motorcycles. Oh. Okay, can I have? A it's a pretty time? simple no. question. No, okay, I'm gonna go with Plano Honda. No, is it FMF Honda? No. Buzz yourself. Can I take a guess? Yes. I'm gonna say Suzuki. You don't know? No, I don't know. It was Pro Circuit. And oh, so, yeah, 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 you're yeah. right. You're right. So, I anyways, remember. when I was in high school, Shorty wrote in, like, in, like there's a story or a column that he wrote. I couldn't remember if it was MXA or what, but, like, he was going to high school. He was getting, like, a debut with Pro Circuit, was, like, helping him out on the amateur level, and it didn't end up working out. He didn't get a ride. But, uh, like, I remember reading that and being like, hey, there's a chance for a guy that's just going to high school to be a pro. I was like, I could maybe. Oh, Fair enough. That's <laughs> Thanks, Peter. That, that was per the request of Stevie over there. <laughs> so happy with himself right now. That will be great on the on the show with the video. Oh, with the pilot. Yes, the pilot. pilot. Yes. It'll be no, great on the pilot. I know. All right, second question. Can you name every brand that Shorty's raced professionally? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Will he get this right? No, that, that's, the, that's the question, right? Can I name every brand? Uh, yes, I can. Seems like he will get this right because he seems pretty excited. Okay, go. No, that's the answer. Yes, I can. No. That was not that. Was no, that question. was the question. Did you name every brand no, Shorty has no, raced no. professionally. Did you make dinner? 
Okay. One producer. Grilled cheese. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Yamaha, KTM. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Stop now. You already got it. Come on, bro. Kawasaki. He never, he never rode Yamaha, so never there mind. You you buzz yourself. Who is that? These are Super not even hard wife. questions. From Oakland. I'm sorry. All right. what, what, what is the correct answer then? KTM, Kawas- Kawasaki, Kawasaki was his pro debut. Uh-huh. Suzuki. Right. Honda and KTM. So everything but Yamaha. Yeah, way to go. Way to go. <laughs> Um, where was Shorty's first 125 lights or 125 or lights win? San Francisco. No. I'm just going to go ahead and buzz myself because I have no idea. Really? Mm. Anaheim? Seattle. Someone in the chat room said you're a douche, Moser. <laughs> Thanks. Is it fake Does he have a name? Uh, Motohead67. It was the East-West. Bantam, West, Greg. East-West. East-West. East All right, how about this one? Shorty lost oh. the 2006 lights championship by eight points. To Davey Millsaps. Broke all of our hearts to which rider? Uh, Davey Millsaps. Or was he on the other coast? Guys, These were not hard questions. Supposed to ask us. That's what I said. I said Steve. 2006? It was a, yeah, Grant it was Langston. Yeah. yeah, it was Grant Langston. How do you lose Davey Millsaps? At Seattle. Over three, dude. Over four. I don't feel bad about it, though. I'm Those sorry. were not GT hard questions. Not, not hard at all. That has nothing to do with the Dream Team. I think it has something to do with the Dream Team. <laughs> oh, there's super okay. high tension with the Dream Team. Right. It's, it's not going hey, well. Are we yeah. done with this? All right. Before <laughs> Steve tries to just wrap it up really quick, I want to say thank you to my wife for putting this awesome trip together. Thank you to the Mathis for hosting me. K-Dub, thank you. Yes, Pete, producer Pete. Producer Pete, it was great meeting you and touching you in person. Come on, don't rain on Moses Parade. <laughs> the Short Family, the Supercross.com team. Thanks to everybody. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do they have anything to do with this? Um, I got to hang out in their truck all weekend. Okay, perfect. All day Saturday. Thanks, oh, and Kenny, thank you for putting a burrito in my mouth and not a wiener. No problem, yeah. <laughs> hey, Steve, before we leave, I wanted to touch on this a thank, couple times. Thank you, you for wanted the to touch Thank you for buying the cooler. Hey, the cooler is awesome. Thanks for the cooler. Times. Thank you to Mrs. Moser, my, mo- my mother, for buying the cooler. That's I'm super awesome. pumped on it. Thank You'll you. see it at Seattle. That's Mom Moser. Are you, yeah, you, need, you need to bolt some wheels on that thing. Uh, that's what my mom said. She's like, you're going to carry it around? I'm like, yep. No, let's get some wheels on that thing, and then what we'll do is we'll sneak it in a truck because so you, you ain't no way you're going to walk into the pits with that thing. Yeah. We've got to get it in out. a truck. Yeah. Hey, yeah, you will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, dude, right. there's one thing I wanted to talk I, about. When Moser passes out at Seattle, we'll put him in the cooler and just close the lid. Right. That'd be all, <laughs> it fits me. It, I got in it. Dude, your buddies could get you back to the car. That's a good call. Hey, <laughs> I wanted to bring this up when we were talking about the race what, over the, the weekend. <laughs> over the weekend what do you did you have a chance there's two things i want to bring up did you see dungy take out weimer <laughs> yes he never takes anybody out i don't know if that was a takeout but yes it dude, was definitely one of the more him. aggressive moves dude, by that's Ryan not the way he that's, that's the, I, I just wonder if there's something going on there and i wanted well, you had to be frustrated with the way his bike was working <laughs> I wanted to ask you. No, it's true. I'm if, serious. If Alan Brown had anything never laughed, to say though. about what happened to his guys this but weekend, there may or may not have been some words. Yeah, I may have been in the pits. Yeah, Alan Brown because may not have been happy. I seen. I mean, Alan dude, Brown. Yeah. Who show? Who show is this? He's asking me. Hey, I mean, <laughs> what happened to him with Hanny? It was kind of you know whatever. Hanny, that was wrong, but. When Weimer hit him, he – I mean, you would think the guy would learn. I mean, he got taken out there before. He, he, but why would he go there and get taken out in the same exact spot? Well – Robin is racing. He did, Weimer did apologize because Weimer did go high. Like, like he had Weimer. him passed and then kind of dri- – like. Yeah, he did. He apologized. He said it wasn't on purpose. Weimer doesn't ride like that. 
So I, I yeah, kind of believe him. What about Pooh? But you got a point about Pooh. Yeah. What are you doing, Pooh? What? Poo what? Poo. It, was Alan Brown pissed? Yeah. Who was pissed? You the, right now with the orange juice and the. Did they say? Did like? Was there any word? Did, the did, did Alan Brown almost. get involved, or is he just? just no, upset? he just said, you know, Hanson. Hanny has a a, a a a reputation as to do that. I mean, he did do that in the lights class. Dude, all and he had – he hasn't ridden like that all year. No, and We no, talked no. about that. All homie had to do was let off. All he I had didn't to do see it. I didn't see it. I can't talk about it's it. It's the same thing as Weimer. Right, same, same idea. It's uh, the same, same takeout, which is same ironic. Corner. Yeah. yeah. Right. It was the universe. Uh, Dungy to me wasn't dirty. It was just a super cost block pass. You're right, though. Out of character for Dungy. But, yeah, but usually you do a block <laughs> pass, you don't hit the ground, dude. Yeah, I don't know. I guess. You're right. Um. I don't know. It's something I should have brought up earlier, but I was thinking about it. What well, time is it? You were intimidated by your your boss, Carrie Hart. Oh. Hey, thanks to uh, thanks Mosier. Thank you for coming it's on the show. It's Moser, hey, not Moser. Appreciate it. Moser. Can I give a quick thank you to uh, Matt Wallace? No. Well, I go love go Wallace, go yeah. go to his blog, uh, myfavoritewallace.blogspot.com. Blah blah blah. Thank you, Matt. <laughs> Why, blah, blah, blah. What did he post? Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, Did you just, ever go check it out? He's honestly, got some awesome he's got his blogs are awesome. Yeah. And I just wanted to thank him for him. What's he have? What's well? What's his new blog about? Uh, he did Oakland. Yeah, I know he did week. Oakland, but it was like three weeks ago, four weeks ago. I like to thank Brodocross for his. He has blog. like he has so many photos <laughs> thank you, on there. Brodocross, you rule. What's up with Brodocross? Is pretty, there anything new, or is it Oakland for real? I don't know, dude. It's just the the last one was up there. I just really enjoyed his all. I just wanted to say thank you. From where? I think it was Oakland. Oh, Jesus. So we're still talking about Oakland. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, I thought it was something new. I'm like, okay, well, what was it? No, it was just Oakland. His blog in general. How's that? I really enjoy it. All right. Okay, thank you. That's yeah. all. Thank like, you to I'd like, I'd like everybody to pick up the New People magazine <laughs> that, has, uh, that has Ben Affleck and J-Lo split in it, and it's oh. all about that. Pick that up on the on Hey, the can, I thank, okay. can I thank David Volman for his, uh, the his TV, observations? Uh, 334 for his blog and his observation, too. It's really good reading. 334. 334, it's his sorry. His number. His, his writing number is 934, though, right? It was. I forgot to mention this earlier. Dave Prater wore all black to the race because Johnny Cash was there. He the always wears band. all black. Like I said, he always wears black, but... <laughs> if only you had video of this right now, I swear. You have a fun time? Great time. Can you look at this shorty size smile on my face? Was being on a show everything you imagined? Yes, and more. Steve, too bad you weren't here for the pilot. Carrie Hart was a gentleman and a scholar. You don't think he had a good time? Dude, yeah, good he's point. Out, that's eight yeah. beers in his hand right there. Yeah, and Did Carrie so drink this out of one of these two things right here? Carrie um, drank out of both. Yeah, yeah. That, is this he had that yeah, he had that Are you going to eBay it? Is it Kenny's or no, Carrie's? No, it's Carrie's. It's Carrie's. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to eBay it? Yeah, MX Pookie. Check my eBay listing. DNA. You could put your tongue around that I think that's his Purell, too. Yep. He Why did, did drink, he did drink out of that water bottle? Because he doesn't like germs. Because he's a freak. He had to, uh, he called me. He's like, you coming to Magic? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, bring me gloves. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I already bought some hand sanitizer. He shook stuff. his hand? Yeah, he totally touched me. Did you see him go to the bathroom and wash his hands? No, he didn't. He used my bathroom? No. Look for didn't. the towel on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> the towel, hey, water Hart's bottle, and PBR can. Carrie was a totally cool down-to-earth guy. With he's got well, us all. He's got us gets, all fooled. See when he gets angry. See us all fooled. Can't hurt it. Here's your birthday. Here's your you know your Christmas bonuses. Watson. You got a job. You next got year. a job. <laughs> Good times. Awesome. Thanks everybody for listening. Thank you to our sponsors. Happy Valentine's Four Day. Four hours and and 30, 31 minutes. <laughs> thanks again to my amazing wife who just raised the ball. Th thanks everybody for coming on the show. BTOSports.com.
X brand goggles, JGRMX, FMF Racing, AGV helmets, Worst Connection, Vivin Home Automation, Tech One Designs, Fly Racing. Free gun underwear. All right, fine. I didn't cut you guys off. Thanks, Kenny, for coming on. Thank you for bringing heart to it. It's a good job. Thank please, you to Moser, the number one super please. fan of the Pulp Mech Show, for coming to the show. Please, Glad it's over. I have to pee again. Please get your game ready for the pilot. It's coming. Riches is coming. Making it rain. We're going to make it rain in here. <laughs> we got to get a shorty jersey on uh, the wall. I don't even know how to make it rain. <laughs> oh, <laughs> even shorty, better. I'm going to I'm going to send you a. Uh, I'm going to send you a poster of me and Shorty, and we can put it on the wall. All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next week. There's something I want to get off my chest, and it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine, and I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I, I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff, and I was totally nude and it was weird. I, I mean, you probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that if you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.